Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Relating and Recovery Podcast. I'm an alcoholic and an addict. My name's Dustin. How you doing, Dust? Hey, not too bad. Good. My name's Jay. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. Hey, buddy. What's going on? So, we'd like to welcome everyone to our uh, our Christmas special. What? Uh, is that really happening? It's happening, this man, is real, today. This is really happening. That's it, yeah. We've been talking about this for a long time, man. Yeah. Are you excited for Christmas? Oh, my gosh. I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> broke. Me too. My God. But I have the paycheck for life, you know? Yeah, man. You know, I'm rich. He's got no money. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, why don't you tell uh, uh, everybody what we're doing today? We are um, launching our YouTube channel, for starters. Um, that will be in, 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 it'll encompass our, 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 uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, and all the other platforms that we're sitting on. But most importantly, brother, we are bringing together, uh, a whole bunch of incredible men and women, um, to talk about, uh, different challenges that we face during the holiday season, right? Listen, Christmas is, 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 is tough for the, for the best of us, right? You know, but those of us in early recovery, long-term recovery, um, husbands and wives of people in recovery, children of recovery, uh, people in, in fighting a variety of different challenges and battling all sorts of different illness, um, sometimes we have nowhere to turn, right? And and this year is is a little bit different in the fact yeah. that we're, we're we're dealing with uh, this this pandemic in the world. So the climate we find ourselves living in is even more challenging financially and emotionally, um, separating from our families, social distancing, all these things create a whole new, a whole new set of challenges. So how are people going to, how are people going to um, embrace these challenges and, and, and go forward? Right. Yeah. And uh, an important time to, you know, have, have connection. Right. And that's what we're hoping with uh, the relating and recovery podcast is that it brings people together. And, you know, we, we might not have our, our, uh, you know, our 12 step meetings in, in the conventional sense. So we have them, uh, but at least we're, we're trying to connect in many different ways, like uh, zoom, like, uh, like this on the, on the podcast. I've been listening to more podcasts. I don't know about you. Oh man. I'm becoming a podcast guy. Yeah. Speaker tapes, all kinds of different stuff that, I, that we're, we're trying to use those tools right now. And then obviously, you know, we, we got to stay connected to our, our, our friends, right. Using the phone and, and, and social media and, that's where that, that's where all this spun off from, right? Is is uh, our, a lot of our connections on social media. You said the two best words, right? Connection and hope. I mean, that's exactly what we're doing. We're hoping to 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 reach somebody and connect with somebody, and 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 in turn, it'll create some hope. And then that person can connect with somebody and create some hope, and then so on and so on. Yeah, right? pass it amazing. on. Amazing, and we've seen it happening, right? Yeah. Season one was was amazing, right? These two, we had nothing short of a miracle after miracle after miracle, and, and this yeah. was all we more than we ever could have dreamed, right? Absolutely. You know? So, so why don't you tell our, our audience about what how, how we're going to do this episode today? So we're going to have um, I don't know somewhere between seventeen and twenty three guests. Um, we're going to have uh, we're going to touch on a variety of different t- different topics. Listen, the truth is, you guys have heard Dustin and I talk far too much in the last first 10 seasons yeah agree you know especially dustin so <laughs> you know there's that <laughs> and, yeah. uh, oh by the way if you're just listening and you're not watching um dustin has these beautiful little reindeers hanging from his beard <laughs> really really fancy one's kind of pink one's red that's a, that's a lie yeah that's <laughs> a lie that's a lie um the truth is is we're gonna have these guests on and we're gonna touch on a variety of topics and we're going to uh and we're gonna hopefully um not only inspire but but um, maybe maybe come up with some strategies uh, in order how to get through the Christmas holidays um, in a no no matter where you are in your in your journey and your challenge right. Then maybe hopefully that we we we'll cover a topic 
that will uh, that will uh, be intimate and personal to you. And um, and that's all that's all we hope for. Right. Listen, alkathons are, are going to be gone virtual. All these different reasons why we're doing it. Um, and, you know, maybe you're sitting there on Christmas Eve tonight and uh, maybe maybe you're sitting around in front of the fireplace and maybe you're in a, a predicament where your your mind is starting to take over your thinking and your thinking's getting a little sporadic. And, you know, maybe something you'll hear today will will bring you back down. Right. Or bring it or lift you up. Right. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I know for, for me, uh, you know, I, I, I'm very young in, in, in recovery, but the last couple of Christmases, that, that. yeah, the, the last couple Christmases that I've been sober, um, you know, it, it seems like that the holidays is a time where a lot of reflection takes place. Right. Right. Um, I know for, for me last year, uh, just getting the, the Christmas presents under the Christmas tree for the kids. And uh, we did some cookies and and uh, carrots for Santa Claus. Nice. You know, uh, you know the display for the kids. Very and, nice. Yeah. You know, for me, I I got the got the presents under the Christmas tree, and my wife and I took a moment and went. You know, I think we did it. We're done. And j- just the emotion that I felt in in that moment, uh, a lot of gratitude, right? Because there was some some Christmases that there wasn't. We didn't have that. We we. You know, there there wasn't much under the Christmas tree, right? So, I. I think uh, one of the things that happens for me around around the holidays is I have a there's a lot of reflection and I think that's something that you know when the world slows down and we take some some holidays and we're off work and uh, that's when my my mind starts to go right absolutely so that's when I need to yeah. to connect with my fellow and the pressures are raised right yeah. the financial the financial restraints and uh, and you know all of a sudden we have our house has to be perfect and yeah. all these and family we, coming the kids and, and etc yeah. right so yeah it's it's a uh, you know it's one of those times when uh, i think we we need to keep that connection with our fellows right so amen to that brother you know hopefully if uh this year with the challenges that we face with with covid 19 um you know if you're tired of speaker tapes and you you're tired of zoom you know throw on a podcast and maybe uh Maybe you hear something that, that could help. Or... Uh, the truth is one through 10 all had their own beautiful dynamic. And yeah, uh, yeah there's, a, there's something <clears throat> in there for everyone. You know, you know what's funny about the podcast? I'm going to say it. Uh, I would listen back because we, we had to listen, obviously, in order to before we would say. Yeah, make sure I didn't it. say anything stupid, right? I would listen to them back and I actually would learn stuff from myself. Because I'd hear something, and then I, it would make me think about something, right? And then I'd be having new self-awareness, and, and not always good stuff, too. Right? Yeah. Sometimes I'd be like, what the heck is he talking about? That guy's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, had a, I had a breaking moment with uh, our, our episode with Stacy, uh, talking about validation. Yeah. Uh, you know, just in that conversation, unraveled some things inside of me that, that I realized I needed to work on, right? So, you know, uh, you know. Subsequent call to the sponsor afterwards. Yeah, and, you were you know, telling me. Definitely got I had a got similar some, experience with Glenn's. Yeah, 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 Glenn's episode. Amazing. I was literally, when we were recording, I was sitting there. I forgot where we were. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> he, he was great. Yeah. So yeah, so so that's the plan for today. We're gonna have a whole bunch of people on, whole different, whole bunch of different perspectives of and yeah. different experiences. And so we hope that you all enjoy it. And, yeah, and it's Christmas in a couple of days, right? In a little bit, week. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, it's gonna be exciting. We're broke, but it's gonna be great. Yeah, and just to, just to spin off real quickly, let's let's remember um, the, the the purpose behind relating recovery is to is to break down these walls and build some bridges, right? Um, we're not distinct fellowships. We're all encompassed in recovery together. It doesn't matter what your challenge is. We're, we're all in this together. We can hold each other up, you know, back to back, R and R. And uh, and the reality is, is we we started this brand um, in order to hope to uh, to create a revenue stream in order to create a fund that would help uh, 
you know, get alcoholics and addicts and anyone else who, who would require um, in-house treatment uh, beds sooner than, yeah. than, than what they might have to, might have to uh, potentially wait, yeah. you know, potentially die, you know. We have a lot of fun. We talk a lot of serious stuff, but real families are sad and struggling today, yeah, right? Absolutely. As a result. So uh, I just wanted to quickly say to, um, I, I was like, uh, I have a huge family, a huge Newfoundlanders. Uh, yeah, we're an interesting, an interesting. Um, yep. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Um, my mom had like 11 siblings. Dad had like 10. And um, so I have a lot of cousins, but there was only like a couple guy cousins. And most of my cousins were girls. And I remember this time I was, uh, it was about, it was about a week before Christmas. And um, there was about 15 uh, girls and me. And uh, we were up, uh, and, and my uncle Ed. Um, it's kind of like your life now. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> so I had, <laughs> easy. Delete, 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 delete. Um, so I had, uh, I had. The, he want. We were going snow uh, sledding at this hill, and all the girls had snow sleds and toboggans and all these fancy, fancy pants types things, right? And I had nothing, and I was the youngest too, the youngest and the only boy. And my uncle Ed, he's he's one of us. He was one of us. He uh, he 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 battled addiction his, his whole entire life, and, uh, and subsequently succumbed to this disease. Um, but he uh, he brought a uh, he. We got to the top of the hill, and I didn't have anything. And all the girls were just having a blast going down the hill. And I was I was always feeling a little different. And he uh, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a garbage bag, and he pulls out this garbage bag, and he starts to tell me about how um, he saved this for me because I was special. You know, you're special. So I saved this for you because this is the secret weapon on a snow hill. You know, you get in this garbage bag and you fly down that hill like nobody's business. Right. And, and so I, I started to buy into what he's selling. Right. I'm catching what he's pitching. Right. Yeah. And I'm just a child. And I looked up to my uncle. Um, so I get into this garbage bag and I'm flying down the hill and I'm I'm telling you, Dust, I'm flying past the girls. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> me right and yeah. i get to the bottom of the hill and i remember thinking and looking up at the top of the hill at my uncle ed and i'm thinking you know you were the most amazing man i've ever met in my life you know i had so much respect and love for that man in that moment and it it really did took me many many years later after uncle ed passed uh from this disease to 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 realize how special he was right and it allowed me a shift in my life to take away a bias and a stigma. Even though I suffered from addiction, I had this visualization of what when I was a, what an alcoholic and an addict would look wow. like. Yeah, wow. and it turns out I was really dead wrong. Yeah, right? and now all you people are like my best friends, right? You're my family, right? Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a special Christmas this year. You know, we we we've had challenges, of course, and we know they're here, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what do you think? We should maybe we invite in our first guest. Definitely. We'll, we'll get it rocking here. All right. It's awesome. Okay. All right. All right, so here we go. Let's have our first guest then, you know. Let's get this party started, All man. Right, let's stoked, eh? This is wild. All right. All right. C come on in. Kevin, Merry Christmas, brother. Hey. Good to see you, brother. Merry Christmas. Good to see you, Kevin. Oh, this yeah. is exciting. Wow. Look at this. Welcome. One of my spiritual giants. Awesome. Right I don't know about that. I but, feel like uh, a child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, so why don't you introduce yourself, Kevin? My name is Kevin. I'm an alcoholic and hey, an Kevin. addict, and I'm also the manager of Renaissance Paul J. Sullivan Center, and I'm really happy to be here. This and, is uh, really cool. Honored that I was invited. Yeah. We're so thanks for having me. So grateful to have you here. Yeah, we're um, honored that you'd come. 
So we uh, we we thought of some some cool stuff that we could talk about today. Uh, one of the the main things that we want to talk about is staying sober in the holidays, right? And with your your position up in the Sullivan Center, there we have uh, you've seen a lot of a lot of people come in and out of recovery around the holidays, right? And well, we were thinking maybe we could uh, draw from your experience. You could tell us what you know what you've seen that's worked, right? And 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 what. What has worked for for guys staying sober at the holidays? Is that is that how I want to say? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, look, there's gonna be look. I went through that place twice, right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't have the extra pressures of Christmas. I just wanted to stay sober, and I still couldn't pull that together. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm curious about what you see, you know, what you feel, and what are your thoughts on uh, on the guys, especially coming out in uh, the the month of December, the month, you know, the second week of December, or right now, you know, the week before our, our Christmas. What additional challenges do they face and what do you think might be a proactive approach to, to getting through this thing? Well, I think for just looking at both of you guys sitting out there uh, looking at you guys do this podcast and I was just like really blown away and inspired, right? Like you guys know exactly what to do because you're doing it. And uh, at Christmas, I think you know, we have to do the same things or, you know, clients or people in recovery have to do the same things. And that's like, you know, uh, turn their will in their life over in the morning, uh, stay in the steps, uh, stay in the, the awareness of how they're feeling, uh, in the moment. Um, I think my favorite saying that I learned in treatment is, uh, awareness plus action equals change. Yeah. Mm, and when, nice whether it's Christmas time or not Christmas time, I think we really have to be aware of how we're feeling and how we're processing those emotions. Um, with that said, I think Christmas for the most part is really hard because it attaches that whole family aspect right. of, of uh, yeah. the memories, sure. right? The memories, the yeah. mistakes. Yeah. And you're going to run into those situations where you're going to go see your family and you're maybe newly sober, or just getting out of treatment or um, still in treatment. And and uh, and you have to talk to your family at Christmas. I think that uh, that's pretty overwhelming. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're not ready for. I think you have to be prepared. Yeah. And I might be a little all over the place. I'm just trying to Not think this all. out. But Not at all. I think you have to be prepared at Christmas, especially when you're going to go see family because yeah. the stuff's going to come at you. You got to have a plan, right? Right. And you're not going to be ready for it. Yeah. Right. And not just an exit plan, an actual plan to be able to recognize these emotions, to be aware that you're talking about, right? Yeah. You know, Utilizing how? those tools that we're given, right? right? Especially in the early stages of recovery. I, right. I, I know for me, my, my first year, I had to I had to stop at a certain point. I know we're not supposed to romance the idea of, of, of drinking and, and using, but for me, my biggest struggle my first year was when all the family was around and it was all happy and joyous and the glasses were clinking because some of my family drank. And, and that was, that was the moment where I had to step out of, of that, that time and go call my sponsor and have a talk. Right. Right. When I was my first year, right. I think there's there's a lot of reflection going on, like you say, like the the memories, the emotions, right? 
I think that's maybe why some of us are, you know, we get kind of stuck up in our head a little bit. Well, especially early because we don't even, I mean, let's face it, we don't even know, like having feelings and emotions are new, yeah. right? They're not something that we're comfortable with. They're all uncomfortable. The good ones too, yeah. you know? They're, uh, we don't, I don't know. I, I remember for myself, I, I couldn't process these things. Now for me, I was, I was about two months sober on my first Christmas and um, I lived at the Alcathon. Yeah. I lived there. There was I lived I li- literally almost literally and figuratively. I had a house in behind the Atlanta Club, but I, I was um, there was twenty four hours of meetings, and I'm going to tell you, I probably went to fifteen. Hmm. Wow. You know, gratitude, 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 gratitude. Right? Yeah. So I want to ask uh, Kevin, how how long have you been sober now? Um, fourteen years sober. Wow. Yeah. So in my wow. moving on to year fifteen, but I, I I've wow. been around since two thousand and three, right? Wow. And uh, I've done everything you're not supposed to do in early recovery and uh, made all the <laughs> mistakes. I can relate. <laughs> you and Jay um, hung out together? Yeah. <laughs> we would have. <laughs> we would have. So, so what are some well, of the things that you can you can draw from that you remember that, that were very positive for you in uh, around this time of year? Or some things that worked, right? Uh, I, I think it was staying connected with some really good people from yeah. the fellowship. Like, you know... I, Maybe I'll just use the last initials, but I think of people like Kevin T, you know, like yeah. just an amazing human being that wouldn't let me go like at Christmas time or um, when I was going out there relapsing, you know, he was the guy who, who, uh, you know, when I, when I'd relapse and I was back drinking again and he knew that I needed to be around people in recovery, he knew I needed yeah. to see those faces and he knew I wanted to get back there, but I didn't know how to get back there. Right. And, uh, he called me and he'd say, uh, I'm coming to get you. And I'd be like, I'm drinking. And he <laughs> said, well, that's okay. I'm going to be there in five minutes to get you. Yeah. He said, get in the shower. And I'm like, I'm not going. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I hear boom, boom, boom on my door and he'd be there and I'd be going to a, wow. a an AA meeting. Way to go, Cass. So I think it's yeah. the, the connection of uh, connection of people, right? Yeah. It's all about connection. Yeah, staying connected. It's about staying connected. I think like the Alcathon brings back great memories, like right. going at four o'clock in the morning to being a part of that home group and committing and saying, I'll be there. Even though I wanted to sleep, I had to get up with the kids and, yeah. and do whatever I needed to do. But I committed to be there at 4 a.m. Like I was a member of a, a, a group called the Faith Group, and we always got the 4 a.m. slot. <laughs> me, right? Yeah. So uh, it was about committing and showing How up. that work? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's about really staying connected. Yeah. In at, at Christmas time, and and like having getting back to that, we were talking about the plan. Um, it may sound like a simple plan, but we're we kind of talked about this the other day it's like it's about the newcomer right yeah. you guys are talking to the newcomer and a real simple thing for me because i always had a beer in my hand you know like our our sound guy uh doing our sound here today he knows Shout out to what, Warren P. what i used to be like yeah and i always had a beer in my hand everywhere i went i i i drove with a beer in my hand i had beer be, behind me and it was always part of me and somebody said to me when you go, have a bottle of water in your hand. Yeah. Everywhere you go. It's a great, great tool. Because if, if you got guys. a bottle of water in your hand. Right. And you're talking to people, somebody's not going to say you want to drink. 
because you already got it. They already feel awkward. They kind of maybe know you're sober, or they heard, and they don't it's know how great, to react. To you, but you have that bottle of water in your hand. Yeah, it's worked for me. Beautiful, That's awesome. Like I, I, I play. I still play live music, and I go and go to the bars and and I play music. I've, I've been sober a long time. I have a plan when I go there. I play yeah. in a a band with guys that are in recovery too. Amazing, but everybody's drinking. Yeah. So I always have a bottle of water in my hand. Got your bottle of Thanks. water. Yeah. Very cool. So that's something that's helped me. I love it. Part of my plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. That's a great tip, awesome. right? Have a have a non-alcoholic beverage in your hand. Awesome. Perfect. Well, that was. I I honestly I want to say a thank you so much again for coming in, my brother. Um, this is going to be an incredible Christmas. There's no doubt. There's going to be challenges that we, we all have to face, but you know, together we can face them. You know. And I want to thank you guys for uh, everything you guys are doing for the recovery community and your enthusiasm and dedication and energy because it's uh, it's infectious. <laughs> it's it really done. is. It's all done. It's, it's, it's all Jay. You know, he got that pineapple tattoo on his back. <laughs> so, you know, everything's changed since then. <laughs> oh, geez. It's almost gone. All right. Hey, have yourself a Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, Kevin. Man. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Awesome. All right, time for our next guest. I can't wait to. This is awesome. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Good, Good to see you. you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, Thanks my pleasure. Good to see you. <laughs> wow, awesome, yeah, my man. Pleasure. So, if you wanna, you wanna introduce yourself. Well, I'm Joe Tilly, uh, and I'm. Uh, uh, in recovery for quite a long time, 28 and a half years. Oh, I heard and, that uh, about you. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a long-time sportscaster from CTV and a brand-new grandpa. Yeah, bro. I was just going to say, brand-new yeah, grandpa. Yeah, yeah. congrats. congrats man. Yeah, yeah, thank it's you. Amazing. It's exciting. Another yeah. gift of this beautiful journey yeah. you're on. Eh? Oh, God, yeah. So yeah. many, so many. I can just... Uh, uh, what a Sometimes I think, uh, you know, what it might have been like if, uh, if I hadn't have found recovery when I did, what might have happened and where I might have gone and... No question in my mind, it would have been dead a long time ago. I wouldn't have seen any of this stuff happening. And who knows what kind of effect that has on the family and the uh, ongoing. And so, yeah. Absolutely. No kidding, man. And look yeah. at you today. You're just shining bright. I actually see the glow yeah. coming from your face. Yeah. Right your eyes are Less on fire, so, yeah. man. But this is what, what, what typically we, we've been talking about is how challenging of a Christmas this could be based on the, you know, the social economic impacts and all these other different impacts of COVID. And, and yet, you 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 must be feeling intense gratitude today for this year. Oh, well, absolutely intense gratitude. And you know what I, you know, I've always focused on gratitude. Gratitude is so very important in 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 recovery, right? And and feeling part of, right? So uh, yeah, uh, that's why the the community is so important in uh, you know relating in recovery and being part of that recovery community. You know, uh, feeling part of feeling lost. You know, the me mental illness aspect of, of addiction, and, yeah. and uh, you know, is is we feel like we're disenfranchised. We're not part of. Absolutely. We're low, and we need we the contact. And you know, Zoom meetings have been great. You know, like yeah. Zoom meetings have been a, a godsend. And and uh, you know, for those of us who've really got into it, it has it has a lot of upside, a lot of positives. And that you know, you can be in a meeting any time of day, anywhere. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I've been doing twenty four hour meetings with people from South Africa and people from uh, Australia and people from the UK and you know, all right. over North America. And it's Newfoundland. I'm mean, I'm sponsoring guys. <laughs> right? I'm sponsoring guys from Colorado. I'm sponsoring <laughs> guys from Florida. Right. Yeah. So cool. I mean, yeah. this is what you know, take them through the book for you. You know, uh, yeah. FaceTime or Zoom, Zoom or or, yeah. uh, or whatever. Uh, 
And uh, it's amazing, yeah. Uh-huh. It's so exciting. I actually, I actually was asked recently that yeah, um, exactly. they, somebody said, you know, well, this, I'm worried about the newcomer. And I was like, you know, as a matter of fact, in my in my perception of this whole thing is the newcomer now, has, it's easier than ever to go into a room and keep the video off. You talk about dipping your toe in the water, right? right? I mean, you could, anything's like that. It's like anything else in life. I mean, you can look at what's wrong with it and right. focus on what's wrong with it. Or you can look at what's right with it and yeah, focus right. on the good. You know, I know there's people that pulled right away from Zoom meeting. I mean, that's to, to their own detriment. I'm sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Why would I do that? Why would I put myself in a position to be armed like that? So to me, it, 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 it's a no-brainer. You just you pick up where, where, and you do is recovery. I mean, listen, in, in 1939 when the big book came out and, and people started to hear about Alcoholics Anonymous and they started to hear about, you know, recovery program, they... Uh, uh, the word was through, you know, there was word of mouth, there was there are articles printed, people started ordering books right? in Alaska, you know, different parts of Canada. People would order a book and they get a book delivered by, you know, they send a note to central uh, office in New York. They get a book, they get a big book back. They'd read that big book and they'd start doing what it says in the big book. People were recovering right. by themselves, by reading mail. a book yeah. by mail yeah. in 1942, 1943, and then taking that and pass, carrying that message on to somebody else. Yeah. And that's, I mean, if they were doing it then in 1943, why can't we plug in a bloody Zoom meeting? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Right. You know, so. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're preaching to the converted. We, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we legit are like, yeah. uh, we're, we're Zoom. We're, we're Zoom. We're Zoom. Right. Zoom I mean, in, I, I spent like, I've gone to five meetings in a day on Zoom. Oh, what boom, boom, Zoom, Zoom, conferences. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom. That's one of the things I, like, I yeah. got sober uh, about two and a half years ago. And, and that was one of the things. And you were one of the first people that I, I know notice it was that you have you have that passion and that excitement for recovery yeah and and, and after quite a few sober christmases right, right you know right. sober years and, and it's just amazing well to see. you know I it's mean, infectious right after we you know we lost our son spencer to uh to this disease right and 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 after doing that like i i i knew that it was important for me to throw myself even heavier into into helping other alcoholics and that's what i've been doing and and, and just it just makes my life you know when I see the, the the light come on for for a new guy, that is just that that is what makes it for me. You know, and I get to, to share Spencer's story. He gets to help people now still today, and and that's uh and and that's a big part of, of uh, you know what gets some person through something like that. Like it's always recovery is always the answer, right? Like throwing myself more into recovery, you know, work, working the steps to the best of my ability, and just uh, you know sponsoring other guys, helping other guys. That's that is the answer, right? So, right. so it's amazing, That's Joe. Amazing. You really are truly an yeah. inspiration, I, I, yeah. and we're genuinely super happy and mm-hmm. blessed that you could have joined us here today. I want to just quickly before we before we wrap, you know, I know you're in a, in a hurry, you got things to do. We all, I mean, life is mm-hmm. life is busy, right? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to like look. So when you came into these rooms, or when you came into recovery early on, uh, there was a, probably a, obviously a very um, uh, a, a, a litany of different challenges. Um, your first Christmas, mm-hmm. second Christmas. Mm-hmm. But today, right, with all this sobriety and all this, this, these resources, the Zoom you mentioned, and the connections you have, and the gratitude that you feel, and, and the, the incredibly um, um, incredible challenges that you've had to deal with over the over the course of that, what are your what are your what is your what is your thought on the challenges that you that we have this year? What's different this year? I mean, Christmas is coming up what in a week or so. Like, well, it's okay, so it's different. That's it. It's different, right? We have, uh, you know, uh, social challenges, and and it's different. 
but even though it's different, it's still the same, right? People are people never haven't changed. Like our personalities are, haven't changed. Who we are doesn't change. The circumstances change. So, you know, my job is to make the best of, of the circumstances that I'm dealt with, right? I'm dealt the hand. Do you play the cards, right? Love it. Yeah. I'm dealt the hand. Play the cards. What are you going to do? Yes. I mean, there's there's no other option. It's no gray area, right? It's, right. it's all black and white. No, yeah. no. This not, is what it is. This I mean, is... I can sit in self pity, you know. Or, or I can, or I can move on and do something with, with the car, with the hand, hand on be dealt, right? So yeah. that's, that's my op. It, it's yeah. always the onus is always on us as individuals, right? How, how do we handle this? Yeah, well, yeah. What can we control? Yeah. Our it, reaction, interaction. Just like the the program, we can either focus on the problem, which we've done for so long, so or long. Le, like the steps teach us, look to the solution, right? Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, there is a solution. Yeah, there is absolutely. And, you, and, you, and you're clearly a, a, an, yeah. an absolute. Uh, you're one of the spiritual giants to me, also yeah. that 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 can that's sharing that out there. Thank you for everything you yeah. do, Joe. Yeah. Like Thanks, for real, God. from the bottom of my heart. I, I hope you and your your beautiful wife Penny and the, your 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 new addition to your family and all your family have a wonderful Merry Christmas. You yeah. Know? Happy Thanks, holidays. Go enjoy. Stuff. Thanks all again right. for coming, Joe. All right. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, brother. Merry Christmas. Love this. Yeah. All right. Thank I'll you. see you soon. So that was amazing, eh? Yeah, that was great. Joe was awesome. Oh, man. This is going to be a great... I'm just like so excited how this is unfolding here, right? Yeah. You know, it's important too. Like, I'm a perfectionist by nature, right? I want everything to be perfect. But like, if that was the case, like, I wouldn't be who I was, right? Things got to yeah. have some sort of, you know, yeah, uh, there's some level of acceptance with the, my, with all the, the little... The, the, the ebbs and flows of yeah. this thing. You got a lot of working parts today, right? A lot of guests. A lot of guests. It's going to happen as it's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, Just before we continue, I forgot to mention how handsome you look today. Oh, gosh. <laughs> my, the, the one thing one, one thing my father told me is he goes, stop, to tell Jay to stop calling you handsome on the podcast. <laughs> it's like, the beard. I can't help it. Couldn't even get through it. Hey, guess today. who's coming in, man? Yeah, oh, I think up? he's here. Yeah, Rick, Rick, M, Rick, and M and his wife Lorena. They're my He's my sponsor, man. Right on. And Lorraine was almost my Alanon well, sponsor. Let's get them on here. All right, let's come go. on in. Welcome, guys. Come on in. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See the fish are coming. Merry Christmas. Welcome. Thank you. Come on, sit down. Oh, damn. Good to see you, buddy. Rick's always got the best. Hat. I was just gonna say the hat. The right? best hats. You should get like red and white one, like a Santa hat, but like a bowl hat. What, what are those hats called? Fedora? No. Pork pot. A pork. Oh, never pork pot. Look yeah. at me pretending I know. I mean, oh, sweet. yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, pork pot. Right on. Well, well, welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. So we, uh, Jay and I had had, had a conversation before and, and that you guys have a lot of silver Christmases under your belt. Yeah, a couple. A couple for sure. A right? lot of silver Christmases, yeah. right? So, so we were hoping that we could maybe draw on some of some of those uh, experiences over the years that, uh, you know, what, what you've seen that, that's worked for you to, to get through the holidays because the holidays present the challenging time for us alcoholics and, and our families. And, and our families, that's key. I mean, that's where, that's where this, uh, and, and, and of course, introduce yourselves as yeah. well, right? Yeah. You want to introduce yourself there? I'm a grateful recovered alcoholic and my group is the Gerard Group of Alcoholics Anonymous. Fantastic. Oh, welcome. I'm a member in good standing. Oh, hey. good standing. Good. Well, that's, good. Deba that's debatable. We'll, we'll ask his sponsor yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> we'll ask his sponsor. <laughs> and my name's Lorraine. I'm a very grateful member of Al-Anon, and my home group is Let It Begin With Me. Yeah. Oh, welcome, guys. Oh, I love the she name of that. For good standing also. I believe that. See, there's the <laughs> Our home is calm. <laughs> I'm humble. <laughs> Our home is calm, you said. Is that, is that, so that's interesting that you said that. So I, I bet it wasn't always that way. It hasn't been. It wasn't early on. 
particularly early on. I mean, I was uh, I was unwell and I was in the rooms and I just uh, I wasn't doing the things that were necessary for me to do. Right. Right. So when I started to do that, um, our home change or our our structure that we live in changed from uh, house to a home. It was real important. Mm, house to you home. could feel the difference with our with our kids and with Lorraine and I our relationship. Oh, it just it was just different, right? Right. Is that how you see it, Lorraine? Yeah, it took a lot of time. Uh, I think what stands out most for me is the first Christmas we were together. Um, it, I, here I go. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were decorating the tree, and to know me is to know I don't source out jobs in the house. <laughs> nice way of saying I'm a control freak. Uh, and uh, Rick uh, helped decorate the tree and he had tears in his eyes and he said this is the first time I've ever done this and that allowed me to see not the outward alcoholic but the inside who the person he was that he he was um, he's a real softy he puts on this facade of being this real tough macho guy <laughs> inside he, 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 he he's not he, re he really isn't yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. what I remember. And yeah, there were there were days. I mean, you know, before he got sober, um, if you talk to my kids, they would say, "Mom was the crazy one in the house. Uh, he was the one that would put his shoes on and just take off, and I was the one there, and I would be just, you know, out of control." So I think for me, um, getting my program really changed how I looked at things and going to uh, his AA meetings really, really helped. I did that for four years before I found Al-Anon and that really helped me understand the alcoholic and where you were coming from yeah. and um, that you are really good and wonderful people and that you deserve respect. It's the disease that, that took you down that road that maybe you didn't want to go down. Um, and for me, it was the same. Even though I wasn't putting booze in my system, my life was just really, really out of control. And um, I always say that my life was in a rut. And and when I worked my program, I got out of that rut, and I and I and it allowed me to um, see who I was, um, and become the person I am today. I I, lo I love people. I don't care what walk of life you come from. I will look to try and find the good in you. Um, yeah, I just I just love the program, and I can't say uh, uh, enough about uh, the two programs. I love I love all of the, all of anything to do with the twelve step program. And clearly, the program loves you because uh, you're shining right now, right? <laughs> you're, you're shining, and um, and you know, and I and I really, I I, I just can't I can't stop to to think, you know. I, I as well. I was. I'm a. I guess what you'd call a newcomer um, in Al-Anon. I'm just. I'm not even actually an active member. I'm sort of just dipping my toe in a little bit, and I'm trying to get my find my way, right? And um, but just in the short period of time, the 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 way I um, perceive um, this whole disease now is is completely almost like being turned on its side, right? Mm -hmm. um, because I'm having all these new eye-opening moments. And, and that being said, I mean it. It's so important for us to think about at Christmas time because so many people that might be listening right now that suffer from addiction and alcoholism and other sort of challenges in their lives, um, 
we have to remember, I, I, I have to remember that the other people in my life who may still be sick, may not be sick from what I'm sick from, but they still have their, they're still struggling because of my illness, right? They may not have been introduced to an Al-Anon or had any understanding that they're even, um, they're, I mean, listen, addiction, what we've learned, at least for me, I've re learned is that it is the, the one, uh, one illness in the world there um, where we tell ourselves we're okay, yeah. right? So how do you know, how do you get better when you don't even know you're sick, right? And, and that would probably be the case for a lot of people who are family members of people who are in active addiction. Yeah. They right? don't realize how, how, how much of, even if it's not in the family that they're living in now, it's generationally, and the side effects from the disease get passed down. Right. And uh, I didn't realize this when uh, I got with Rick, and then someone pointed out, well, why do you think you were attracted to him? It's because he was the way he was, and that's the type of life I was used to living in, and I gravitated to that. Imagine, right? Yeah. And Rick, you... you uh you got some grandkids, right? Mm -hmm. So um, this Christmas, like I guess soon, next week, this week, whatever, soon. Yeah. I can't remember what day we're at today, but I know it's Christmas. It's really close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of moving parts in my life. But you got some <clears throat> grandkids, and you got so much going on in your life. And and obviously, you're gonna. I would think that you're gonna. You, it's it's the twelve step program, the AA fellowship, and and your and your God that's that's brought you here. But what uh what's different today? for you for Christmas um, this year, specifically with the climate we live in versus, you know, when you were getting sober the first few, two, three, four years? Well, looking back, the, the first more than four years, quite a long time, because like I said earlier that uh, I really didn't, I didn't do the work that was involved. I just sort of went to meetings and stuff, right? And, and that's why I'm so passionate about the big book now is, is because of that, right? I, when I began to work out of the book, I had this huge change, right? And and it, it wasn't just my attitude at that particular time. It was like Christmases, Easter's, everything changed. Like everything shifted when right. I got involved in the work right? That, that, that's outlined in the book. And so the first number of Christmases, there was a lot of expectations. I thought that I should be able to fulfill this and this and this and this. And I always felt that I fell short and I would be, I would be, quiet at Christmas. I, I specifically remember a couple of Christmases. I, I just quiet Lorraine said, what's wrong? And I just, she thought it was, a, it was just because I was emotional and it was because I, I felt that I hadn't, I hadn't measured up. Right. See, I, see, I've always had that feeling, right? I've always had that feeling that, I, that I'm, I'm just not enough, right? And so unless I can meet some really unrealistic expectations I have myself, I'm just not enough. Right, and when when I began when I when I began to work on me, and my spiritual condition, and I, I began to, to develop a relationship with this this power that I believe in that operates with all of us, um, there was a shift. Like there was a big shift, you know. And and for the last that was probably I'm gonna say twenty twenty years ago, twenty years ago or so. Right. And there was a shift, and, and everything like everything just went upside down, right? Right. Um, my thinking changed. My relationship with Lorraine changed. My relationship with with my children changed. When my grandkids came along, my relationship with them was better than it probably would have been before. And so it was a big shift. And and Christmases were they were they were difficult. 
the sure. first the first number, right? Maybe not for not Lorraine's just a Christmas person, right? <laughs> I'm not that guy, right? I it's gotta be perfect or it, it, right. I can relate. Just toss it out. Start yeah, over, right? start over. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, give me yeah. that time machine. We gotta and, start and again. So you have this yeah. two really strong willed people, and Lorraine is trying to make it just like perfect for her, and I want it perfect for me, and they don't fit. Right. They don't fit together, right? Right. Because at that point, we're not fitting together. Right. We're, we're not on the same page. So what do you do then? What do you What do you do at that point? So we we I, I I can only speak for me. I struggled through a number of years doing that, right? And and uh, when when I began to again, I, I keep getting back to this idea that when I when I do the work that's outlined, um, there's a there's a there's a huge um, relationship shift in me. Uh, my relationship with God, my relationship with my family, my relationship with the people in, in recovery, my relationship with, with my coworkers, everything shifts right. when I do that, right? Yeah. And so when I began to do the work, those, those Christmases at home became better because I didn't have the same expectations. Imagine. And, yeah. Yeah, and so it was a lot of it was, it was acceptance, right? I was just thinking yeah. that the yeah. whole time you were yeah. talking. Yeah. <clears throat> like, you know, it says, it says in our, in our book that nothing in God's world is by mistake. Right. And when I began to think along those lines, I had less expectations. Yeah. And my Christmases improved. Not that we didn't have um, stressful Christmas, Christmases because we, you know, we're, we're not... We're not perfect, far from that. Yeah. But they were, they were still a lot, even better than the earlier ones. Right. I was so emotional in the first one. The first one, I remember that. Lorene brings that every year. She brings that up. And I relive it every year. <laughs> it's time uh, to start practicing acceptance with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. remember when. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, because it just shows the kind of cat that I came here with, right? Right. And, 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 I, and I thought I was just, like, like drinking and dope was my problem, and I come to find that I had way more problems than that. <laughs> I still got way more problems today than that, yeah. but I, I'm I'm aware of them. That's the difference, right? That's and, the difference. And I and I, I really like the Christmas season. I like I, I like looking at shiny red stuff and like you know people say oh not another red thing i love it right yeah I love i'm with you man the phony snow and I, yeah yeah all oh, that I'm stuff that's really there. hokey yeah. i like that yeah. stuff right yeah. me too because yeah. lorraine has instilled that in me right yeah. and, and yeah. so again it's about the relationship that lorraine and i have that we're able to extend to our children and our grandchildren nice and, and they see they see us both on basically mostly on on the same page and that's what i feel like when you're telling me that that, that your grandkids and your children they're like so this happened you started to feel that way as a result of lorraine and then then as a result your kids and then yeah. as, as a even a, a, a probably as just as exciting byproduct your grandkids yeah i i really look i love i i can't wait for christmas day oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i bet we have yeah. a ball yeah we have get, a ball, are you right? that are you the first one up in your house rick no no hey? no no are you like if any kids are listening <laughs> cover your ears are you putting out uh, milk and cookies for yourself is it no. Oh, okay. No, no I'm not. So, so one of that, like, that two I things that I... A couple things I really take... I'm the carrot guy, So a couple things I really take away from, from Rick, and, Rick and Lorraine is that, uh, you know, the, the importance of the work, right? And, yeah. and, and when, we, when, when we do the work and, and we enable ourselves to, to recover, then our family recovers. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and how how beautiful is that? We've even touched on on that in another podcast this season, right? Right. Seeing seeing the change in in, in your son as well in in your house yeah. after you recovered. So 
Yeah, it's just it's awesome. No, I just had a thought when you were talking about that. I remember how broken you were when you went through treatment, right? Yeah. And now I see posts with his two kids and his wife, and he's smiling, yeah. and all this stuff's going on, right? And that's not the kid that I saw a couple of years ago. No. Right. Like, And again, I know that that's because of, like, I, I don't know what the focus of this podcast is, but for me, it's about this, relating and recovery. Right. All exactly. my relationships, all yeah. my relationships are recovered. Or because I do the work in yes. recovery. That's yeah. the only reason that I have the connection, life I have today. connection, connection, absolutely, connection. absolutely. And I can't stress that enough. Right. That that's the deal, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you if you can dipsy doodle into into recovery and you never have to do the steps, rock on. Yeah. That ain't my story. <laughs> Not my name. <laughs> I can't identify with that. I, don't, I, I think you get the, you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Like it's just it just it does not work, and I've I've been on both sides of the fence, so I know it doesn't work. Yeah, that's I have amazing. a relationship with with my wife, and it's like warfare all the time. Right. For, for not just for months, for years early on. I can imagine because we just actually just I can't like I can't imagine like this right. <laughs> no, you can't. I I, I can <laughs> imagine that it would be like that, but I haven't been in that predicament oh. yet. I'm still a baby in this program. Yeah. I'm just yeah. getting my I'm just getting my my first. But see, I set come of teeth. I come from an era where. <laughs> Go to another meeting with with the lingo, right? When I you know when I come in and uh, I, you got you know all, all you guys that are here and everybody's listening to this, it, it's such, you have such an advantage today that people are are prepared to take you through the book or through the steps. Um, my no, I'm not going there. I, <laughs> he's dead now, and I I don't want to bad mouth him. But um, you you guys are so fortunate, so fortunate that the people are stepping up. You know, and 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 I, and I actually, when I think about all some of the long timers like yourself, I think how how fortunate it is that you that you're allowed, able to to be a part of that because then you we've got we can lean on your experiences mm-hmm. and we can lean on your your longevity and your history that allows us to be able to take this the, the stuff we that yeah. is going to help us going forward, um, and then as well as carry the message of the importance of the twelve steps. Yeah, in the, book. So, the the way I look at it is we're fortunate that you stepped up. No kidding. I mean, let's not fool ourselves. But it, but it wasn't always like that, right? You you took me through the book, yeah, yeah. so I mean you you are a spiritual giant. There's no question. Yeah. And, you know, well, you, I don't know about a giant, maybe uh, a midget. Don't, don't make the <laughs> so, ego. It, it, it depends who you're standing beside. I guess. If you had seen me 20 years ago, see that's the deal, right? 20 years ago, I was just a guy that attended meetings. Right, right. I had sat like, on your hands a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sat and just forced like, yourself I out on the outside, but I was I was I was imploding inside. Yeah. Lorraine, what did Lorraine wash up? Lorraine, what do you what do you like before we say goodbye today? What do you what did you like to maybe listen, let our listeners know on on the Al-Anon side of things? What, what maybe what behaviors to watch for? What what are your thoughts? Um, I always wondered why I gravitated to the people that I gravitated to. Is <laughs> <laughs> the hat? I'm telling you. <laughs> so for me, it, it's been a journey in my program to look at my life, and I know today my parents did the best they could with what they had to work with. Um, So I've learned on Thursday, we had a gentleman uh, from Michigan share, and he said, Al-Anon is my functional parents. And that really hit with me. Um, My biological parents came from homes where there was drinking and abuse. Um, My Al-Anon family, rock on. Rock on. Rock on, because... We work the steps um, of AA. Um, we have sponsors. Our program is pretty much set up the same as Alcoholics Anonymous. 
And um, I'm a big component of stepping up and doing service work. I just, again, got back into service work and I look after the literature for District 23. Um, and I love the guys in Alcoholics Anonymous. I mean, yeah. you guys are great. You, you showed me in the beginning, uh, when I first came around program in 1985, um, that I had problems in my life. <laughs> I just didn't know. That Not that these guys were the problem. Yeah. No, no, no. That I had problems in my own life. I just needed somewhere to go or someone to help me. And uh, I identified, I guess I identified with all your isms. And it took um, a few more uh, years for me to find Al-Anon. And then it didn't stick the first time. And, and I backed away and I, I came back now. And I'm here for me. You know, I come in with an open heart, an open mind, and I listen. I, you know, shut my mouth. I sat in the rooms and I listened to what other people had to say. Because I know what I was doing, looking at relationships, was not working. So maybe you could really help me. And they have helped me. Right. And I will be forever grateful. Because I have seen the change in my kids, in my grandkids. You know, I... Um, I'm, I look after my uh, daughter's son uh, three days a week. I'm a big component of my grandkids' lives, you know. Right. Um, I, I just... What a uh, blessing. I live, I live for my grandkids and my kids, and this guy too, but mostly for them. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I, I want to, uh, on behalf of Relating Recovery and Dustin and myself and all of the team and and uh you know i want to wish you guys a very merry christmas from the bottom of my heart and thank you so much for coming thank you so much for coming in thank you very much thank you for having us thank you god bless yeah thank you guys watch your wow man that was amazing bro like that was my sponsor eh? yeah you know you know it's like uh in, in, in the universe there was divine intervention in how i met him but that will save that for episode two with uh because there was some pretty amazing spiritual powerful moments in my life yeah that brought rick to my life and lorraine she's something eh yeah she's amazing what, what a beacon of hope the both of them yeah rick had a, a big impact on me in early sobriety for sure you know and it's funny because like how these things happen because when i think about relating and recovery right and the whole objective was to connect people and then our whole lives, whether it be with our HP or with each other, or, or is all about connection, man. Yeah, you know. And and without that connection, I don't know where I'd be either, right? Absolutely. And at Christmas time, we let's face it, it, we not only we either have connection or we're longing for connection. Definitely. You know, and that's uh, and that's the truth, right? And then uh, and I think about other things about relating recovery. How did the Facebook group and the and the website is is directing people to the Facebook group, and this podcast is yeah. directing people to the Facebook group. And as much as we love all these byproducts and these branches of relating and recovery, it all goes back to that Facebook group. Yeah, that's where they're. That's where the connections are happening. That's where right? it all started, right? It's, and a lot of this is as uh, you know been inspired from. You know, we don't we, even we've know. seen some incredible stuff happen just in a in a Facebook group, right? We don't even know the impact really. Like, the, yeah. we don't know. Uh, the the depth and the reach that it's had we just know that it's happening yeah absolutely you know, you know? so cool so we uh do we got it we was that's oh we have another our next guest is here brother yeah there he is right hey, on. come on in right on welcome uh marshall right <laughs> how's it going merry christmas thanks for joining us good to see you marshall <laughs> welcome so yeah um one day i'm excited to have you on here why don't you introduce yourself 
My name is Marshall, and I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Marshall. Welcome, welcome Marshall. Welcome, my brother. Yeah, we wanted to have a, have you on today uh, for for a few different reasons, right? Uh, the the whole uh, idea and the concept of this Christmas uh, special podcast is, you know, um, it, you know, for the newcomers like yourself who are who are new to recovery, and uh, you know, first sober Christmas coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but what? yeah, yeah exactly. first one. First, yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're you're coming up on five months. Sober yeah, now? on the 19th. Whoa. Awesome. Wow. That's You're amazing, a walking, man. talking miracle, brother. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for my sobriety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, part of um, what I wanted to talk about today uh, was, you know, um, the way that we got connected w- w- was pretty amazing. And I thought we could I, we could let you touch on, you know, how, how you came into recovery. Because it really is a relating and recovery story, uh, just how this connection got got placed, how we, you and I, got connected, right? So, thought you could you could maybe touch on why we're sitting here right now, right? Yeah. How did we get here? So, uh, basically, you know, my alcoholism has been spiraling out. It was spiraling out of control for a long amount of time, and then one night I actually I lost my woman, my house, and my car in one night, and then the next day I reached out. And on Facebook, and another friend in Relating and Recovery, Kyle. Kyle, you know, yeah. Uh, Shout out, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. He uh, got me in touch with you, and then um, just all started moving from there. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all history from there. Yeah. We started, started working together, yeah. and you know, obviously during COVID, right? So uh, we just we, we've been directing everybody onto onto zoom meetings right so right. you know marshall's never ever even been to a real in-person meeting come on no no, no. never no, it's all well zoom. i guess you wouldn't if you because covid's been going on that long yeah. what you've He's, never been to an in-person meeting nope. He's a zoom baby i love this yeah and here you are sitting here uh today uh recording a, a podcast for relating and recovery that's going to reach uh you know countless people right i wonder how many more People are listening today have never been to a live meeting, yeah. but are still finding the solution to yeah. our illness. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's because of connection, man. Yeah. You connection. Know? You know, we're, we're just one small little, we're just one small little drop in the bucket, you know, starfish at a time. But at the end of the day, I wonder how many worldwide um, groups are, are connecting people in this fashion. Yeah. So yeah. what'd you think of the Zoom meetings when, when you first got on them? Um. I had to get used to them. I wasn't used to reaching out to people really in general. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, maybe it was easier for me to, to reach out on a Zoom meeting as opposed to actually physically going, you know. See, we've heard this That's, too before. Yeah. yeah. I'm so I'm I'm so glad that you touched out on that because I, I've witnessed this with other people, right? Because people can come onto the meeting without their camera on. So yeah. they're not, you know, in everyone, you know, they, they don't have their face on and, and they're they're able to start off like kind of ease their way into it. Right, and then they can turn their camera on, and they don't have to talk. Right, Absolutely. there's not some there's not some guy standing there, you know, at the door, shaking your hand, yeah. you know, reaching, pulling you in, Come on here, just kid. coffee breath or yeah. whatever. Right, so like, I got the solution. Follow me. Yeah. yeah. So, but but it it presents an, an interesting topic, right? Because we're we're seeing a lot of people stick around in the Zoom meetings, right? That are brand new newcomers, and and that was when when the pandemic started, you know. All of us in twelve-step fellowships were relatively concerned of how this was going to work for the newcomer, right? Right. And you're you're a success story of the of, of this whole this whole pandemic, right? You, so like I, I think about the person who's sitting at home right now, who's wondering because of all of 
everything that's going on with with you know COVID nineteen plus everything else. Like you know, I used every possible excuse excuse that I could use to not get sober, right? Oh, so especially right now, more than ever, there's there's excuses. My that, cable that, went that out. Oh, used. that's it. <laughs> but but Marshall's a, a you're a prime example that like no matter what's going on, we can do this, right? We can get sober. And mm-hmm. like, it's amazing to think, right? So, so after you started coming to the Zoom meetings, what, what, what steps did you take? Um, well, I got a sponsor. Um, how'd, you, you, how'd you do that? Through Relating and Recovery. You know, well, the guy I reached out to originally turned out to be my sponsor. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> nice. And uh, he recommended I do a treatment program. So I did do a 35-day treatment program. Oh, you did? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And that wasn't an easy thing to do. But, no? You know, I no. did that. Brave. And then uh, from then, I continued to attend the Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. Like I got a home group on nice. Zoom, so I do that. Nice. And then, yeah. That's, so let me going. ask you, with, with Christmas, you know, a real short period of time away, right? There's, there's, there's got to be, um, I mean, I, I'm only a baby in this program too, Marshall. I mean, let me not fool you. Like, I'm just, I'm literally just scratching the surface. I'm learning about myself. But there's fear. I have a healthy fear today. Right, of a healthy fear, right? Because mm-hmm. I recognize that the nature of my illness, you know, I'm one bad decision away from tearing this whole thing down on my head. I know that, right? Yeah. Um, so I try to be where my feet are and embrace my feelings and all these other beautiful things that the program teaches me. What, 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 what fear or apprehensions are you facing right now with Christmas so short time away? You know, for the for the new guy. Um. I don't really have that much that, that much fear, to be honest with you. The only the only thing that I'm fearing is just uh, going through a, a relationship breakup. So really, that's so that's the stressful part for me. Sure. But to stay sober, um, I know it can be hard because a lot of people, a lot of holidays are surrounded with alcohol for, for some people. Thousand right? percent. And yeah. um, but uh, I don't really. I just keep playing the tape over and over for what can happen. I love this. As, as, what do you uh, mean by that? Like. The events, all the negative events that I know that have happened in my life as a result of alcoholism and things that I've done that I would never do when I was my sober as myself, right? right? So I just play that over in my head, the full tape, and it's not just like two drinks where I can enjoy at a, at a dinner table or whatever. It, yeah, it continues more yeah. from that, and then it turns into something <laughs> a lot bigger. Sure, and it's like I can destructive. identify. Yeah. <laughs> it ruins a lot of things. That ship has sailed. Yeah, so I just do that, and then that keeps me from being able to, to be confident in just saying no to the first drink. Right. So right. That's, Fantastic, what, that's what works man. for me. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, we just got to, like, from, from what we heard from... Le, Lorraine and, and and Rick, you know, and and Joe and and Kevin, uh, all our guests today, right? We gotta we gotta keep that connection. We gotta we gotta keep talking to other guys in the program. We gotta go to our meetings through the holidays, right? Because well, I for me, I don't know about I don't know about you, Jay, but the the closer we get to to Christmas and like when things start to slow down and and we're starting to have that time off, you know, that isolation kicks in. And I have a lot of reflection, right? And it brings a lot of emotion, right? And I think that's why a lot of people struggle around around the holidays. I'm no expert, don't get no, me wrong. No. But I like I'm, I'm making an assumption there that, that that that's where that's where we go, right? And in the two sober Christmases that I have, I've had to really lean on the the, the fellowship. I gotta I gotta stay connected. I'm always talking to Jay and my sponsor, and, right? You know, so it's uh you know that's what that's what we're hoping that you know. We might get to share today with with some other newcomers like yourself, right? That 
that are like, how how am I going to stay sober through Christmas, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but but it can be done. And yeah. I, and I do like that you touched on that that whole uh, the, the premise of like you know when things slow down and we have more time because like. Uh, it's dangerous up in my head alone, right? Like, it's yeah. a scary, dark alley, right? Like, I don't want to go there alone anymore. And the reality is, is if I have more time to myself and there's more quiet time, this you mentioned earlier when we started, it's, it's an opportunity for reflection, Yeah. right? So what, it, I have a choice then, right? Am I going to reflect and I'm going to, and I'm going to um, do what I'm told to do and if I, and, and use my, my, uh, my community and use my uh, connection in order to feel, um, you know, that sense of, of, of level and when we talk about connection for me specifically i'm also talking about my spiritual connection with my higher power right yeah. a lot of that alone time for me i i use today is, a, is a tip for grounding right i'm a high energy guy i don't know if you know that about me yeah I, like this know. is i've been sitting on my hands <laughs> like know. almost well not literally but now i am there we go literally sitting on my hands um to try and contain my excitement and enthusiasm today yeah um but I really love that, uh, that that you brought Marshall on and and invited Marshall. I, I didn't get a chance to meet you until before today, man. But I'm yeah. so, super blessed that you're here, and I, I want to wish you an incredibly merry merry Christmas, you know. And uh, and to anyone else out there that's uh, that maybe uh, never been to a live meeting, or maybe you're just listening to it for the first time, or stumbled along YouTube and found this by accident, you know, and yeah. and that you can relate. Um, you know, Marshall here is a perfect example of uh, what you do. Yes, yeah. in these trying times. That's it, right? You're, you're not alone. There's a, a ton of meetings out there right now. Reach out to someone in, in recovery and uh, get connected to Zoom meetings. And there'll be guys in the room that, that have what you want, right? Reach out to them. And, and uh, you know, it's there's there's never a good excuse to, to, to keep on going. You know, it's and there's help out there. there there's a solution. Well said, Dust. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Marshall. Thanks a lot. Right on, man. Right on, brother. Thanks for coming, buddy. Right on. Thanks, man. Beautiful. Man, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Thank you, Jordan. Wow, eh? Yeah. Marshall. Uh, yeah, that was that was a great segment. Man, I you know, it, it's so inspiring to me, right? Like you talk about remember whens, right? Yeah. Like it, I, I remember my first Christmas so I was excited. I don't know. I, I I talked that I you know if I look back, I guess there was all this fear, but I didn't even embrace it that much because I was so excited, man. Hanging yeah. the Christmas lights and you know I putting up the tree. It was like there was it was like a whole new experience. It's like I'd never done it before. Yeah, you know. So a lot of experiences like in that first year sober, right? Just like <sighs> being stuck for so long. <sighs> then now to to be on the other side of it and enjoying it, right? Is it's just man. So yeah, so awesome. we have another guest coming. I can think she's pulling in, or she's yeah. coming in. There she is. Welcome. Yeah, come on yeah. in. Merry Christmas. So glad you could make it. Yes, Kim. What's going on? Welcome. Hi, Jay. How Hi, are Kim. You? Good to see you. Let's so, introduce yourself. Um, I'm an alcoholic, and um, my name is Kim. How Hi, are you? Welcome, Hi, welcome. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's good. Uh, I also work at a treatment center, and I just wanted to put that out there as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Addiction counselor. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. So we, uh, I wanted to have you on today for a lot of reasons. Not only, not only because you're you're my good friend in recovery. And the hair, the hair looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Jay, yeah, beautiful thank hair. You. Yeah. <laughs> it, been, this is, and the laugh, we can't forget the laugh. Right. It's, it's dynamite. So Kim's actually coming up on her thirty <laughs> third. Okay. 33rd yeah. sober Christmas. Wow. Now, God willing, and the creek don't rise. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you have you have a lot of experience to draw from over the years, right? So we, we part of what we're what we're trying to to do here today is is talk about you know because like the holidays is a challenging time to to 
for alcoholics and addicts to to stay sober and 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 just to be in in sobriety during the holidays right so um you know we thought we could touch on maybe some of the things that that have worked for you and that you've done over the years maybe some of the things because you got sober when you were 20 20 20 years old Mm -hmm. Now what? everyone knows my age. Thanks. Well, got sober <laughs> uh, when she no. was eight, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I can tell you things that work and don't work for sure. Yeah, yeah. For myself and for others. Uh, I, had to, I had to pull into um, recovery more so. And what I mean by that is go to more meetings, uh, work with others more so. Um, I, I know uh, different times I've even wanted to volunteer in, and feed the homeless at Regent Park. I did that one year and I didn't go alone. I took a sponsee yeah. and it, oh, it wow. totally changed her yeah. whole, I believe that was her first Christmas. And uh, I don't like to go, I don't like to go alone to anything. I usually have my car full of people and you know that. Yeah. It's like Kim's entourage, here we go, like a convoy. <laughs> I got like three vehicles Just going to a new meetings. meeting. Just you know, hit, hit yeah. you guys I'm know down. that. I want to come yeah. to the next um, convoy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And so I, um, I go to extra meetings. I do extra, if that makes sense, yeah. extra service work. I can remember one Christmas day, I volunteered at our group to, yeah. um, to chair. And then I had someone bring a turkey dinner in a crock pot, oh, just in yeah. case someone wasn't welcome at their family home that year. Yeah, it okay. Happens. That happens. And right, and I thought I don't want to do a normal meeting. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna have like a few people come up and share five minutes worth of what Christmas means to them and gratitude and whatnot. I love it. So it went over really well. I'm not sure if you were, you might not have been at that particular meeting years back. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's been different Christmases where I wasn't as happy as I could have been. And mm-hmm. so that's why I learned, I learned I need to do a little extra for my own recovery walk. Yeah. And if possible, take a sponsee with me. Dive in. Yeah, totally. In. Totally a 12 step work, get in there, be more available for people. Encourage them more to text me. Encourage them more to reach out to me. Right. Please reach out to me. It's not going to bother me. I will keep my phone on all, all yeah. night type of thing. And I'm starting now, by the way, right from Remembrance Day right to January 2nd. I started now telling people that. Yeah. Um, anybody I'm working with, I'm like, I'm, I'm here for you. You are not a bother. Yeah. So right. I think that helps them. Because you know what? Someone did it to me. My yeah. first Christmas, they're like, we're going to the Alcathon. I go, like, what's an Alcathon? Yeah. Right? It's 24-hour meetings. I'm like, that's right up my alley. Yeah. I was just going to ask about your first yeah. Christmas. So so paint the picture for us. What, what was that like? Okay, so I got You're sober in old, August. Right? So, yeah, it was my first sober Christmas. And I can remember approaching the holidays and saying to my sponsor, you know, I'm not really sure if I'm an alcoholic. Oh, really now? <laughs> really now? Yeah. So my sponsor imitated like, oh, like that. And I go, what are you doing that for? Well, that's what you look like last New, uh, New Year's Eve party. I go, why were you there? <laughs> like I literally. Why, you don't remember? <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That's exactly what happened. So I, um, he, so my sponsor said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to come to the Alcathon. Didn't even ask. We will have your a car in your driveway to pick you up, and our group meets at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, three o'clock in the morning, uh, Christmas Eve. That's our meeting slot. Okay, mm. you're gonna be in the car. We're going. I go, okay. Yeah, mm. bring some some treats, and then the next thing we're gonna do is, what are do you doing New Year's Eve? I go, I don't know. Well, we're picking you up. We're gonna have a card uh, game uh, with some fellowship, and you're gonna bring the chips and pop. Okay. And right away I was involved. Yes. Yeah. Connection, I was in connection, it. connection, connection. Uh, yeah. My family wasn't too happy, but at the same time too, uh, my mom was like, thank God. Yay, at least she's going to be sober this yeah. Christmas, right? Yeah. And um, she's going to be present. Yeah. And, that, and oh, here's a clincher. 
that I learned at the Alcathon back in 1988, okay, that first time we went there as the gratitude group, they said, what, you know, I was like concerned. I don't have a lot of money. What am I going to put on another Christmas tree for my family? Nope. The best Christmas present ever will be your sobriety. God shot. Right? God right? Shot. right? Yes. <laughs> totally right now. And I usually say it every time. And so now I don't know what we're going to do this year, guys, but I'm thinking, can we do a candlelight? Because those candlelights really saved my bacon over the years. And how are we going to do that on Zoom? Should, we got to think should, about this. Should we drop that out right now and let her know? Sure. Yeah. We are having a candlelight <laughs> gratitude meeting December 23rd. Yeah. Uh, 8 o'clock. Detail, All right. Details to follow. Thank yeah. you. Follow us. I did uh, not know this, by the way. Relating recovery on Facebook. You can get all the details. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. We're I did doing, not know this, by the way, impromptu. And so anyways, <laughs> candlelight, I usually hit, I don't know, a candlelight every, I don't know, five or 10 of them if I can. You like that many, eh? Well, every group does it, right? So you're hitting one every night, at least prior to. And again, I'm loading my car up, right? You're bringing people with you to experience that first candlelight meeting. And every group does it a little different. So it's not always the same experience. Yeah, Um, Gratitude, candlelight, whatever they call it. It's still showing gratitude at this time of year. And some people bring their children. And that is like, oh, wow. I I can remember being at, at gratitude meetings as a child with with my See? dad yeah the, the exactly. candlelight i don't remember much right but i, I just remember the the, the candles and the feeling. being at the port whippy group yeah. yeah and if i may i think about what joe said earlier about we have the choice of how we're going to look at things yeah and totally. if we're going to these gratitude meetings especially in challenging times well especially in early recovery every day feels like a challenging time let's <laughs> not fool ourselves but right? but now more so than ever with the climate we find ourselves living in once we, you know once again we'll talk the financial restraints of the covid yeah. and all the the, the isolation uh, involved yes. with that right it's almost like it's so much easier to lean on what's wrong as opposed yeah. to what's right. Yeah. And and when we go to these right gratitude on. meetings, we're 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 reiterating what we're grateful for, and that gives us a sense of of comfort that we've been longing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Loneliness, loneliness is a trigger too this time of year. Yeah. Uh, we need to help people help people feel warm and yeah. cozy this time of year. Yeah. Whatever it takes. So again, that that connection, right? Getting people getting people connected. Awesome. So fantastic. And you know, I want to, I want to thank you so much and I want to wish you the best of merriest of Christmases. Like, you guys this too. Is, yeah. this is you have be... no idea how much of an honor this was to be here. Well, you know, it's We're our so honor to have you here. Yeah. Thank you. You know, like uh, this is a, you're, 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 you're someone that I, I, I admire immensely. Thanks, so this thank is you. exciting Same. for me. Dustin, yeah. you know, Same. we're like brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From yeah. another mother. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do 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 the world a favor and, and keep being you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jay. And thank yeah. you for, okay. for all your, your service and what you do for, for all of us. Dustin, thank you. Keeping the lights on for us. Yeah. Oh, we love you. I know. Thanks, Kim. Thank you too. so much. Thank you. Okay, right. great. Just be careful can, on, uh, yeah, on the way out it. there. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Kim. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Hey. Yeah, it's... It's uh, so far so good, right? Man, pretty she, cool. She's fired up. Kim is serious energy, yeah. Yeah, I'm like super calm. Yeah. Like I'm so different. <laughs> <laughs> are we are, are we uh, on the same planet here? Uh, you know what? I've, I've been sitting on my hands. Not again. Not not literally, but. I, I've been sitting on my hands as much as possible, right? I want to just like I'm so excited right now. Like I literally want to just like I don't know. I want to start break dancing. You know. Yeah, I, no, I, I think that no. would be a, okay. No. Maybe another day. Next Christmas, right. I got fear associated with that. Um, so hey, so our next guest is our is our boy. Yeah, 
right? So relating and recovery has grown into this beautiful identity that has its own individual identity, but it's got all these moving parts and, you know, none of this stuff really would have come into uh, to fruition. I mean, it, it certainly may have happened, but it wouldn't have happened at the, in the in the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, and we can really account for the, the way the, um, the universe conspired to bring certain people together to make it happen, which helped it grow and become a, become a, 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 an a thing that's creating this connection and hope, right? Yeah. So, absolutely. you know, and I'm so excited. He's now part of the team, right? Yes. Cool. You know, the, the, we almost said the dream team, but, you know, that's not even accurate because this isn't a dream, bro. Yeah. You know, no, this is a reality. It's a reality, right? yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's bring him in. Uh, Ryan? Ryan! Come on in, buddy. Now entering the oh. ring. Now entering the <laughs> ring. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Merry Christmas, man. I know that's a busy time of year for you, brother, especially with Christmas and the holidays around the corner. So thanks for coming. Oh, you know, we, we knew you were coming. You were part of this. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like the right thing to say. Yeah, right. Integral yeah. part of the Relating and Recovery team. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's been, um, yeah, it, it's like a dream, but it's when it unpacks itself, it's, uh, you know, it's right. Yeah. You know I mean, when it just happens, you know, it's right. Right. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. But it has a, a very purposeful and intentional meaning behind it. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that, right? I love it. I love yeah. it. Introduce yourself, brother. Okay. Uh, my name is Ryan, and I am addicted to everything. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, including podcasts. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> and it's not to be a smart ass. It's just because I can make my life unmanageable with anything. Yeah. Um, it's not even substances. It's not even you know the drink. It's not even... It can be... You know, from scratch tickets to, you know, the internet. Yeah. yeah. Right? And with the holidays, maybe even shortbread cookies. <laughs> COVID's actually wreaked havoc on me. So, <laughs> you know, it's a uh, transference, right? But yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a grateful addict in recovery. And my name is Ryan. So, Ryan. so glad to have you here, yeah. bro. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So the gratitude session. Not yeah. bad, right? So I guess we're doing like a, a little bit of an ad lib sort of. You, you know, one thing what we love about you, Ryan, is that um, a that you shoot from the hip, right, and that and that you have so much to offer. And this being such a challenging time for so many people, um, whether they're a, a, a week into to this journey or you know a thousand weeks into this journey, yeah. you know we can all continually by connecting with each other learn and continue to grow and yeah. become self aware, right? Absolutely. You know, and you you've had, you've had some you've had some some experiences along the way that they could probably be very helpful to some listeners, right? There's been a few. There's right. been a few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do share one with us? Uh, well, it's like, I know like the, the theme for our session today is like it's, it's gratitude, right? Like we're, we're coming on the season of Christmas and it's a, it's a huge season for me, like feelings wise. And yeah. I don't know. But, feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, get into recovery, we get them all back, right? Yeah. Um, but what a contrast. You know, like I'm only about four and a half years into my journey. But, um, you know, the first thing I'm grateful for is that I don't look like what I've been through. Because when we can unpack like some of our, our war stories and whatnot, it's, uh, it's definitely to relate to people. Yeah. But I could definitely take it a little bit too far. But... Like, I, like for me, I have to touch on that because, you know, at Christmas time, such an important time for family and, you know, going out and, and getting ready for the holidays, which is downtime. And, you know, like uh, 
five years ago, I was the kind of guy where I'm pouring milk down the drain going, got to go to the store, hon. You know, we need milk. And then right. gone for three days, right? right. Um, that's not my life today. Thank God. Right? Um, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's not my life today. Um, you know, the, this Christmas, you know, it's the first time in five years I'm going to have a home that my kids want and live under the same roof as me. Oh, my gosh. Like, like five years in the making for that to happen. You know, um, you know um, it, it's being stuck for words, but maybe more emotion. But, you know, the events that have to happen when like I was the kind of man where I would come in the room, my kids would leave. Mm. That's the kind of effect I had on them uh, today where they're just like, Dad, when are you going to place so we can move in? You know what I mean? My daughter calling me for advice. Like, that's just, that's, that comes from you guys. Like, and when, when I say you guys, like, like, part of my circle, but like, in recovery, we lean on each other. Right. Like, how do I build to be the person that I'm supposed to be? How do I be a better father? How do I be a better partner? And that comes from each other. That comes from relating. Yeah, the, the R's are backwards, right? Right. Yeah, we, we we hold each other up. Yeah, man. Right, and uh, that's just that's like, like I'm so so grateful, right? But this program has taken me from I've stopped praying for myself, and I'm able to pray for others now. Yeah. Wow, right? What a gift, right? Imagine. Yeah. You know, it's it's like that. Like just when, for me to sit and think about that, it's like how many times have we been in a jam? Like, God, please, if you could just, you know. To look yeah, up, and like, God, yeah. this person I know is really struggling right now. Can you please help yeah. them? Right? To, to have a life where I'm not praying for myself anymore. I'm, I want others to heal. Yeah. Right? And like, that is just, that's what it's all about. I'm not sure why that was so moving to me, but it really just choked me up there for a sec, yeah. bro. And, you know, like, and going, going oh. into recovery, like, I, I had everything wrong. Like, I wanted to be better at this for this reason, better at that for that reason. And, you know, I, you know my, my sponsor, um, you know, it's it's about learning your, your how to... sponsor's a hard ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not far from here. He's um, <laughs> on the other side of the camera. Um, but it's like learning how to dismantle the gun, not improve your aim. Yeah, powerful. Right? Yeah. It's like Whoa. to live in peace and to, you know, so whatever comes... It, I'm ready for it. Can you say that again? Recovery's taught me how to dismantle the gun, not improve my aim. I just wanted yeah. the, the, the world to hear that twice. Yeah, yeah. that was that, that was wicked. I've never heard that analogy. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's uh, because I could weaponize anything. No doubt. Right? It's uh, so it's like learning how to just let it happen, and, and you know what I mean. And it's like that, and then to be like in, strong in my own skin and just feel okay with whatever it's hard right yeah. but you know like that that's the resilience and it's like like that's my my most recent awakening and it's taken me foreign change to get to that awakening so it's like you know allowing others to build a program that works for them and that was the grace that was given for me and and i'll share that that'll be my story for today is that um I talked to this person and that person and I tried to mimic different people in the program and I just, you know, I was just, I, I was foolish doing that. 
and I had one one guy in the program and, and he's a Buddhist approach type of thing. He's like, take what works for you and leave the rest. So when you hear someone share, you're just like, I love that. I love that. Right. I love that. And then string it all together and make your program. So the, this is this is the story I'll tell. Um, what works what works for you won't work for others. And what works for others won't work for you. And the story I like to tell about that is me and another guy in the program, you know, we're, we're, we're metalheads and we love concerts. Yeah. Right? Metalheads. And uh, we're... Uh, so you we're, like reggae music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, I love all of it. But like, <laughs> if it comes to a concert, there's certain bands I always hit. So we're, we stop at Tim's on our way to Toronto and we're waiting in line and there's this guy in front of us and he's just being, you know... Um, put whatever label you want. He's just being so hard and rude to this woman. And I was about to say something. And he's like, is, is it that hard? Just press that button. We're not launching a rocket. And then you know, I was like, whoa. And then <laughs> she grabs the coffee from the person who's pouring it. And she reaches over the counter and she says, tell your mother I said hello. And I was just saying, <laughs> You know, like any guy, like you tell mom anything, like you're in trouble. Yeah, but yeah. Was, I it, actually it, gasped just now. It was like <laughs> the most graceful sit down, and it's just like, whoa, like I'm gonna use that yeah. like, in the pocket yeah. it goes, right? Yeah. yeah. And like the the whole room was yeah. silent, and then you know everybody's like, right, right on. So yeah. we get to the place where the concert is, and so like I like to drink soda water with with a little bit of lime in it, and and my buddy orders like a, a diet coke or whatever. So I asked for the pops and the bartender was just like, like, can I get a soda water and a Diet Coke? And he's just like, no, I said, how am I supposed to make tips on that? And he's like, like give it us the gears, right? It's a waste of time. And so he makes the drinks and he puts it down. They kind of splash like, there you go, ballers. And I turn to my buddy with the, the new saying I just learned earlier that day. I'm just like, tell your mother I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that went over wonderfully. There's a slightly different impact when a man says that to another man, right? Oh my God. I wonder, why is this guy swinging at me? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I so just wanted a pop. It's the perfect, it's so, you know, all kidding aside, it's the perfect example of just yeah. what works for others won't work for That you. is a and fantastic way of explaining perfectly. it. Perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Bar down, man. So for anybody who's a newcomer out there, it's like, Go to the meetings, just go to the and listen. It's like when you hear, you know, you're on your phone and you hear that thing, like that's the thing you put in your pocket. That's the thing you put in your pocket. And then as you get more time, you want to thread through that and string it all together. You got yourself a program. No kidding. Right? Yeah. That's built with other people giving it to you. Yeah, and tailored for exactly right. what you need. So yeah. I'm grateful for all those people who said those things in the meetings. Yeah. Because that's the thing that I carry today. Right? So right, that's yeah. uh Ryan, I got to tell you, that was amazing. I'm so glad you showed up for our Christmas special, yeah, brother. You know? I wouldn't have it any other way. Love yeah. you, man. Love you, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Love you, homies. Love you, too, man. All so right. grateful to be taking this journey with you. Yeah, Merry man. Christmas to you and your family, brother. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Merry Christmas. Awesome, Merry man. Christmas. Thanks. That was wild. Awesome. Great. Beauty. Man, eh? Dismantle the gun instead of learning to aim. Yeah, Something man. like that. Wow. That was good. Dynamite. That was good. What a great message, eh? Ryan's the bomb, eh? Yeah, he's excellent. Makes me laugh. He really does. I love his spirit. Do you know he does stand-up comedy? 
Does he? Yeah, it's like you would never imagine in a million years what a stand-up show is like compared to the man that he is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little X-rated. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if he wants me to share that, but it was like, <laughs> it was out there. I remember when I heard him, I was like, what in the world am I listening to right now? But it was amazing. He's a great guy. No way. It's just the I'd shows like... that like in recovery, the thing, like any dream is possible. Yeah. It's yeah. all possible, man. And then this time of year, it's so nice to be able to dream and then and then reach for those dreams, right? Yeah. Oh, well, like this was this was just a conversation, right? This whole idea of a, a podcast relating in recovery it was just a conversation we had, and then it, it just it transpired into what it is today, which is just wow. I don't it, even it, know if we've mentioned the website much. It might have come up on the screen already, but yeah, you, you want to touch on the website? Yeah, the 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 website. Uh, our vision for the website is well. I'll, I'll give you the website first. It's relate www.relatinginrecovery.com. Dot com. And uh, our whole our whole hope is that relatinginrecovery.com will be a central hub for recovery information here in Ontario. Um, how the idea got started um, is you know when when we're looking to gain you know resources when it comes to recovery uh we we use things like like computer right we type into google and we have this spider web of information and what we our hope is to is to bring some of that information together about detoxes and treatment centers and resources for for mental health together in one central location so that um they're easy to find right so uh hopefully one day like you know if if, if all goes well when you think of recovery here in Ontario, um, you know, your first stop will be relatinginrecovery.com, right? Which will be a whole bunch of resources uh, at your fingertips, but local important resources that, that you can access the information you need in a moment of crisis right away. Um, so absolutely. And, and, the, and links available for all kinds of other services and, and even potentially search engines for for um, outside of the Ontario, you know, yeah. links to other search engines that may be able to help in other neck of the woods, other areas in the world. Right? Yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll absolutely. See, right? we're, we're, as we grow in recovery, the vision grows in relating in recovery. And as the vision grows in relating in recovery, you know, the sky's the limit. Right? Yeah, we just want to keep so. uh, connecting with people out there. And, you know, like, uh, as they say, I know, like, we're, we're full of cliches in recovery, but we, we want to recover out loud, right? We, we want to, to be a voice for, for people that are struggling right Amen, now bro. and make it attractive, right? Amen. Like, if, if recovery wasn't fun, it wasn't attractive, I don't know if I'd be here. You know? No, so, I agree. Uh, yeah. well, when, I, when I was in a treatment center and I saw you coming in to the Renaissance Center, and here comes Jay just to hop in his <laughs> steps, smiling. And, uh, you know, like he was, he was right beside another one of our, our next guest, actually. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I think he's here. Yeah. 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 He's here. All right. Come, Come on in. Hey, Merry Christmas, Merry brother. Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Jay. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Introduce yourself, Jay. I'm Jason. I'm an alcoholic addict from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. I'd like to thank the Fellowship 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous for my higher power. Um, can I do a prayer before we start? Absolutely, brother. I'd like to do a set aside prayer. God, let me set aside everything I think I know about you. Everything I think I know about myself, everything I think I know about my fellows, and especially think for everything I think I know about my recovery, especially you, Lord, give my thanks to you, thanks to myself, thanks to my fellows, and especially my recovery. Thank you very much. Amen, Amen. brother. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. I needed that right then and there. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. Get, get reset. Yeah, That's reset, funny. refocus. So uh, I was, yeah, I was just saying to Jay, you know, one of the. Uh, <laughs> 
one of the coolest coolest things that I, I remember from my early recovery is is you guys coming into to Renaissance, right? And you guys had just you know caught fire for the program, and you were smiling, you were laughing, and you were having fun, and you had enthusiasm and passion for recovery, right? And I was just saying to Jay, you know, like if it, if this thing wasn't attractive, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'd be here. And you you guys have what I wanted, right? Like right from the get go, I was just like, you know, like look at these guys, they're they're happy. The haircuts. He's talking yeah. about the haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, these guys are happy, yeah. right? They, they're they're sober and they're happy. Like I didn't I didn't even know that such such a thing existed. It right? exists, yeah. You know, Crazy. So like you know, I'm just I'm. It's amazing to be sitting here with you guys, right? You guys have been there in my recovery journey since day one, since I was still in Renaissance shaking. Beautiful, right? bro. I wanted to see Jason if, um, you know, I know that you, I, I know personally, but of course our listeners don't know personally. But so I, my second Christmas, um, I didn't have my mom. She she had passed away. You know, she watched me struggle my entire life. Um, I was very fortunate to be able to uh, celebrate a year of sobriety while she was still walking this earth with us. Uh, um, but my second Christmas, that was that was it. That was my last Christmas with mom. Uh, and I was, I got to, I got to buy her presents, man. And I got to see her, her face light up, you know, when no, knowing that her son was sober and had all these great experiences. But my second Christmas wasn't, that wasn't the case. There was a, a huge void in my life missing, even though I'd have found this at, at this point, I found this really great power that was helping me through and these new set of principles that I was using in my life to live and, and learn how to live sober. And then e- even more so build relationships with other people, but there was still that m- missing peace because mom wasn't here and you know dealing with loss at christmas time is a real and, and the memories that are associated with that are real and they, and they can be heavy and uh, i think you might have uh, something that you can identify with yeah, when uh, well my brother passed away la- uh, last november and uh and you know, i think it was so close to christmas that it wasn't really caught in yet it hasn't really hit me yet but uh like this Christmas, now you just talking about your mom and that. I'm getting a little tear-eyed and a little yeah. choked up here because uh, this is my second Christmas without him. And, and when me and Paul, and Paul was his name, we never got along, right? We were always fighting back and forth. But when he passed out or passed away uh, 15 months that he was alive, um, we were best friends. Like we were best friends. I was with him every day. I was, you know, I was I was changing changing his, his diaper, taking him to the bathroom because... He couldn't do it for himself anymore, right? At 50 years old, never smoked, never drank. And uh, and this Christmas is going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard because, uh, well, because the second Christmas now, it's all hit me. You know, it's all right. in there, right? And, uh, right. But I, 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 I'll get through it for sure. I'll, I'll have the fellowship. I'll have you guys, right? Because uh, if, if it wasn't for you guys in, in this fellowship, that uh, who knows if I would even would have went to the funeral or would have went to even seen him pass away, you know? I gotta say, gave me that. I love that, Jane. I gotta say, like before COVID hit, I used to go to a lot of meetings in our local area here, and I'm gonna tell you, rain or shine or wind or snow, Jason would show up uh, on a bicycle with no seat on on his bike. He was he would ride mm-hmm. in all weather, and I see. And I'm telling you, yeah. seven days a week, sometimes ten days a week, I would run into him. I was a I was a a meeting, ma- like I was a meeting machine, and Jason was probably a step ahead of me, and he was riding this bicycle with the no no seat, you know. And and the reason I bring that up is is as a result of COVID, 
I, I can go on any meeting on Zoom. Like I could be in like Barbados or New York. And sure enough, if I go through the participants, it's probably Jason Hood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everywhere. It's, you know, so I want to ask, you know, with all these new feelings and these and these fears that are associated with these feelings and, and these things uh, coming up this year with Christmas, you know, what do you what do you what are you what are your uh, strategies um, to, to manage to get through the holidays without picking up a drink? What do I just I stay close to the fellowship? I talk to people, I talk to my sponsor a lot. I still, t- like, uh, he's been my sponsor three years now, and uh, I talk to him a lot, and uh, and j- just, yeah, I just stay close to the fellowship and go to these meetings and listen to people talk and listen to their situation, because I'm not the only one that had family members pass away, too. Right? No, so, no. So I, I, listen to them, I listen to them and see how they cope with it, and then I just, uh, I just take it all take it all in, like everybody that shares, like people say, like last night I was at a meeting and somebody said to me, uh, Said, how can I, how can I live up to that, Jason? You sharing and you share, and I just told him, you're not living up to nothing. You're sharing, and you're, and you're, uh, you know, I'm just taking little bits of everybody's feelings, everybody's thing, and just live with it that way. Like, uh, like, like you just talking, just talking about your mom there. You know, I'm taking a little bit of that in and, and seeing how you're dealing with it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'll try together, to do it the same right? way, right? Yeah, and that's what we do. We're all together. We're the we program. I right. got drunk. We recovered. Yeah, right, you know, bro. Yeah, amen to that. You know, that's so, I mean, super cool. And, and and as far as what do I do? I, I just actually uh, I've been blessed with this opportunity to to like look again right back to what Joe said earlier. You know, uh, which way do I want to look at it? Right. Yeah. Uh, there is no, I mean, there's no absolutely positive way to, to to look at a loss. Yeah. But at the same time, for me, I can I can not sit with the ugly, and the and the self pity and the hurt. And, and try and embrace the lessons, you know, and, yeah. the, and the love, right? Yeah. So it, it, One thing, like, as a, I, I'm two and a half years sober, right? And one of the things that I, I hear a lot from, from stories like Jason's and Joe's is that, you know, they had these really big, challenging, you know, awful events that happened in their life, but they stayed sober. It's amazing. Like, you guys got through that stuff, right? right? And and that's that's a, that's a big deal to to someone like me who's looking at the rest of my life going, I know a lot of stuff is going to happen in that in that time, but how do I stay sober? And you guys have shown me the way. Right? That's amazing. You guys have shown me that it's possible. That's um, amazing. I, I wish I could say I was I've been sober since I, I came in October fourth, two thousand seventeen. I relapsed October nineteenth, two thousand nineteen, but I came back October twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Because I sat home and I bawled my eyes out. I looked at the big book. I looked at all the work I did. I called a couple of sponsees, and I, and I I just couldn't understand why I did what I did. And I I was blaming it on my brother's death all the time, but uh, but it wasn't. It was all it was it was all me. It was all me because why didn't he he had he was 50, alive fifteen months that he had he had his cancer. Why didn't I go fifteen months ago prior to that? You know, right? And uh, so it was all it was all me. And uh, and I came back like I said. I was home crying, looking at the big book, and. Uh, and there was a solution that you guys gave me to have the best two years I had with my brother. Yeah. The best two years I had with my brother. I, all, most of my life, me and Paul never got along, like I said. And, and he was my best friend when he passed away. And you guys gave me a solution. There's a solution out there to help me recover, to help me stay sober, to help me stay clean. And uh, and, and the fellowship and the 12 Steps of Alcoholics gave it to you. Jason, right. thank you so much for coming in, man. Your raw honesty, um, your integrity, your openness. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. 
I, I, uh, I want to wish you a super incredible Merry Christmas. I want to thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here, man. Another 24, guys. Right yeah, on. We'll, we'll, see you. You. we'll see you soon, brother. All right, buddy. Right on. Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas, guys. Wow. Jason, eh? Yeah. You know, and dealing with loss and recovery, it's a, it's, it's a real thing, man. Yeah. You know, we've all got it. We've all dealt with it, you know, and if we haven't, it's probably inevitable, going, right? We're probably going to, yeah. You know, I miss my mom terribly, but the truth is we were supposed to bury our parents. They're not supposed to bury us. Yeah. And my mom came perilously close on a couple of occasions to burying me. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You know? she's, and, and she's shining down on you, man. She really is. She really is. No doubt. So, um. I, I, our next guest is going to be fun for you um, because you, you might know this lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say, says who? <laughs> uh, so so we've, uh, yeah. we've, invited, uh, we've invited in uh, Lacey today. Lacey, you want to come in and join us? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Did you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, he's just hanging out. I'm so used to shaking everyone's hands. Y'all shake your hands. Nice. nice. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. All right. Um, my name is Lacey, and I'm Dustin's wife. Dustin's wife. Yeah. Yes. Dustin's wife is a real living human being. <laughs> She's real. We were wondering for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No. So welcome. You know. Um, you know, the reason we invited you here today, well, for, b besides you're an amazing human being and we love having you around, um, the, the reason we wanted to, to talk to you today is, is there's probably a lot of um, men and women and uh, various relationships out there um, where people were in uh, uh, one person or, or, or both parties were in active addiction and then they found uh, recovery. Mm -hmm. And then they, they, the holidays come, right? And then all the... the um, the extra uh, stresses that come with the holidays, the financial burdens, the time uh, becomes even more stretched and more thin. Um, you know, all the different things that happen with that. So what I wanted to, because I know personally, and I know firsthand um, that Dustin is a really busy guy. Mm -hmm. Like almost to the point where like just a phone call could derail him for half a day. Right? Am I oh, wrong? Oh, for sure. No, right. definitely. Yeah. And, and so I wanted to just ask you, um, when Dustin first, uh, is it okay if I specifically shoot your name out? Absolutely. Since you are my partner and you're sitting right here? Absolutely. Okay. Now, when Dustin like first got clean and sober, um, as opposed to when he was in, because we all know that, that, and everyone knows out there what, what, what our partners and our sp people in our lives were like when they were using. But in early recovery, uh, what was it like uh, living with Dustin, you know? You got some children, I think. and Yeah, so it was definitely a learning curve. You know, he went away to treatment for 30 days, and I was eight months pregnant at the time, and he came home, and I thought, you know, he's, he's better. This is good, right? He's and better. Nice. I didn't realize that was just the beginning of our journey, right? right? And figuring stuff out as far as this new program that he had to follow, this new lifestyle he had, and there was a lot of learning on both of our yeah. parts to figure out, you know, this balance. He was going to a lot of meetings, and at the time... You know, I'm just about to have a baby and I'm going, where are you going all the time? And I didn't understand. So it was, I took it upon myself to educate myself, right? I started going to meetings with him, meeting the people he was talking to, um, going to Al-Anon groups, you know, and discovering that like through Al-Anon, that was for me. That was about me, right? It wasn't right. about him. It was about myself and learning uh, about me and, you know, this disease that he has. And it really is a family disease, right? That Absolutely. We have. Yeah. had to go through this together but um you know over the last two years we've you know worked on getting a balance and we're still working on figuring it out but um, how do you do that 
How do you work on getting a balance? Because I'm sure it just ticked you right up. I mean, you had all I'm these, sure. all this, all that. Like the reality <laughs> is, is, is he was out there in active addiction. Yeah. And then he comes into recovery and he's probably gone even more. Yeah, right? for sure. Because like at the end, you know, he was home a lot. You know, he was, you know, doing his thing. But, you know, he was still around. And then all of a sudden he was just gone. Right. So, um, so uh, the only thing that changed was that he was sober. Yes. In your, yeah. You know, but... Um, it was just communication was a huge thing, you know, telling him. I felt like for a long time, I couldn't say anything against the program because, you know, he's doing this for himself to get better. He's bettering right. my life. I better just keep my mouth shut. But, Whoa, you know, through time, you know, I learned like it wasn't helping anyone, right? Because I'm just getting resentful about it and upset, taking it out on him. Right. Um, but it was definitely just through education, um, through AA and Al-Anon, um, just figuring out what... Uh, Train of thought. It's all good. Uh, yeah. we, I lose my train of thought. I just lost it three times in the last minute. That's, that's <laughs> what we do. Yeah. That's what yeah. we do. Um, so, yeah, working through through my resentments that way and figuring out, you know, it's nothing to really be resentful about as long as we're talking about it. I like that you mentioned communication a lot. Yeah. Right? So, so is that what you suggest, right? Like, so if there was somebody out there listening right now, mm -hmm. right, and they're, um, let's say, uh, uh, Bob L. And if that's you out there, Bob L, I'm just throwing a name out there and making it up. It happens to be a letter. There's no real Bob L. I'm sure there is, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and he's sitting there listening right now or, and his, or his, and you know, his wife's in the kitchen or in the living room sitting there reading a book and she's hearing over, overhearing this, you know, what would, uh, you know, what would the message you want to be? Like, so, um, cause I'm thinking communication you mentioned, right. Yeah. And, um, I guess there's a lot of acceptance on your part, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to practice acceptance. The fact is, is that, you know, we're sick and, and this is our solution. Mm -hmm. But, you know, finding that balance, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, let me throw it at you, Dust. Where do you think the balance lies? You know, well, you know, we, we hurt our spouses so much in, in active addiction. The last thing we want to do is hurt them in recovery. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I've, like at times I've had too much and Lacey's just had to, you know, come out and tell me right uh that it's too much or I, I need you to be home this week I, I got some stuff going on uh but but also it's like uh, the way it was explained to me is at the beginning I'm gonna need a lot I'm gonna need a lot of AA uh or CANA whatever the fellowship you're you're in I'm gonna need a lot and as as time progresses you're gonna be able to to start to back it up a little bit right and uh you know for me what threw me a little bit of a hook was was COVID right I, I kind of at that time, I had backed it up. I was only going to two or three meetings a week. And then COVID hit and I kind of grabbed on and I've been going to a Zoom meeting pretty much every day. And just in the last couple of months, I've, Lacey and I have communicated. She's, she's felt that I've, I've had too much at times. So I've been backing it up to meet our family's needs, right? Um, and, you know, something I'll, I'll throw out there too is like, I know it's for, for you, a big change was when you you had a lot of questions about the meetings until you came to the meetings, mm -hmm. right? Ah. And, and that sorted out some some what ifs. And, Another good good, right? good advice. It's, sure. it's when I and when I brought Lacey to the meetings and, and and brought her a part of my fellowship group that that it showed her where I was, what I was doing, and who I was doing it with, right? Love it. I think Love it. it it solved a lot of questions, and that was like, you know, so you, before it was uh, 
you know, maybe, maybe I should, you know, well, what are you doing there? Maybe I should come to the meetings. And then she came to the meetings and found out Perfect. what was going on. And then I'd say, hey, babe, you want to go to a meeting? And she'd be like, nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, <laughs> no, no, no. I know what, I know what you're doing. Around. I know what it's about now. I, yeah, yeah. I know, I know you what you're doing. It's you funny ahead. because you mentioned that. And then Lacey, she got a bit of an understanding by going to the meetings, right? That's yeah. what you're mentioning. So, I mean, I, I remember. Lorraine touched on that too, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember somebody trying to explain that to, to, to people in my life about, the, you know, and honestly, it's like trying to, to nail jail to a tree i mean <laughs> you just ain't gonna pull it off too easy yeah. right you just gotta get in there and experience yeah, it, right? it yeah. but look at you guys are you guys are both shining examples of what, what what magic love can do and what this program can do to to repair um repair relationships and repair and, and not repair uh, help relationships thrive mm -hmm. right and recover you know we we don't even realize like how blessed we are actually from living in that dark um, yeah. desperate time to where we get now, we just have a whole new sense of love and a whole new sense of gratitude, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. I want to I want to wish you and your family and those beautiful children of yours um, a super merry Christmas and thank you, thank you so much for coming thanks on. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Great job. Baby. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> hey, awesome. how's that going? You okay? Yeah, I, I'm gonna be. Okay. Wow. All right. Wow, man. You know, I hope that wasn't too personal for you, bro. No, that was that was good. That yeah. Was really good. No. Well, Lacey and I are open books for it. Yeah. We're and you know what? It's an important. Part. It's an important topic, because there's a lot of people out there, lots who are in the same situation that you guys were and are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Remarkable. Yeah. So, uh, so thanks for uh, for uh, yeah for being you, bro. No problem. So uh, you know what? This next guest, I'm pretty excited about, brother. Yeah. I watched some some crazy some crazy miracles happen in this journey of mine, and this is just another example of. Yeah. Uh, of the beautiful, beautiful uh, transformation. What do they say? Like watching the light come on in someone's eyes. Yeah. You know, there's nothing quite like that. Yeah. You know, absolutely. The, the ability to watch, and that's and that's what we could talk to this guest about today yeah. is the ability and the opportunity to watch the light come on in someone else's eyes. Right? Yeah. Especially that twinkle at Christmas time, right? Yeah. So uh, well, let's. Uh, I think she's here. Yeah, yeah. she's here. Come, come on, on in. in. Welcome. Hi. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Nice Thank you. you. Thank you for coming. Hey, hey. Nice to see you. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Would you uh, introduce yourself to everybody? I'm Jamie K. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh my God! Any better? I'd cancel my life insurance, Jamie. I I'm pretty lit up. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we got what a few days before Christmas, a week tops. So you know, there's a uh, there's some pressures and some fears, but there's excitement. You know, I got a little one at home, so it's fun. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, dust. Yeah, no. So we uh, we're we're excited to have you. We uh, we thought you um, so I met you probably what say six seven months ago now. Seven seven months ago. Yeah, seven seven, seven months. That's right. The other seven day. Months on, seven months the other day. Yeah. That's right. I was there. Okay. Seven months. Um. So seven months ago on on Zoom. Yep. In 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 meetings, right? Um. And so Jay and I were talking. We talked about before, like wanted to highlight some some pretty amazing things right like not only did you get sober during a pandemic um but um you also got sober with your spouse at, at the same time right? yes and uh, i think that's pretty amazing that's amazing yeah it yeah. was a lot of work yeah and a lot of working a program and changing everything about our lives wow including taking time apart to find our own individual path into sobriety yeah right and so, if you don't mind me asking, right at the be you you had saw some in person meetings, right? right? Oh yes. And then pandemic hits. 
So, so what are you thinking when, when meetings shut down? Well, it was a bit of chaos and fear. Definitely, there was a lot of fear around that because I was just on the cusp of becoming, a, living a clean life, being sober. And then all this stuff, the world was crumbling around us. And it, if anything, it was an excuse to stay out. Yeah. But I chose at that point, there was a very distinct turning point for me and a fork in the road, so to speak, right. where I could stay the same and keep living the misery, which I, frankly, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Or I could still try this new path, this scary path yeah. and um, completely unknown, but I could give it a try. And the, the alcoholic part of me thought, well, wouldn't that be kind of cool if I could turn this into something good, this whole pandemic and the lack of physical meetings. And like, if anyone could do it, I should be able to. <laughs> yeah, and right you know, with the, with, that's my inflated sense of ego still at that point. <laughs> right, I can relate, yeah. I still, I, I still got that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's amazing. So you obviously, you, you kind of merged onto to Zoom groups and then we, we all stumbled, like Jay and I kind of started a, a Zoom meeting. And I don't know, did you meet Brittany first, obviously? Yes, so I had been, dabbling with in-person meetings before my actual dry date. And during that time, I met my sponsor. So I had physically met her in person, which was amazing. And at least I had that tangibility to the face to the name, so sure, to speak. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. And she, I don't know what it was, she saw something in me and she just didn't let go. She kept calling me and I was I was still so confused and I was still still drinking then. And I'd see her name on the phone and I'm like, why? Why does she keep calling me? What is it? Like, how can this person seem to care so much? And the fact is, she didn't seem to care. She did. Amen. And yeah. she was there for me. And um, so then she said, I can take you through the book. And I said, oh, okay. You're like, what book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd read Nancy it. Nancy Drew like, Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I thought, okay, you know, basically at this point, I've chosen the new path. It's scary and unknown for sure. Um, the new path involves scary and unknown things with people that I don't know. Yeah. And so, you know, she traveled on the TTC during the pandemic to bring me my big book. Imagine. And brought it to me in person on, when I was um, living on a boat in the Toronto Harbor. And I'm sorry, did you say you're living on a boat in the Toronto Harbor? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you got sober with your spouse in a little boat in, in the Toronto, harbor. During the pandemic. Wow. <laughs> well, at that point we had separated. Okay. We wanted to get sober <coughs> on our own. Yeah. So that we could come back together. Wow. So yeah, That's it was beautiful. It was pretty crazy. It. And then it was because of my sponsor that I started attending Zoom meetings. And because of her that I ended up with the nightly review, I think it was like the fourth or fifth Zoom meeting I had gone to. And that particular meeting you were talking about, you were, was the first week that you were changing it from being five nights a week to seven. Okay. That was my very first one. I remember this now. Me yes, too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And, yeah. and then my brand new sobriety there, I had these faces on the screen and I was getting this love that I can't, I don't have words for I can't speak about it. The way that it feels to be seen and heard truly for who I am with all of my faults and have 
Grace. I have these people Grace, for sure. that I've never met virtually holding my hand through all of the, the, the struggles of early sobriety. They say, you know, that, that often we hear that, um, you know, they, they loved me until I could love myself. Yes. You know, that's very, very true. Right. And then, and then as a result, um, so I, I don't know, I, I don't know, I'm sure Dustin can relate. Um, there's a whole new dimension when you go through some of these, you know, when, when you, when you, um, you go through these experiences and they allow you to grow, right? You have this self-awareness and then you grow some more. Um, and then you get an opportunity to take what you've, you've learned. We get a chance to take our mess and let it become our message. And, and, and you have an op- and we get these opportunities now to share with another person who was just like us, but hasn't gone through that process yet. And then we can see the light go on in their eyes, you know? Um, what, where are you in your, in your journey as, as far as that? Right? Well, I actually spoke for the first time. What? Um, How'd that, that would go? be, that was October 3rd that I did that. I'll never forget wow. that day. No. That's awesome. And Anyways. it happened quite fast. And Liberating. I, well, you gave me the chance. Oh, well. And so I, someone I gave, it. someone gave me the chance. Exactly. Right? So. so that was the start of it. And then I had the opportunity that God presented to, actually become a sponsor just recently Imagine and her willingness and her courage is just outstanding and it's I can I can understand now why my sponsor kept calling me right I can understand why she was there on the phone going through the book with me answering my questions I can I can understand and I'm not so baffled by it because I want to do the same thing for this young woman. Right. And I see the potential in her right. that she doesn't see in herself yet. I love this. And and I want to be there for her so that I can help her through, and, and especially when it comes to the things that I know were difficult because I was just there. Yeah. And On a boat <laughs> in the Toronto Harbor. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> and yeah, so it's... Um, we're, we're just new to this. I'm new to sponsoring. And so it's taken a lot of uh, prayer and strength on my side and Beautiful. courage. Yes. And, you know, she seems willing to trust me. So. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> perfect. so if we're going to take something away from all this, the reality is, 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 uh, is and you've given some great hope and some great, some great message and a solution, you know, as to what we could do early in pandemic sobriety. Um, in order to find this solution and still be able to reach out and help others, right? Yeah. I'm so excited for you and proud of you. And uh, I, I thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having I me. I want to wish you you and your family an incredibly Merry Christmas, right? This is going to be a, a Christmas to remember yeah. for sure. I'm Keep actually trying. excited about it this year. Imagine, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that earlier yeah. today. It's, yeah. a, it's a part of getting sober, right? Yeah. Being able to uh, be in the moment and shit. actually share these moments with our with our family instead of take take yeah. from them right and so. remembering them is kind of cool yeah. <laughs> right on just saying All well right. thank you so much right. very thank much you. have a fantastic christmas thank you thank you very Merry much christmas. awesome good job all right wow so you know what i was thinking when jamie was uh, sitting here the whole time she was i mean i got lots out of it don't get me wrong i was thinking about other things too but that hat that she was wearing that was dope did you not did, i thought that hat would be perfect for rick m 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Add to his collection, huh? Yeah. He's got the best hats. I know, but that best. would have been like the that would have been like the shrine at the top for Definitely. sure. <laughs> Anyways, man, this is stuff. going great. Hey, eh? like I'm getting so much out of this and uh, it's powerful and I'm hopefully the people listening are getting some some, some inspiration and some hope here. Yeah, Jamie you was know? inspired. Uh, that that was so cool. The the way that she described coming coming to her her, her first Zoom meeting and, and the way it made her feel and the way that people wrap their their arms around her in the fellowship it's just amazing you know and, and she felt that over zoom love loved until you could love yourself and, and living on a boat in the toronto harbor that's <laughs> yeah. these are these are these are real situations right yeah so wow. anyway that was great and but check it out guess who we got it i can't wait for my next guest you know yeah, yeah he fires me up um same here i think he's here man Oh yeah, oh, there yeah. He is. Merry Come Christmas, Glenn. Merry Christmas. Welcome. Hey, Glenn. Good, Good to see you, see buddy. Good to see, Good to see you. you, brother. Right on. Rock and roll. Thanks for coming, brother. Good to be here. Yeah, no, we, got a, we, got a, we got a five days a week, something like that, whatever, a week before Christmas. So amazing. Yeah. Time flies, eh? Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's a lot of a lot of reflection going on. Reflection, so, the word of the day. So, so why yeah. don't you introduce yourself and let uh, let everyone know who you are? And... So my name's Glenn A. I'm a drug addict and an alcoholic. I've been in recovery for about 15 years, sober for almost 12. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. So yeah. I've uh, changed careers. Uh, I've uh, managed to rebuild my life to a point where, well, never quite satisfied with anything. I feel you. But, <laughs> but ya. the contentedness, I remember when I was at a, a meeting at a hospital in London. I wasn't in the psych ward at that particular time, but we held a meeting <laughs> for people in the psych ward. Okay. And I remember the the chair specifically stating that I really don't want anything to do with recovery unless I'm content. Okay. And that really stuck with me. And I've never forgotten that. And it's about how am I going to wind up getting that contentment right. instead of trying to shoot for this kind of phantom of happiness. Sure. Uh, and so digging into that spiritual piece and learning about contentment uh, and learning about that middle road, the middle path that the Buddhists talk about yeah. was so important because my brain, as I talked about in the last episode, loves new. I want new yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. back in those Christmases many, many years ago, when someone yelled out, ho, 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 I'd go, where? <laughs> yeah, I can identify. <laughs> Where is she? And that, that's the kind of, of company that I was keeping. Right. Uh, and so nowadays, and trying to, not trying to go for that, that extra jolt and pulling myself back and also being really reflective, but I, I'm not immune to um, any of those pulls or any of those wants. And keeping in this whole path and this, this community of recovery, and this is why I love what you guys are doing. So, and to have an episode like this where people can be so depressed and so isolated and so down on themselves mm -hmm. for a myriad of reasons is just an amazing thing. I mean, they might not even know that they are. I mean, sad is a real disorder. These things are really happening, right? And, uh, and, the, and with the COVID, we mentioned this a few times today, the challenges in, are today are, they're different. You know, the, the financial, um, the financial, uh, um, Hardships are, are have always been with us and with many of us, but um, but they're exaggerated today now. Like they're they're enhanced today, right? I mean, there's a lot more uh, a lot more people out of work, a lot more people uh, struggling uh, in that regard. And then we got the isolation and the separation of the families and um, and all these other all these other things that we have to balance in here and still, you know, find the 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 the, the half cut the cup half full uh, way of thinking in order to to find that peace in our in our hearts, right? And what are we feeding? What are we feeding our soul? What are we feeding our spirit continuously? Because 
every time I turn on the television, there's just something negative. We just seem mm-hmm. to thrive off this, or maybe we've been trained to thrive off this. Amen. And so on top of everything else that's happening, and then you wind up lopping the holidays. And I don't know about you guys, but I fell into more than one Christmas tree oh, and, and wrecked yes. Christmas sure. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of, of having no memory, no recollection, and saying I'm sorry just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Right. So all these ghosts of Christmas past keep coming up. Yeah. Now, they certainly aren't as emotionally anchored to me as they used to be, but I had to be really, really careful. And one of the best pieces of advice that my sponsor gave me is like, Christmas only is is assigned christmas only means what you assign to it so uh, he said you get to choose what this actually means to you you Mm. don't have to wallow in ghosts of christmas past you don't have to think about all of the destruction yes it's a part of you this is what can propel you forward but at the same time um you don't have to assign any significant meaning really it can be just another day so it can have religious connotations if you want. It can be celebration if you want. But I don't know about you guys, but you know, when I was at home and I was watching uh, television or listening to the radio, and everybody's happy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, now we've got Instagram, which is everybody showing their fake presenting selves and yeah. how wonderful yeah. their life is. Yeah, yeah. I, And I'm thinking about, oh my god, I feel horrible. Look, everybody else is having such a wonderful time. Yeah, right. Christmas carols are getting gifts. Yeah. All the people at television, they're all smiling, and I'm not. And and it's not an accurate representation. And I need other people around me to ground me in that reality yeah. continuously. And there's nothing. There's nothing like trying to help another human being. Amen. Because ultimately, there's always somebody worse off. Yeah. Right? And we go back to that gratitude. Right now, I know that there's somebody halfway around the world fighting over a bag of rice that just got dropped from a helicopter. Right. Yeah. And that's not me. Right. So why why can't I feel at least a little modicum of gratitude? That's heavy. That. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So so these are the things I I, I try to remember and not to to uh, to assign too much meaning to it and but there was a lot of battles in the beginning sure not being able to see my daughter was a huge one. Oh, and that's yeah. a common it right now that's huge. that's a, that's a huge problem for a lot of people especially, especially right now especially yeah. in early recovery too right oh Where double we, whammy we haven't we haven't patched things back up yet it's there's yeah. so much there yeah and we need to hang out with people that are going to not only divert us from those type of of wallowing self-pitying thoughts uh, but that can also uplift us and remind us about what the end goal is right and of course practicing these principles in all our affairs and patience to be reminded of that right uh, my brain man can just run away yeah. with something and oh. next, next thing I know, right, it's, uh, it's, we're not in a good place. <laughs> I know. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and, and, and being in, in treatment um, over Christmas oh, two times. So two times. Two times. In, over, Christmas. over Christmas in treatment. That's just the way the universe decided to have it all laid out for me, I guess. Oh, yeah. And, and both, <laughs> both times. Well, I remember the first time in particular that there was no phone calls. Mm-hmm. There was no visitors. Uh, no one wanted to talk to me. Right. Uh, and so uh, this was part of the resolve where I was in. That was the safest place I could be because that is where I really got the first bit of clean time yeah. that I needed to have in many, 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 many months. Uh, and, and of course, you know, I, I didn't quite adhere to the post-treatment plan, which is why I wound back up there. Yeah. Again, I have no idea what again, you're talking what about. What happened about that? <laughs> uh, so, but... 
it was one of those things over the holidays. I started to watch. Um, I was in treatment over Christmas the first time. I wasn't in treatment the second time over Christmas. And then the third time it was over Christmas again. And uh, I got to watch the way that other people that were coming into the treatment center that were helping out the volunteers, what they were doing to keep themselves occupied. Mm -hmm. And the people that seemingly didn't have a, maybe a huge support circle that were early in recovery all came back to that treatment center mm. at Christmas. Right. And I thought, this is amazing. This yeah. is great. This really will work. Not only for them, but that it'll work for me. And I understand that uh, I have to keep surrounding myself with these people. So those feelings, though, I, really because of the camaraderie and treatment, it was, it was the best place I could have ever been. And, and I know that working uh, for a treatment center, I mean, I know that now when we're, we're coming up to Christmas, which is very mindful for people, everybody's trying to dance around getting into treatment in Christmas. Yeah. Right. And thinking, oh I my know, God, it's the best place yeah. for you to be. It's the safest place for you to be. Imagine. And if you can't be in treatment, at least have a really decent support system right. that's around you. And what are all these things? I was going through some of my notes uh, just briefly about, I would run some classes before any holiday, whatever it was, Thanksgiving or Easter. It could be your birthday. It doesn't sure. really matter. Yeah. Anything of significance uh, that has a special meaning for you. I, a lot of the things that were applying back then now don't really apply with COVID. Yeah. So we just don't get to go wherever we want. Right. right? There isn't any Christmas sober dances. There isn't yeah. these big gatherings right. in people's houses anymore. Yeah. Everybody's being kept at arm's length. Uh, but Wherever we go, we know that 12-step meetings, if they're on Zoom or not, are ubiquitous. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah. The idea is sobriety is found in relationship that I found anyway. Right. Relationship with a higher power and relationship with others. Yeah. With each other for sure too. Yeah. 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 It's huge. Beautiful, so, man. Yeah, yeah. It brings me back when I think about the times that I was, you know, those two times I was in treatment. The emotional roller coaster. Uh, but I was grateful because I got I got to have some clarity in right. there, and, yeah. and and some of the things I remember uh, being outside of the treatment center I was in the first time, and and I said to this old guy that we were smoking out front, and I said I'm really starting to think clearly. He goes, "It's a real bitch, isn't it?" Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went into treatment with yeah. two problems and yeah. I left with twenty two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. all of a sudden I got to think about my legal matters, <laughs> my my child matters, right? My my alimony matters, my like all those things yeah. I have to keep going. Yeah. So uh, it, it's an incredibly special time of year, but it's the double edged sword. Absolutely. And if we're not prepared for it. Because how many times did we used to think about things really before we did them? You know, uh, I don't think ever. <laughs> I wasn't a, process, a consequence processor. I didn't have that ability to say, if I do this, this will happen. I was yeah. doing it and then dealing with it, right? Mm -hmm. But what do you suggest people do to prepare for that? Yeah, well, do what they're doing now today, hopefully, and then just amp it up. Yeah. So if they're if they're part of a recovery support group, typically, I mean, there's a lot more. Well, I just think there's a lot more meetings, but there's a lot of meetings that are around, mm -hmm. especially Christmas Day. If you find yourself wallowing for any reason, you're going to have to start to reach out to your support network. Yeah. You know, you pick mm -hmm. up that 500 pound phone most definitely. Yeah. The danger of going to these big parties really isn't prevalent at this particular point in time, yeah. but you may have to see family that's going to wind up bringing out some negative emotions. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's the always have a plan B. Yeah. Always, always, always. And that really goes with anything in recovery, I think. So 
if, if anything fell through, no matter if I'd made a plan and I was really looking forward to something yeah. and it didn't quite come into scope or reality, I always made sure there was something else, especially if I was going to a place where I might be uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'd always let myself stay for the shortest amount of time and then have that exit strategy. Right. <clears throat> for sure. So, and, and if I wanted to stay longer, I could. The other thing, uh, if we find ourselves going to places where other people may not know we're in recovery, yeah. <clears throat> you really want to bring someone with you that's in recovery. Right. Buddy system. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. Then that way you can't really get caught off guard right. where that, you know, your mind goes to these funny places, those mental blank spots yeah, that we talk about in the book. You have one. Nobody is around you in this whole room, maybe this family gathering or whether friends, old friends, work friends, whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, someone says, do you want a drink? And automatically you've said yes so many times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's ingrained in you. Yeah. But if you've got somebody with you that's in recovery, then, you know, you can be accountable to them. And that's huge. That accountability, yeah. it could save your life. Yeah. yeah. And, and I always said, you know, because we want to walk that line about telling the truth. We don't want to make up a lie. No, and you don't want to get down dead into that. It's like, oh no, I've got to bring my cat to the vet in an hour. Yeah. No, you don't even have a cat. <laughs> yeah, so, or, a, or a vet. Or a vet. <laughs> or a vet. <laughs> I got to bring my vet to the cat. Wait, 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 wait. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep my life straight. Uh, there's, oh. <laughs> uh, again, I cannot identify. <laughs> so we want to tell That's the truth. And life. really, the easiest thing for me to say was that, you know, I, I, I have to meet somebody. Yeah. Right. And and that's it because I'd always call my sponsor ahead of time and say, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that if I'm not safe, I'm gonna gonna try and meet you or call you. Yeah. yeah. That was it. So I didn't start down that path where I was I was in conflict again. Am I telling the truth? Right. Am I not telling the truth? Right. It started with awareness that I was going to a situation because I would share my plans. Right. So uh, I remember when I had a plan uh, in treatment. And I shared it with my sponsor. And basically he went something like this because he knew I did all this by myself. He's like, you know, Glenn, that really is one of the best, most comprehensive post-treatment ideas and plans I've ever heard. He goes, there's only one thing wrong with it. And I said, what's that? He goes, you came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and as, yeah, as we, other yeah. people got involved in this post-treatment plan I had written down, it was called the 168, 168 hours in the week. And I was trained to start marking everything down, which really bruised my ego. Because oh, I'm sure. a smart guy. I should be able to keep it all up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm marking it all down, so that, that served me on so many levels. One, there was some blind spots right. that I couldn't see yeah. that, that people helped me with. Two... When somebody from when my bad ghosts of Christmas past would call me up right? and ghosts. or just people I really shouldn't be hanging out with, especially in early recovery, yeah. you know, these people have a tendency to, you know, find you again yeah, find, sure. you know, in, in a lot of instances. Yeah. And I would have this this plan up on my fridge and be like, yeah, let's get together, you know, Friday. I like, yeah. no, can't. Yeah. I'm already busy. Yeah, sorry. Because I've already laid it all out. Yeah. I knew yeah. what I was doing. I knew right. what my leisure time was Oh, I love this. And uh, I knew where my meetings were. I, I thought about this this morning again, which I often do. Is like, what did I do the first thing this morning as I made my bed? Structure. I always have to have that structure, yeah. which just all goes by the wayside. But when I had that up there, it really served me well 
after the holidays when I get into treatment again, because you know, the people that we know, the festivities don't usually end till July right. and they start up again in August. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So uh, I had all this all planned out. So it was really valuable for me to do. And uh, getting back into the, to the strategies in terms of, of what to do as the holidays are upon us, it really starts with that awareness. Mm-hmm. And if we can keep that in mind and reach out to other people. Oh, and I was sharing what I was doing. So he's like, what do you do in the following day? I was share with my sponsor. Like, what are you doing tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, what's this guy want to know? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so knows the it. heart. Because, yeah, it's like, well, you know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm getting up in the morning. I mean, by this point in time, I mean, I, I I'd made a ton of mistakes. So I think I was a little bit easier to handle, right. but, but, you know, during, during the, the first bit where I tried to coast on this by myself right. and all, and hold back a lot of things because I just didn't really want anybody in my private life, right. uh, which was a, which was a big mistake. Uh, but the more that I allowed people into my life and that they could see the ideas just started to flow. And they started yeah. to flow in the right direction. Nice. And I really kind of slipped into that stream of recovery. And because I allowed myself, because I was honest, to be open to right. these things. And I was willing. And some of the most incredible things happened to me in the places where, I mean, I didn't want to go. Right? right. I mean, my brain is just like, oh, you don't need to do this today. Of you course. don't need to go that today. <laughs> yeah. I, and I get the greatest gifts for, for things that I, 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 you know, my brain is like, ah, oh, you don't need to do this yeah. right? So just, just to show up and the gifts I'm getting, the gifts I get, the gifts I'm getting right now are incredible. Uh, right? I can identify with that. But, but don't think my brain didn't say, you know, I, I, maybe you should just do something else today, right? right? You got Hell this yeah. going on and that going on, right? I'm like thinking, stop it. For what it's worth, I said the same thing this morning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Like, stop it. Like, so you, it's just having that 1% extra willingness yeah. Then that other one percent. That's all it takes. That's it man. That's all it takes. Game changer. Right yeah, huge. Well, right. Uh, that, that that's amazing. What, what do you think? I don't know. You're blushing. You're like lit right now. Like your eyes are fired. Glenn Glenn gets my my brain just firing on all cylinders. I got things to think about now. Okay. Yeah. No. And uh, and and the truth is, is like you know what? This is such an important message and such an important time of year. They, they they always are important, as you mentioned, but there seems to be some sort of new sense of vulnerability amongst people's feelings. And it, it, there seems to be some attachment. Like you, you mentioned, what do we, what do we, uh, you know, how do you, what do we make the day? But um, there seems to be an attachment um, emotionally. But I think there's also like, like we've talked on, with a lot of our guests today, a lot for a variety of reasons, right? Some people can identify and attach the loss of loved ones. Some people can attach um, the, some of the, some of the best times in their lives were like, you know, waking up as a child and running out to the Christmas tree and, and seeing the stocking and whatnot. And, and others didn't have that experience. You know, they may not even had a Christmas tree. Yeah. Right. So we have such a, a diverse, unique uh, attachment to that day that it's just important for us to, to stay grounded. Right. And, yeah. and, and take this and have these plans in place. Right. <clears throat> so, so true. Eh? So true to mention that <clears throat> a lot of us didn't have good Christmases or they were peppered. Sure. You know, some were, some weren't yeah. depending upon, and you know, some Christmases were lean, some Christmases were tragic. Right. Uh, some Christmases, uh, you know, had very, very happy memories and we've got all this. And so uh, just be very mindful about not drifting back and, and keep in mind, you can assign that meaning to whatever, whatever focus you are trying to accomplish, which is tr- hopefully being contented, you know, being happy, joyous, and free, yeah. but you don't have to assign any particular meaning to that Love day. It. You just don't. Right. Same with your birthdays. 
Same yeah. with Thanksgiving. Same yeah. with Easter. You just don't have to. You can open that back up as we or you emotionally grow yeah. and you can handle more and more stress. We talked about is your brain can start handling more and more and more stressors. Right. I mean, today, an average day that I go through, there's so much stress in it that like, literally one-tenth of it back in the days when I was drinking and using would send me right Take me back, right back out. Yeah. 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 So I have to Same. build up that resiliency over time. And if this is your first or second Christmas sober, be very, very aware of what you do. Be extremely methodical in your planning. And it's okay to say no. No is a complete sentence. Sometimes yeah. we forget that. Yeah. Right? I, I know no. for a long time, one of my main strategies was to people please. Oh. It's like, can you do this? Can you do that? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, you. yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I'll do it to the point where I'm burnt out and resentful. Yeah. So I got to be really mindful about that. But I don't know much about balance. So it's a lot of trial and error yeah. right. to find out. And sometimes we can get pushed right to the brink, especially during the holiday Balance, time. yeah. yeah. So, it's a beam in a gymnasium or something, isn't it? Yeah. And I didn't know there was all this <laughs> recovery remember. community, man, that was happening around. Yeah. Right? So things that we can now listen to. You guys have filled such a huge gap in, in terms of, I mean, podcasts are wonderful anyway to begin with. But to have this uh, that people can listen to and uh, that inspires hope, that they know that they're not alone. And hopefully that will just wind up triggering for them in a good way that they can reach out to somebody, yeah. that, that, right. that there's other people that, that right. think like, like they do. Uh, and that's it. We're not alone. No, and then that's a great point to, to make right at this. Well, we should just reiterate um, the Facebook group relating in recovery. And that's that's where all of the, these right. are branching from. That's where the connections are being made. Right. And that's where you can find up like-minded people. And, you know, and this is where we are not alone. Right? That's Absolutely. huge. That's huge. And yeah, uh, yeah and, and you can talk to us. Yeah, you can reach out right, to yeah. anybody. We're all, yeah, we're all on we're it. All we're all there. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Everyone that's uh, that you're hearing today is uh, is involved there. So yeah, such a great thing. Such yeah. Great so you know what? I want to I want to thank you um, so much, man. Uh, on behalf of Relating Recovery, and um, you know, and and my family, I want to thank you for my sobriety. Right. Awesome. Um, we're super humbled and super blessed to have you here. You know that. Oh, well, and it, it back and forth, brother. Like it all. We're all part of this. Yeah. And, right. You're helping me keep sober today, guys. So yeah. thank you very much for that, man. Yeah. Right on, man. Awesome. Merry Christmas. Okay. Merry Christmas. Thanks, all right. Merry Christmas. For sure. Thank all right. You. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, brother. For sure. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Done, brother. What just happened? I know. Like really, Glenn. Uh, man, he's brilliant, eh? Unbelievable, man. He takes my breath away. That guy. I, I don't know if you noticed. You like you were like. Dustin, how do you feel about that? I had nothing. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Again, and another one with the hat. I yeah. can't see Rick wearing that. No. I, you know what? I think Rick can pull off any hat, though. He's, yeah, man. He's got quite the arsenal. So uh, I, I'm super stoked about our next guest, yeah. man. You might know this guy. I do. I don't know. You want to introduce? Yeah. Um, I, I think I see him there. Garnet. Come on in, brother. On Merry in. Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. What's up, Dad? <laughs> What's up, Dad? You hear that? His father is in the house. How you doing, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Merry Christmas, eh? Merry Christmas. So we got like a week, five days, something like that before Christmas? Yeah. Nice, eh? How's that feel? Yeah, feels yeah. good. Yeah? Feels good, yeah. yeah. You, you want to introduce a, yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I'm an alcoholic. My name's Garnet. Hey, hey Garnet. So you've had a few Christmases uh, without a drink, I suppose, or what? Uh, yes, I have. One yeah. or two? Or yeah, I my, got my dry dates November 12th, 1990, so... November 12th, 1990. Yeah, so I've had a few. Yeah. I've uh, 
I've been sober since then. Yeah, that's crazy. So listen, when he, we, we're doing this thing today to, to help um, people in a variety of different situations. And, 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 and we've had a variety of amazing guests here, right? And uh, maybe you could draw on some of your experience to talk about maybe what, what worked for you or you know what didn't work for you and what, what people should expect as, as the years yeah. go on. And uh, Well, quickly, what didn't work for me was everything before I got to this program. <laughs> True. Uh, and when I got here, I was, uh, you know, like, Dustin's talked about it a lot, you know, the gift of desperation. I was desperate for something different. And this program taught me all the things I need to learn. Now, it took time. And my first couple of Christmas, my first Christmas was, uh, uh, I just followed. You know, I, I hung out with some guys and I got directed to some certain people and they just said, come with us. Right. Do this. And uh, I was willing to do anything that you guys told me to do to stay sober. Uh, I stayed very close to the program. Um, it, uh, it, it's uh, I think about it now. It's shocking how 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 well I adapted. Like I was looking for something. Yeah. My whole life, I, I was looking for something, and I didn't know what it was. And I just knew that what I had before wasn't good. So, yeah, I just I just held on with everything I had, you know, had to, for up Austin Hummus. Nice. Yeah. So nice. what did, what did you do some of your first Christmases while you're you know, in early recovery? Uh. Well, my first Christmas, uh, my family at the time um, hadn't changed so much like my brothers and sisters, my mom, all that father. My first Christmas, uh, I went up to Bancroft where my parents lived and I got there and, you know, I was pumped up because I'm sober and, uh, you know, this is going to be a great Christmas. And I get there and they're doing the same stuff that we always did before. And I got a little bit frightened. Like, what am I going to do here? And... Uh, I'm leaning on the kitchen window, looking out the looking out the window, thinking, "Am I going to stay sober this weekend?" And right across the road, there's a car. I don't know this guy. There's a car with a bumper sticker on it, "Friend of Bill." Godshot. Yeah, Godshot. So my 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 first one that I really took notice of, you know. So anyway, my shoes are on. I'm going across the road. Wow. I knock on this guy's door and I introduce myself, tell him my story, and we're on our way to a meeting uh, about an hour later. Going down absolutely to a meeting on Saturday night. Come on. And, you know, like, <laughs> I never would have did that before alcohol and I was Because right. I always would tough it out myself and sure. take the, you know, the stuff that ended up with it. You know, like, just, you know. Um, but I did that. And uh, that really opened my mind up to that uh, I need to ask for help. When I feel out of sorts, when I feel messed up at Christmas time, especially because it's not my favorite type of time, I need to help. I need help. I love that, man. I need help. What an amazing, amazing share. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Let me... What, uh, what else? Uh, was there anything else over the years that you did, uh, like through through the program that yeah. uh, helped you, like service? and Yeah, lots of service work because, again, back then, um, I always called the <clears throat> two by four, you know, AA. Like, they just... Nobody said, uh, we should try this. They said, let's go, and we're going to do this. So one of the things we did was uh, went down to Regent Park on Christmas Day, served dinner, um, you know, hand out what we had, whether it be clothes or food or our own time. And again, that, yeah, that was totally foreign to me because my time was my time and it yeah. was everybody else. But one of the things I was taught that I, that I need to give back. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, it was very important to do that. Uh, and then to be present at Christmas, you know, because I was always, you know, drunk under the tree kind of thing. Everybody Straight just always up. talks about that, you know. Yeah. But I was there. I was present. I was, you know, 
this is before cell phones and stuff. So you couldn't sit around with your family and be on cell phones. You actually had to be present. And uh, I gave them my 100%. What a what, gift. Yeah. What a gift. Absolutely. So, uh, so this is your what, thir- 30th Silver Christmas? So we, 30, yeah. Am I correct? So if that's, okay, so November, what did you say? It was November 12th. November 12th. Yeah. Today's, no, this, well, that was about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait a minute. So then you just had 30-year medallion. 30 years. Did you have a medallion? Because no, I'm going to be honest, I've never seen a 30-year medallion. Well, Do I you, can't show you. Can one. I, I was going to ask you if you could show it to me. <laughs> really? Yeah, because of COVID, I didn't get one. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you show them this one, Dad? There you go. Awesome. Well, how about that, eh? Thank you very much. So for what it's worth, Dustin just gave his own father a 30-year medallion. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll show you this, Jay. You can see one. If I can get it out. It's stuck in here. The light in your eyes is making my eyes light. There you go, eh? Look at you. You, you are a walking, Three talking X's. miracle. Three awesome. X's. You, yeah. you can, I'll take a look at it when we're finished. I, I yeah. am absolutely, nice. uh, Thank you. I'm absolutely amazed and happy and, and overjoyed yeah. for you, man. Yeah, it's good. Gold you know? a little bit nicer, but. <laughs> I got to say, like, you know, look, as, as one of Dustin's brothers. Um, That's nice. Thank you very much. You know, and as and, and, and someone who can identify with, uh, with a child in active addiction, I can, um, I know that, uh, that you are somebody that's an example to me because we know that we can only be an example to our children by doing what we have to do yeah. in order to give them a safe place to go to when the time is right. That's and right. you've given that to your son, and your son is now living proof Absolutely. of what what can happen when Shows when these when, when, when the miracle is ready to be happening, right? Yeah. So you you are an incredible human being, and you deserve all the joy this Christmas. And, uh, and thank, thank you beyond much. measure yeah. Yeah. for all that you do, this. man. Yeah. You know? Awesome, thank you. Congrats, Dad. All right, All right. thank Congratulations, you. Congratulations, man. Happy 30th. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Have have awesome. Yeah, have a yeah, great... We're out. We're out. Have, yeah. have a great... Have a great... Have a great drive to the golf course. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was cool. Wow. How are you feeling? I... Emotional. Did you, like... Did you... Because you were going to say some words. Did you just, like... Like, I I had tears blocking my words. I was I was really feeling emotional. But, I had uh, to jump in. It's so cool. Uh, you know, wow. Obviously, you know, because of COVID, I, I don't think that would have never happened, right? So uh, <sighs> that was really special. You know, that's I'm seeing a theme here, right? Like we have, it's so easy for us to sit on that and dwell on the all the the the, the negative of COVID, but all I get. It's positive, man. Yeah, Everywhere I turn. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I have not been intimately affected. You know, no one I know has, has, has succumbed to this illness. Uh, yeah. You know, I haven't lost a job. I haven't really, you know, I haven't really had any financial punches to my gut that's changed my life, right? So I, it's it's a bit biased. But all the blessings are just so, so incredible, man. Yeah, that, that, that was a really, really cool moment. I, uh, and it, it's neat because we're, you know, we're re- recording a video today. So, uh I get to I get to keep that moment with my dad for forever. That was forever, really cool. bro. Yeah, I, I just want to say, man, I'm I'm super proud of you, and and I'm, and I'm I, that was amazing to watch the tears swell up in your father's eyes, right? Yeah. And I, and I I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that that was um, the healthy pride, you know. Yeah. He's looking at his boy, right, and he's looking at the surrounding that his boy's in right now, and he's looking at the state of your life, right, and now 
And now his son is giving him a 30-year medallion to recognize his significant contributions to, to, to the world, right? Yeah. Wow. That was, uh, that was something special, man. I'm going to carry that one with me for, for a long time, forever. Yeah. I'm okay. really excited about this next guest. I, yeah. I haven't got to meet him before, but you've been like telling me some amazing things yes. about this guy. This guy's a, he's a true soldier, eh? Yeah. Sober so soldier. Someone that in, inspires me very, very much. You know, I'm, I'm excited to have him on. I think he's here now. Yeah. Is that, there oh, he is. Oh, yeah. Ow. Nice. Hello, guys. Well, okay. How What's you doing, on, man? Hey, buddy. Good, Good to, to see you. Yeah, man. Get a hug. Man. Hey, yeah, Welcome. man. Welcome. Merry Christmas, man. So, so we'll start off. Uh, we'll get you to introduce yourself, Al. Yeah. Hey, how you doing now? Good, how's it going? Good, man. Pretty lit. Yeah, I'm an Aquarius. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> oh, right. That, was that the intro you're looking yeah, for? Man. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Something just like got, that. I like short walks. I don't yeah. know. Long walks. I don't know. <laughs> I was, was kind of joking there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I was glad uh, to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad you came. Um, as I said, you know, uh, obviously, you're someone uh, that I look up to in recovery. Uh, you've inspired me since day one. Uh, you know, going to meetings, listening to you talk and walk this, watch you walk this program is, yeah. uh, it's been amazing. Right. Um, so I, I felt like it was, uh, it was a no brainer. I wanted to get you on and get you talking and I just cool. knew it would be golden no matter what, which way we go. Nice. But you actually have a lot of, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like you have a lot of experience to draw from, especially to what we're speaking to today. Right. With, uh, you know, being sober in the, the Christmas season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, as as we've touched on a few times today, um, you know, uh, being sober in the holidays uh, for alcoholics and addicts, you know, presents in a a challenging time, an emotional time. Right. And uh, actually, you I think, you know, you actually went to treatment during the holidays, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about (laughs) that experience? I mean, I will. Like I I, um Anytime, anytime you ask the question of like, how is it to be sober over the holidays, right? Like, I always think of my friend Warren. Did you ever hear Warren A. share? I, I haven't. No. Warren's funny though, because he'd be like, he's kind of, he kind of has the attitude. Well, you know, Christmas is hard, but yeah, like a good day is hard and a bad day is hard. Yeah. Right? It's hard to stay sober on a rainy day and it's hard to stay sober when things are good and it's hard to stay sober when things are bad. Yeah. And, um, that's the kind of philosophy that I kind of take is yeah. that like, um, is that like if for us that are true alcoholics and addicts like it's hard no matter what right <laughs> yeah you yeah know, it's hard to Thursday. stay sober through the summertime <laughs> it's hard to st- stay sober through march break anytime yeah right yeah. And, um, that's a good point absolutely yeah. man i think the thing that for me with christmas that was always so loaded was that um the expectations oh you read um, that'll killer yeah that'll killer man and like i came from a very privileged upbringing so like christmas was always filled with like wanting things and um and this like kind of crazy energy surrounding family that always happens at Christmas time. Yeah. Um, and this wildness that us as alcoholics and addicts like really tap into, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And um, and for me, it was also a time like I could come out with the way that I drank and used and stuff. Like um, everyone was in that mood of like celebrating and stuff. So it was yeah. like this one time that I could like drink like I wanted to and like manipulate you for money like I wanted to and like all those ways right yeah yeah like, just be I like that like everyone, natural everyone was like in us. that vibe right? yeah like everyone everyone's in that vibe right um so that was there and then you know I think of like someone who's built a family since I've been in recovery and I have small children and um I have siblings and I have relationships that are still like in sobriety these times of holidays are still difficult, right? They still bring 
bring on the same sorts of like feelings, right? Feelings. Yeah. You nailed it, right? Yeah. Different emotions and feelings, right? Yeah. Well, dealing with your family, dealing with relationships. Stresses. And, yeah. Um, and like you mentioned, the good stuff too, right? Yeah. The attachments that we put with that, with the positive yeah. energy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so easy to get lost in the good stuff. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. So well, we did we like, but we like, you know, when my sponsor asked me, are we talking about recovery? Like here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like when my sponsor asked me to do a fourth step, right? He's like immediately the, the columns of people that we resent. Like he's, he says immediately put on your family, your partner, people you work with, people in recovery, like immediately. Right. Like we don't get along with, well with those like in our inner circle. Right. Of course yeah. not. And yeah. so like times of holidays are like these four situations to be with those people. Right. Right, so it can either come off like very well or, or like very badly. <laughs> sure, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, true, man. Especially in early recovery too, everything's very extreme, right? Like, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. like, like my good is really, really good, yeah. and then my bad is really, really bad. Oh, right? like what Glenn talked about in ten was about the the inability to process the stresses properly. Our neurotransmitters just aren't firing. Yeah. Right? yeah, you know, we don't have the ability to 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 accept it the way we can grow to learn to accept yeah. it, you know? Or we build up these big expectations, like I'm sober uh, now, this is gonna be the best Christmas yeah, ever, and right. I'm gonna make it good for my kids and my wife and my grandparents. And then it's like, what does what happens? The show doesn't come off as planned, right? Yeah. The show doesn't yeah. come off as planned. And we like go, planned. we dig in a little deeper, right? right? We try to make it perfect, like a little harder, right? And we're like, I'm working so hard to make this the best Christmas ever, don't yeah. we see, and like, you know? Yeah. So I've experienced that in sobriety, and um, you know, like I was, I was, um, I'm coming up on a sober date and I went to treatment in October and I kind of got bamboozled into going to treatment. Like I thought it was going to be like a, tw- a 12 day spin cycle or like a 30 day vacation. And it turned into something much longer than that. And so when I was like in early recovery and like in another country and, and like imagining myself, like poor me being alone on Christmas, you know, I had just lost my mom. Right. And um, I come from a family with like a lot of siblings and stuff. And so I really was like thriving for that support during that time. But I didn't have that. I was in treatment in basically an institution. Right. In another country. And mm-hmm. thinking like this is can I swear? Yeah. Go ahead. Like I was just thinking like this is the fucking worst. Like like this sucks. I hate this. I want to yeah. go home. And um, and, you know, that was my mental state at the time. Right. You know, and like but like looking back at it, it's like I had my like that was the beginning of this journey that's changed my life so drastically yeah. and that's been tr- so trans transformative for me Imagine. right and like, like in that moment of like feeling so sorry for myself like um by sticking it out like i was able to have this life that i have today which is like something that i could never have done on my own or never have done if i like gave into that thinking of like fuck it i'm going home yeah, yeah. like i need my christmas which the reality would would have been probably like go home get fucked up yeah right yeah yeah and i and i want to i I definitely we got to circle back to this for sure Mm -hmm. um but before we continue dustin was telling me you're involved in some grassroots organizations of some sort in peterborough ontario a little bit yeah yeah i mean that's where i'm from like the a big part of my the way that i stay sober today is that um is through intensive work with other alcoholics and addicts and what that looks like is like trying to help people like navigate getting sober and and or getting well and um and so it's experiencing that and experiencing like all the barriers that we have in our community and that get in the way of like people getting the help that they need right um has has like forced me to look at like my part in our community and what i can do to help amazing Um, brother and then also like raising children like like 
actually in the same environments that I was raised and my friends were raised through, like the physical same places. Right. And like like feeling almost like deja vu. Right. Like taking my kids to school or feeling almost like deja vu, like being downtown. And like and like thinking of all the people that like aren't here with us or who are on the street or who are in jail or who have experienced like some of the stuff that I've experienced. Right. And like looking as a father and someone who works now in Peterborough, like trying to like make it better for us. Right. Love yeah. it. Thank um, you, man. Yeah. So Thank awesome. you for everything. So is, is there anything so, that you maybe wanted to touch on uh, that, that you're working on in Peterborough that. Not really. I would just like to like the thing that I would pass forward from my like learning how to like trying to get engaged with my community is that most of the answers in enacting change like take place politically right i found and so um if this is something that like your listeners want to get involved in in their communities um i would urge them to like use their voice and also get engaged politically because th- those are the people in power that have the ability to make the changes that we need it's amazing alex thank you yeah so to circle back so when you when you went through treatment over the christmas holidays it, it made me think of something here it's like um, so my, my daughter, she's, uh, she's, 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 she's wired like me, right? Yeah. How are you, know? you wired? I'm wired differently than <laughs> most of the people yeah. I know. Well, not anymore. Actually, <laughs> most of the people I know are wired similarly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not what the, what the, the, the term, uh, normal it would be considered, yeah. right? I'm not, I can't drink with impunity. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I can't drug with impunity and I, and I, you know, and that's just the way it is for this alcoholic. Right. And, um, my daughter's wired like me mm-hmm. and, um, She's had, she, just like a lot of us, it's been really, really difficult um, to, to, to see through the mud, to see any, any glimmer of sunlight, right? And, and sometimes when you just see a little crack in the door, you know, you have an opportunity to just kick it down, right? And, and I think that's, <clears throat> I'm getting the vibe and I don't attach myself to outcomes anymore, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not naive to the, to the nature of this disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas or no Christmas, I, yeah. I, I know that when we have, when it's time to do this, there has to be no reservations. We have to go all in. There's no half measures. And um, and you have to want it more than anything else in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm getting the, that sense of hope with my daughter these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so you're aware, like uh, she came about two weeks ago um, asking for help. Mm-hmm. Like that was a miracle for me, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and a blessing. But at the same time, it was just the, it was just the, just the scratch of the surface mm-hmm. of the journey, right? So she is going to be in treatment for Christmas. Amazing! I know, like it's huge yeah. opportunity. It's a, it's, it's, a, 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 it's, a, it's amazing. It's exciting. But there's a lot of things that's attached to that, right? A lot of different fears, a lot of different emotional roller coaster rides she's going to go on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a recovery uh, sponsor. I'm not. Uh, I'm actually really just a guy who can lead by an example. And then love her from a distance until yeah. she finds her. So the, let's the ask her about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. We're going to bring her in. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Ashley, All right. Come on in. This is my daughter. Uh, my daughter, Ashley. Hi. Hi. Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Hi. Hey, Ash. You, you want to introduce yourself, Ash? Hi, I'm Ashley. Um, I am just Jason's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm a addict in early recovery. Um, like Dad said, I'm I'm starting um, treatment soon, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, never done anything like this before. Um, but yeah, today I am two weeks on the dot, yes. uh, clean and sober. Yes. Um, yes. 
and it's and it's a different experience this time around. Um, so I had I have um, almost four years in the past. I was clean, but I wasn't recovering like I thought I was. Um, I I did a lot of the things that everybody else in recovery did, but I never I never followed the full recipe that was given to me. I thought I could do things on my own. I thought I I thought I was still in control. I thought I still control. I could do it on my own. I know it's, it's an illusion I'm learning. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And yeah, I go into a treatment on December 14th and I'm super, super excited, <clears throat> terrified. Um very, very terrified. It's they're very scared, but um but I'm really excited to start this new this new journey and to do it with the motivation and the tools and um and with the support and the family that i have too right yeah. so yeah what do you think alice amazing yeah amazing yeah when she talks about the fears what, what should she expect when she goes in what, what kind of things uh can you relate to or hear i mean <laughs> like you know the deal right like we all know the deal you know it's just like the delusion of like like the whole idea of like that my life is unmanageable you know like what that looked like for me was like being shot out skin green transparent like like 10 days off methadone calling my family back from detox saying like i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> like let me back to my life right let me let me make these decisions for myself right and i had to give all that up including the idea that like i wasn't going to be well unless i could spend christmas with my family you know what i mean and um yeah, I just, for me, I just, I, I don't actually, I, I wasn't like, I had, I had a million reservations. I don't identify with like the guys who come in and just want this with everything they have because I didn't, sure. you know, I knew that I wanted to be off the dope and I wanted to be off methadone and that was it, Right. you know, and, but that was enough to carry me because to do that, you guys told me I had to do certain things and I was willing yeah. to try those things. Right. Right. Willing. But, but, and you know, I had some semblance, semblance of control. Like I could, I could juggle the substances around or like go here or there like or get this re little relief here or there right but i always went back to what to what i did i know? totally can relate and, with that um, yeah and like from a little from a young age like i always wanted to have this power in my life and this control and this decision making right because i felt so powerless right so when you told me like i had to give up not only the substances but also like my whole way of living and behaving and acting you know <laughs> that was like something that took a lot of practice you know no, for sure. but it was those little decisions like like, like, Al, stay in treatment, don't go home for Christmas, right? Move to this halfway house, don't go home, right? Continue on with this recovery. Like, those little decisions, looking back on it now, were, like, hugely, hugely important for me. Because it took a long time. <laughs> it took a long time to get it, you know? I think my biggest fear, and um, not holding me back, and holding me back, but... Um, I haven't been excited. Uh, I was explaining it to family last night. I haven't been excited over Christmas in a really long time. Um, this time last year, last Christmas, I spent it um, in severe withdrawal. Um, is it okay that I share this? Please do. Okay. Um, last Christmas, I was in severe withdrawal. Um, I was donated a lot of gifts for my kids, which was amazing. But I ended up taking those gifts, unwrapping them, and bringing them to Walmart so that I could go get a gift card yeah. so I could trade that for drugs. Um, so that I can get myself out of withdrawal so I could not be sick, so I could potentially go see my children, which by the time everything was said and done, it never ended up happening, and my children were disappointed. And and I was disappointed, and 
But I, I see here I am 14 days now, right? And that was a year ago. And even with disappointing my children as much as I did in the past, it's it's funny how, not really funny, but it's it's just insane the way that we, that we continue to live our lives, you know, no matter how many people we hurt, even if it is our own children. And so part of the thing, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm just so grateful that I get to give my son the gift of me being sober this year. Um, and it's a shame I'm not going to be able to see him on Christmas Day. But doing it the way that I'm doing it and going to treatment as soon as I can, no matter what day that falls on, is only going to set him up for down the road, right? And then that way, if it's like if I didn't go... That puts me at risk of relapse and potentially never spending another holiday with him ever again, right? Um, whereas, yes, I might not be able to see him Christmas morning, but this is setting me up so that I can spend every year with him exactly. potentially down the road, right? And I'm just, I'm so, I've been living in this state of gratitude for the past two weeks. Don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of ups and downs where um, I'll be dancing on the path with the sun shining one minute and, and singing in my bedroom and the next minute I'm bawling my eyes out in the shower and my emotions have been just a constant roller coaster and it's it's been it's been a ride but but just the state of gratitude that I've been living in right and just doing exactly what everybody in the rooms have been have been sharing with me and and dad's fellowship everybody they say do it this way this is the recipe you want what we have do it like this and similar as you before before in the past i just wanted to get off the dope i just wanted to um or just get out of the jam ex- get everyone exactly. off my back make everyone think i'm good like exactly yeah. and yeah. tell them whatever yeah. i have to tell them so that <clears throat> they think i'm good and reality is is i was just damaging myself and i wasn't being the best version of myself which reflected in my children and that's the thing that best version and that's like when when you talk about like a higher power right like like the very best best version of me exists within me and so does the most low down, dirty, rotten version of me, right? The one that I give into. And so like this program is about tapping into like that best that best self, right? That's what it does. That's the, the root of it all, right? And if you look at the big book, like it talks, there's the chapters, the family afterward and to the wives and to the employer. And they talk about these people in our lives that hold on to this ideal of like the best us, right? And they put up with so much bullshit because they know like, deep down we're good people yeah right and so like and so like my i was in my when i was using and drinking like i was so disconnected from that like good version of myself not good morally just like just like the right version of myself you know what i mean because like this is not a moral thing it's not a moral failing that that i used and drank the way that i did and it's not a moral victory that um i'm sober today you know what i mean but but um but yeah like the, the difference between like what how, how I know I'm supposed to, to be and like how I actually am is like was a lot when I was using him. Mm-hmm. I can really just, uh, thank yeah. you Alex appreciate yeah. that I can yeah. and actually everything you said uh, just screams hope yeah and hope same with you the most beautiful four letter word outside of love right yeah and, uh, and that's what you and that's what you're, you're you know and that's what you're by sharing this honesty today is what you're giving someone else to. And the yeah. funny thing is, is like I've heard so many stories of the unwrapping the Christmas present. I, yeah. Like I've heard that I, so many times. The twelve step the guy who did that, like it's like it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it is. And, and I can identify with a birthday, a birthday bicycle for Noah. Right? Yeah. I, I totally get it. I get it. Yeah. So. Well, you know what, you guys, we're really super, super grateful that you could come by this close mm-hmm. to Christmas, and 
and join us on this on this incredible special that we're, we're hoping to air. And Thanks awesome. again, Al. Yeah. And thank you so much. So Thanks, I love everybody. you so much. I by love the way. you. I'm so right. proud of you. So proud of you. I love you, baby. Awesome. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks, right. Al. Thank you. All right. Have a great afternoon, right, guys. Thanks, Brother, did you okay. hear that? Did you hear that? What I hear? What, Matt? Oh, it was amazing. Man, it's just like, it made me think about like a lot of things, right? Like we got to be aware of our behaviors. It doesn't matter if for me, drugs and alcohol. For me, relationships. For me, ice cream. For me, anything. Excitement, non-excitement, people, places, things, right? It's yeah. all the same. It's my behavior, man. You know, and then I'm still spinning back to like about the whole one before we were talking about Ashley and the treatment and like, how do I like all those reservations and all these things? And if I have to let go of certain people because of these code of behaviors, all these things, like how, right? So I was thinking about um, the two monks that were walking along the riverbank, right? And they see this, uh, this, this lady and she's got, uh, she's got like a pole there. And she's got like some fruits and vegetables on, on these baskets and she's bringing it to her village. And the, the, the monks have this, this vow that they're never, ever to touch a woman, ever, right? And there's a, like an older monk and a smaller monk, right? And they both look at each other, and the older monk just sort of looks at the smaller monk, and he walks over because the river was almost raging, right? And he scoops up this woman, right? And he carries her across the riverbank, right? Like so? Yeah. And he puts her down, right? And the little monk, he kind of crosses the river as well, and then they, they look at each other, and they start walking on their journey, right? They're walking for miles and for like an hour. And, um, you know, the, 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 it's quiet. They're walking in silence. But the little monk's mind is spinning the whole time. And finally, he can't take it anymore. And he says, brother, brother, I must ask you. I need to ask you. You have a vow. We vowed never to touch a woman. And there you are touching a woman. How could you do that, my brother? And the older monk looks at the smaller monk and he says, brother, I picked up that woman on one side of the river. I carried her across the river and I put her down. Why are you still carrying her? You know? And it's like, it starts with making a decision yeah, to let these things go, right? Yeah. That's where, that's where, I mean, that's where we talk about my reactions and my actions, the thing. That's an action that I can take. It starts with a choice, right? Yeah. Man, this is going to be a great Christmas, bro. Yes. I think so. I hope so, right? Yeah, I don't I don't see why I mean I'm gonna choose for it to be a great Christmas. Yeah. I'm gonna make that conscious choice, right? Yeah. You know? So I got I got some exciting news, man. What's that? Our next guest. I don't know if you've ever uh, actually met this woman. She's uh she's fired up, man. She's 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 done a ton of service and she's uh helped changed countless lives, you know. One of these givers, right? Um, one of these people like that has been able to take her mess and turn it into a message, right? And just be able to share that. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's a powerhouse in my, in my mind, she's a spiritual giant. So I think she's, yeah, she's here. She's here. Come on in. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Merry, Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hi. Nice to see you. Hi. Good nice to see you. you. How are you? Good, good, good to see you. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yeah. You want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name's Kim. I'm a very grateful recovered addict. Fantastic. And alcoholic, yeah. and uh, all of the above. All of the above. Welcome. I can relate. <laughs> Welcome. So, so how, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm yeah. pretty excited to be here with you guys. Christmas is like right here. Man, right? Another yeah. Christmas. And this is going to be a very different Christmas from what we're used to. Yeah. A lot of different things for people. Oh, yeah. For it's been sure. a different year. 
Oh my God, right? <laughs> yeah, it really has. It's impacted the lives of a lot of people, especially the people in recovery. Especially. Yeah, yeah. it's really, really been uh, challenging for a lot of people. Yeah. On the other hand, it's also been amazing for some people because you're speaking in meetings all around the world and right. hearing speakers from around the world. So it's pretty cool. Zoom and yeah. zoom in here and zoom in there. Zoom in everywhere. All I want to do is zoom and zoom, zoom, Remember zoom. Remember that? Zoom, oh, zoom. Yeah. That was a good tune. That was a great Shake song. Shake your rope. <laughs> play it right now. <laughs> Let's have a dance party for this segment. We should. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Maybe yeah. at the end. <laughs> so we, we thought, uh, you know, what some things we could, we could touch on is this, uh, you know, just talking about what, what your you know your first Christmas was was like sober, or or, or your first Christmas before that, right? And <laughs> oh, and then okay. also what it what it looks like today for you. And we thought we could touch on your experience a little bit, or you could touch on your experience, right, for us. Okay, well, um, there's like there's year one and there's year zero, right? Yeah. So um, I remember uh, it being attempting to be in recovery and uh, getting a few months under my belt and thinking I got this and. Um, you know, my entire life, uh, I, I, I was using from the time I was 17 years old. And, you know, I'm already, at that point, I was 45 years old. And I was trying to, to live sober. And um, I had a couple of months in and I went downtown to see my friends. Because those were the only people I knew for all those years of my life. How else could I do a Christmas? So I went downtown to see my friends. And, of course, I wasn't going to use. I was positive I wasn't going to use. And um, within no time... Just like, you know, just like we know, um, all of a sudden, I don't even know how it happened. I didn't plan for it. But all of a sudden, there was drinks in front of me and, and dope in front of me. And the next thing you know, the sun's rising the next day and I'm right. still there. Right. And, you know, um, it's a pretty bad situation. And I remember what is really um, horrific about this thing is I bought these bright red candy red boots that went way the heck up here oh i got a pair of those yeah right <laughs> and i was like trotting up and down the street trying to look all this and all that at christmas time and um what happens is i, I you know i i go off on the bender and I'm, now i'm so just heartbroken and my family's heartbroken and and now all i am i'm walking up and down the streets now trying to get money right and gotcha. all i can see is my boots like i all it's all i see is the red boots i just want the I just want the world to open up. I just want to die, right? So that was my year zero Christmas. Gotcha. And what I learned from that is if you do what you always did, you get what you always got. And Amen. that's exactly what happened to me. Um, my very first sober Christmas uh, was incredible. It was I, it was funny. Um, I had not yet been totally immersed in the solution, but I managed to stay dry. And uh, there was a lot of amazing things that were happening. And one of them was that, you know, my kids were so excited. My kids were so, so thrilled that mommy was sober and that, you know, we were going to have this Christmas. And I went crazy. I overcompensated. I spent every dime on the planet, you know, because I was trying to make up for like, I don't know, 14 Christmases. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, there like a pile of presents under the tree was ridiculous. But um, it was just amazing. I can identify with that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just yeah. trying to, because you're trying to yeah, over, overcompensate for all those yeah. Christmases where mummy yeah. wasn't there. Feel you, right. So now mummy's here with a vengeance. Right. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I but that was, I still remembered um, having a moment sitting around the Christmas dinner table looking at these, my two boys with their, they're just so lit up. And we're having, um, you know, a Christmas dinner and, and uh, you know, there was, we played Christmas music. We did all that stuff and it was just phenomenal. And, uh, you know, and I'm so grateful for that, nice. you know. Uh, so now 
you know, it's been a, a few Christmases. Right. And, you know, it's, I still get the same thrill out of it. I still do. I get the same thrill of it. Because my, my boys are not little boys anymore. Sure. They're in their 30s. Right. But they, you know, when, when we're all together, I'm just so grateful that I, I'm blessed that, you know, whatever that power is, saw fit that we could all still be there together. You know, not everybody gets that opportunity. Not everybody. So, no. uh, you know, I'm really, really grateful for that. It's actually you know? very difficult right now for a lot of people because they have the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. They have zero connection. And that's what we're hoping to do today mm -hmm. is, is create some sort of form of connection, you know, mm -hmm. between relating and recovery and all the other platforms. But this is what we're hoping to do is, is to connect people with one another. Absolutely. Right? I've heard it said that the opposite of addiction is connection. Correct. John Harry. And, yeah. yeah. And so that's really, and I really believe that because when I'm connected to people, when I'm connected spiritually, when I'm connected to the world around me, I'm okay. A thousand percent. But it's when I drift off yeah. and I start, you know, what I am convinced of at this point is that um, when I start to, when I start to sort of drift away and feel unhappy, it's because I've disconnected from that, my source, whatever that may be. Right, I've right. disconnected from it. And the worst things get is because it's the further away I am from right. it. Right. Yeah. And, you know. And then we're not, we're not okay yeah. at that point. Yeah. I, I don't measure up. I'm not good enough. Yes. I, you know, yeah. I, I totally relate to that. And then my yeah. perception goes sideways too. Yeah. That this means this and that means this and this means that. Oh, big time. Well, and I'm usually yeah. wrong. <laughs> if not right, always, right? right? Yeah, Remember, that's the same brain, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Listening to the same brain that told you to do all those crazy things back then. It's not always a great idea now either. Right? What would so. you suggest, Kim? Um, anyone that maybe like is celebrating, um, um, you know, their first Christmas right now, and they're in these, uh, and they're in, we're in these challenges, we're in these different times, you know, because they, they maybe um, we may perceive things as challenges, or we may perceive them as even as blessings, but. Um, this isn't a unique Christmas. Um, there's going to be a lot more separation than normal, you know, and if someone's in early recovery, um, I believe you've helped quite a few um, young ladies in this journey. And, you know, what would you what would you tell the people that you sponsor, you know, right now as to, to what behaviors to watch for and, and things to oh, be yeah. things to be conscious a lot of. of stuff? There's a lot of stuff. Uh, one of the things that uh, one of the most important things is make put your sobriety first before anything else anything you put before your sobriety you will lose right. right so that's really really important um you know if you make new traditions make new tra traditions for yourself you know if, instead of getting drunk and jumping in the lake polar bears when like you know something ridiculous mm -hmm. like that you know get together and maybe do a guided meditation with people you care about in front of a fireplace or something oh that sounds you awesome know, like when are we going create new traditions <laughs> right yeah. you know um bookend certain things which i mean what that means is especially if you have like uh, issues with relatives and stuff like that and sometimes you're obligated to be with the relatives and there's there's you know issues around that bookend it bookend it maybe call a sponsor or uh, or um, you know somebody on the journey that has your best interests at heart before the event and maybe right after the event right. you bookend, bookend it, right? It, right. so that really helps because like the that. only thing you're thinking about is oh, I can't wait to get out of here I'm gonna I'm gonna call my sponsor she's waiting for me whatever right right so that helps a lot um, you know, uh, make um, always be, don't be afraid to say, because, you know, you get the really exuberant people that will say, you know, have a drink, come on, have a drink, right? Or or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to say, I can't, I'm allergic. That's the best thing. Just say, I can't, I'm allergic. You say, I can't, I'm allergic. People will respect that. Yeah. If I, if you try to give me peanuts and I say, no, I'm allergic to peanuts, you're not going to try to force me to have a peanut. 
right? <laughs> That's absolutely true. So they're not going to force me to, if, right. I, if I look at them in the face, I can't because I'm allergic. Because it's the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. So, it is the truth. Know? And yeah. then that's another great strategy that we've learned today on, mm-hmm. on how to how to handle these situations when we when we come up against the, the wall in these situations. And yeah. and you know, and here and, and it's it's funny because you said when we when we don't when we're not disconnected when we're disconnected from that power, and then of course the longer we're disconnected from that power, the harder it is to get back mm-hmm. to the power. And I know for me, I've been, I, I, I try to stay on that beam, but the reality is I'm always just a hair above it or just a hair below it. That's my journey. I'm always right there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm all, but I'm always seeking. And, and that allows me the, 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 the freedom in my life still at this point, <clears throat> at this early stage of my journey. But um, that, that lock of power could be like instantaneous and it could be like for a split second as quick as a mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to heed this advice that you say to have these strategies in place. Yes, because if I lose that power... And I have a thought, that's all it could take to take me down and pull this thing down over on my head. I need to be able to have a plan in order to prevent that. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't forget, don't ever forget that one of the biggest characteristics of our disease is something called a mental blank spot. Yeah, it's scary. Right? Yeah. Right? I can't, in that, in that moment, I can't remember why I didn't want to do this stuff in the first place. Can't even remember. It doesn't come into my mind with enough force to stop me. I love that. Right? It's so true. So, yeah. I love Absolutely. that you brought it up. I didn't mean I love the mental blind spot because believe me, I do not. I have some history with that. <laughs> right? Yeah, me too. A little bit. A little bit. Right? Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah I, you know, on behalf of Relating and Recovery, can, um, you know, Dustin and I and, and, uh, and Ryan and everyone else in the organization, we're really, really humbled and honored that you came out this it's so close to Christmas. We know it's a busy time and, you know, we know that there's uh, other challenges in our community, but, and, you know, you're busy helping a lot of people do a lot of great things. So, yeah. you know, we really just wanted to say thank you. You, you know what? I, I, I wanted to say something too. I, I've, there's, my dad's a sober member uh, of, you know, in, in recovery and um, he, he always told me to watch what people do, right? And I, I've become a watcher uh, at meetings and one of the people I've watched is you. I've had the privilege of, of seeing you in action and, and being of service to other ladies in the program. And I just want to say thank you for your service. And, and, and I, I admire your walk and, and I'm, I'm watching, you know, you know, because I'm learning, right? Yeah, so, it keeps so. me on my toes when I know people are Whoa. watching, so that's yeah. good. So, so thank yeah. you, right? Yeah, I, I've, learned a, I've learned a lot from you already in just a couple of years. And I haven't, I haven't been around you as much as I'd like, right? But um, uh, when I have been, uh, I've just been in awe. You know, you have a presence about you and, and you're so willing to give. So so thank you. Yeah. God bless you both. Thank, thank you. you. Merry Christmas. Thank Kim. you, guys. Thanks for coming right. in. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Hey. Hey, that was, that was another great segment. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, she's one of the sister fellowships, I think, Cocaine Anonymous. Yeah. Man, she knocked it out. She's uh she's something else, man. She's she's a light. Do you know she's um she's like a, honestly I know I've thrown this term around a lot today, but it's because of the guests we've had. Like yeah. she is a spiritual giant, man. Yeah, she is walking, talking proof of of how this program changes lives and transforms yeah. lives, man. So what? so humble too, right? So oh, humble. I know. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> we've had some incredible people on today. I yeah. just uh. It's been, been a great day so far, and we got we got more incredible guests coming up right now. How you feeling? It's been a long day. Yeah, getting getting a little How's tired. How are the eyes? Uh, I don't know how how are the eyes. Oh, I mean, are they heavy? <laughs> I got it all. Yeah, a little know. bit. Yeah, yeah, but but it's all been worth it. It's been uh, it's been an amazing experience. Yeah, it really and has. It's, uh, it's not done. It really has, and it's not done. We're just getting yeah. warmed up. Let's welcome our next guest. Yeah.
All right, uh, introducing, uh, yeah, if she can introduce herself. Come on yeah, in. We, come on she's in. not a stranger to our show. She's been on our show before. Yes. You know, she brings a lot of, a lot of great, uh, great stuff. Welcome back. Hi, Welcome guys. back. Nice to see us. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name's Jody, and I am a very grateful alcoholic. Jody. Jody, Jody welcome back. Yes. Awesome. So uh, you look great. Yeah, you look amazing. Thank you. It's Christmas. It I, I know. In the spirit, right? I, I know, know it's a little early, but not uh, really. We got a week. It's a week. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. But with everything going on, you know what? It, this is we need. We all need this. Yes. We all absolutely need this, right? So. Yeah. Definitely. We find ourselves in a climate where we're we're being uh, we're being limited in our resources, right? Absolutely. And this is all about connection. Absolutely. You know? And and you are a spinning, shining example of connection. You bring people together on a regular. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So we wanted to, to, so we did episode six, uh, season one together, right? And we yes. talked, we talked to the kids. That was a powerful uh, yeah. episode, and it, it generated a lot of conversations after that needed to be had. I'm sure it generated conversations in households all over. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, it, and it, if anything, if nothing else, it, uh, it 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 invited more questions. You know, about what should we do and how should we do it, and you know, maybe this, maybe that, right? Mm-hmm. So it created dialogue. Yeah. You know? And that's huge. Definitely. So, so we thought it would be a, um, this being uh, um, Christmas time, it'd be kind of fitting since all three of us are parents, yeah. and all three of us have uh, the same same uh, uh, same Christmas COVID Christmas, I guess we'd call it, right? <laughs> the COVID Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and we have all. Uh, I mean, there's financial challenges and all these things that we've touched on already. Yeah. Um. You know, how does that look to you? How does that look to you, Jody? You know. Well. I- being in the program is an absolute blessing, right? Because if I wasn't sober, I wouldn't have my son for Christmas to begin with. Fair. Um, it is a little challenging. I am an only parent. So the financial burden, it's definitely a little bit more difficult. Um, but I, I'm blessed with the community and the village around me, right? As yeah. we all are. We. Right. This is our connection, right? We Hell are yeah. each other's village. Boom. And uh, it, it's amazing. Um, the greatest gift is the fact that I understand the concept of time, Right. Because here's Teach the thing. me, please. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So it, it's amazing because as much as we want to buy and give and all of those things, at the end of the day, kids tell love by time, by right. the time we spent with them. And I would give up everything in the world just to have that time. That's all we need is the being present. Yes. It's not about the presence. It's the being present. Oh, beautifully said. Be where your feet are. Be there for these guys. These Absolutely. Kids. Yeah. Imagine. What about you, Dust? How does this Christmas look to you, being a father, as a in that role, you know, yeah. in recovery? It's just, uh, it's you know, it's still early for me, right? This would be my, I guess, my, yeah, third sober Christmas. Second, yeah, third sober Christmas. Think about it. Sound guys laughing at me. I know. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> Words laughing. Muhammad Ali said, "Don't yeah. count the days; make the days count." Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I, I found you know that given my, given you know prior to getting sober that what that looked like in comparison to what my last couple Christmases has looked like feeling a lot of gratitude at, at, at Christmas right like last year we uh we got the the presents tucked underneath the Christmas tree and you know like I said put the the stuff out for for Santa and uh I just got like I just got overly emotional and like Lacey and I you know had a cry right because of how different it is uh this year with Ben Ben my oldest son He's getting a little older. He's getting more aware, and you know we're we're trying to teach him those important values, like Jody's talking about. And and we uh, 
this year he's getting one big present we we kind of touched on the the financial aspect that right that, you know it, it there's there's a big present involved and so there's not going to be so many little, little presents ones, right and you know and, and he looked up at us and said you know what um it's like as long as we're all together wow yeah and like i like i knew that i knew that lacy was doing a good job i'm thinking you're doing a good job my friend you know i don't sell yourself short i have an incredible wife who is an amazing mother and she's she's teaching our boys some awesome stuff right and i'm trying to i think you're doing i think you're playing uh, the humble pie a little too too heavy because you are an exceptionally good role model and you're you're teaching these boys an amazing an amazing thing here thank you i appreciate that we get to be an example strictly by living this program yeah. Well, and it all it all rolls together. Um, you guys are all the glue now that holds the family together, and being sober and being present and and having that ability of the calmness. And we know what it was like being alcoholics, being in turmoil on a constant, oh. not having money, financial strain, and all of that plays on the emotion of our children, right? Oh, yeah. So totally. it, it's a three hundred and sixty for all of us that uh, we get to not just the the gifts of that. It's it's also the calmness in the home, the love, the serenity, hmm. and the glue that holds the family together is everybody now. It's yeah, not just based on one person, right? Yeah. It's beautiful. I remember counting those nickels and the dimes, and I thought I was doing it for my children's gifts, but I, at the end of the day, I still found myself at the liquor store on Christmas Absolutely. Eve. You know? yeah. I have $9. I can get this. Yeah. Just yeah. the insanity, Lacey, right? Lacey and I were talking about it today, You know, not, not having enough or not having very much under the Christmas tree. But I had I had what I needed in that moment, right? You know, I got I got my dope and I got my my, my booze, but you know, everyone else is going short, right? So to to not be living in that that life anymore is just so grateful, so proud, yeah. so grateful. I actually enjoyed Christmas shopping the day before Christmas, not now because that's when I can figure out how much money I actually have left instead of spending it on the booze. Because I actually like going out and enjoying the hustle and the bustle. I've, I've, I'm done Christmas shopping. Don't get me wrong. But I still like to go out on the 24th right. because now it's the hustle and bustle and seeing the people and being around people. And you know what? Even I'm not out there to buy anything. I'm out there to hold the door for somebody else. Jay connection. More yeah. connection. More connection. Like, isn't yeah. this what this is? Yeah. Isn't that what we're doing? Yeah. yeah. Connection, right? And it creates hope as a byproduct. I yeah. love it, man. Awesome. So you know, like we had the boys on for that show um, to touch on like what they remembered, and it was really it was powerful, right? I, I was hoping that we could have the boys on again today to talk a little bit about Christmas. Um, I, I, I realize that what Jaden uh, doesn't have a lot of recollection of uh, the act of addiction, but he certainly has recollection of early recovery and uh, what Christmases have been like as, as they've evolved, Absolutely. and uh, what it means to him um, when he's in an environment. Um, when other people might be drinking because mm-hmm. your family members are not immune. They're not, they may not be wired like us. So what, how, what kind of a feelings, what kind of feelings come out in, in the children mm-hmm. when they're in, when they see this, right? Um, even though they may not understand that it, they don't, you know, they can drink with impunity. They can have one glass and put it down and not drink until May 2-4, right? Yeah. Unlike you and yeah. I, we would, yeah. you know, end up in Jamaica and on a beach and not I know how we got to go to there. Jamaica. <laughs> unless you unless yeah. you unless you hit in the cargo of the plane or something exactly you know, exactly which isn't out of the question in one no. of our blackouts right <laughs> no absolutely I mean, not crazier things have happened right yes um so what do you think uh absolutely yeah? back on yeah you want you you, I think, you think that's a good it. idea i think so all right so let's uh let's have them in maybe uh you want to shoot over a little bit and then yeah. we'll let's we'll have uh, the guys come in yeah let's have Jaden and noah back in come on guys come on in guys
First of all, Merry Christmas, eh? You excited? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. What's the most exciting part about Christmas? Um, um, being with like your family and stuff. Wow. I'm digging the answers today. You guys don't want to, yeah, what are you going to say, presents? No. Stockings? Chocolate? No. Hot no, chocolate? No, no, <laughs> no, no. What's your favorite part Fun. of Fun. Fun. I'm nice. digging it. I'm digging it. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about, um, well, just about how, about feelings, right? You good with that? Yeah. You feel relaxed? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Well, welcome, my, my little buddy. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? I don't know. Would you know what's your name? Noah. Welcome, Noah. Um, my name is Jaden. Hi, Jaden. Welcome, buddy. Hi, dude. Yeah. I know. Try to pretend there's no cameras here and there's no microphones, right? You're just okay. here. You're just here with me and you're here with Jaden and, and, all right, and, uh, and Jody, okay? So uh, um, I'm going to ask you some, some truth questions. So when, when I, I don't know, about four, a little over four years ago, um, maybe let's say five years ago, you would have been about six or seven years old. Uh, your dad was still drinking um, heavily. Do you have any recollection of those Christmases at all? No, not really. No? So that there's sort of just a thing of the past. Now you've had a few years of, of Christmases without alcohol? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's fantastic. I love, I, I love this news. And this is actually really good for anyone listening. Um, so Noah was uh, five or six years old. Um, the last um, alcoholic, uh, active alcoholic drinking. And he's now 11 years old and he doesn't have any recollection of that. Yeah. That's actually really good. And it could provide some hope if you are holding on to this feeling of, of guilt. Um, and we do that. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you for that, Noah. And the, and it's it's it actually Kim touched on on the last episode about how she was overcompensating at Christmas to make up for her children's to, to what she feels like she did to these children, and and this gives everyone an opportunity to see it a little differently, you know. Um, when I when you when I when your dad I, when I first got sober, Noah, um, I was two months sober at the, our Christmas. We were in that house um, in behind the Atlanta Club. We I lived with that guy Wayne. Um, and we put up the Christmas tree in the back and we had like, the, there were lights everywhere, you know? And I remember, uh, and Nana was, was still with us then and she was visiting and, uh, then she was upstairs with, with your mom folding, balling my socks. I don't know if you remember that. Um, uh, but I remember uh, Christmas morning quite, uh, quite vividly, right? I don't know if you remember that first Christmas that I was sober. Do you remember that one? Do you, do you remember it? Uh, like we had, um, I remember walking down and I remember the, uh, Santa Claus had come. And there was like hundreds of presents. Yeah. Yeah. What did that feel like? Because I don't think you'd experienced anything like that before. I did not. No, there were a lot of Christmases where you didn't really get a whole lot under that tree, eh? Yeah. That was. Um, there were some lean times, but now they're now they're different, right? The story's different. Yeah. What do you feel like when you're around? Um, you know, when we're around um, different in, in environments and other people are celebrating, and you realize that that. I can't drink, but other adults can. How does that make you feel? You know, at Christmas time, it's a thing, right? You know, you know that uh, that your uncle Warren and your papa, and you know that these these people, uh, and you know that. Sorry, I'm only laughing because Uncle Warren's our sound engineer. He's right over here, I'm not putting him on the spot at all. But but they, you know, like but they can drink with impunity. They can drink and they can put it down, and that's just not your dad's story. But how does that make you feel when you? When you, does it, is there a fear that your dad will start drinking? Is there a fear um, in, how, in how it makes you feel? 
Yeah, explain that. Um, I don't know really how to explain it though. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Right, because you just don't really understand yet. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, and we really, we just wanted to have you on here so maybe someone else out there could hear. You know, what's Christmas like to you for you today? You know. Um, it's very exciting, happy. Exciting and happy, even in these COVID times. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you very much for your honesty, No, I love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Yeah. Jody. That's awesome. Hey, dude. Hi. So, actually, Jay asked Noah a really cool question. I'm going to ask you the, the same kind of question. Um, I, I know we spend a lot of Christmases at Grandma and Grandpa's house, right? Now that we're we're back in Durham region and we, uh, we didn't get an opportunity to do that when we were up north because we were kind of stuck up there right Fair enough, right so uh now that we're home and we we do call this place home right mm -hmm. um we uh we get an opportunity to be with grandma and grandpa at christmas right yeah. and um but jay had asked because everybody else in the family drinks right like grandma and grandpa have a drink and stuff like that do you ever worry about mom picking up a drink or um, no not really no i run a pretty strong program don't i yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i try absolutely i try um and in trying i try to give you the best Christmases that we can like I know it's just me and you and it's not easy mom gets stressed out sometimes but mm -hmm. I definitely do try to uh, give you uh, Christmases that you'll remember and memories right that was kind of the snowboarding present we did the last year with Evan that was fantastic yeah but uh, well I'm glad you don't have a fear um, of me picking up a drink at, at least I know for me that tells me that you know I'm working hard for my sobriety right mm -hmm. and I do that for you as well I do it for myself first and foremost. Of course, um, of course. we have to. Right. Um, but I definitely, you're you're a big factor. You're the benefactor of that, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What are Christmases like for you? I know. Um, it's like um, I'm just spending time with like all of our families and yeah. stuff. Love yeah. it. Love it, buddy. Yeah. And, and that's just it. Like we work hard together as a team. Mm -hmm. um, in sobriety, you come with me to my meetings, yeah. um, and it, it's been hard with COVID. Um, it, it'll be a little different. And I know this year with, um, with the possibility that some of us can't be with all of our families right. the way we would like to, right. um, right. I actually think this is going to be one of the years that we're going to be able to do some volunteer. Um, and we might, because if we're going to be home with COVID, I know that the Atlanta club's going to be open. Um, and I think we're going to go spend some time there and fantastic do that this year good stuff guys yeah so good give back stuff. right yeah. give back yeah. give back oh awesome guys awesome you know and uh and this is a this is a shining example of like what recovery has done for us in this short for me in this very short period of time you know as i've grown and changed and evolved in this program so has noah and as a byproduct you know he's excited for christmas and happy for christmas despite what the world around him is telling him he's supposed to feel Absolutely. You know, this is fantastic. And Jaden, I love the suit matching your mom's dress. <laughs> For those of you who's just listening, you, it's one of these like ugly Christmas sweater suits, head to toe with the yeah. stocking on top. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. yeah I don't know how I managed to bribe them on that. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Noah and I are sporting our Relating and Recovery hoodies, like, uh, like represent, like rep, represent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wait, can I buy you one of those? Will you wear one of those hoodies? Um, I know. 
Yeah. Yeah, I already said I'd wear a black one. Okay, cool. Black one it is. Put me down for one yes. of those, please. <laughs> awesome. You better believe it. So thank you so much for coming. You know, um, Christmas is a, just a, like a short period of time away. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some connection. We're going to... We're gonna spend some some time together, all of us. Absolutely. You know, you're gonna have that. Dustin's gonna have with his family, and yeah, and Warren, of course, and and Jordan, our videographer for the day, he's gonna be with his family. You know, and connection, connection, connection. Absolutely. All right. So have a beautiful afternoon. We'll see. You, I'll see you a little bit later. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, Jody. Thank you. Actually, awesome. let's see if we can get Dustin coming back in for a sec. You know. How was that? That was. That what was do you really think about cool. that? It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important for everyone out there to realize, you know, as we recover, our children recover. Yeah. Our families recover. Our families right? recover. Absolutely. You know? It's, it's a, I, know, I know it's a shock. I know it was for me, right, that it, it, you know, we get sober and we, you know, there's so much more once we get sober that we find out, right? That it, it's not just us that's hurting, you know, our families hurting and, and all the other, the, the, the wreckage of the past. So, it's crazy. You know? It's crazy. And then... You know, we, we get a chance to get a chance to heal that, right? And I don't know about you, but these these Christmases are mean so much more to me now in, in sobriety than ever, you know, ever before, right? Me too. I know my family has said to me directly, my parents and uh, they have said directly that the best gift they've ever been given was my sobriety. I right? I, I can I can identify with that right now with Ashley. Yeah. I, I've never felt like I've had a better gift in my life. Absolutely. And then and then and then I just had that moment with Noah. So yeah, I agree. All right, this has been awesome. I think uh, I think it's uh, I can't thank you enough. Like this is Jody. so honored to be here again, guys. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so I'm much very for proud coming. Of both of you and awesome. You have yourself the most amazing Christmas ever. And Jody will be back season two. Yeah, season two. <laughs> I look forward yeah. to it, and I wish all of your families an amazing, blessed Christmas. Thank you very much. Yeah. We love you Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Thanks, Jody. Right. Oh, it's always emotional when you bring the kids out, eh? For sure. You know, a cool camera trick, by the way. Yeah, just, I just, <laughs> I just like flipped it. Yeah, Hollywood magic. Yeah, I love it. Right on. So who's up? Who's up next? We got Julie, my friend yeah. Julie. You she's Julie? here. Yeah, I think she's here. Yeah, she's yeah. Right on. Come on in. Come Merry on Christmas, in, Julie. Julie. Welcome. Welcome to the Relating and Recovery Podcast Christmas Special. Thank you so much. Yeah, really Thank honored. you. I'm really blessed that you can come join oh, us today. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's an interesting Christmas, eh? Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, lot, definitely. Lots of lots of uh, lots of different moving parts, and uh, you know, how are you feeling? Feeling? Are you feeling good or what? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Better than ever, to be honest. Better yeah. than ever. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Why, yeah. What's different about this this year than uh, years past? Well, I'm in a much better place because I'm staying connected with my higher power. I'm, I've been working the steps. Um, you know, I'm just active in the program. So, you know, I've built a lot of really healthy relationships that healthy are supporting me. They're the real end. things, people. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good about myself, you know. Oh, no, no self-esteem. Longer. Self-esteem is coming. Oh, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. That that's helps. Some, yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I'm working. So, you know, I'm able to provide the things I want for my children. So, yeah, oh, things man. are good. Things so, are things good. sound awesome. really good. Yeah, really good. But I guess it wasn't always that way at Christmas, no. especially at Christmas. Oh no, I've definitely had some challenges. Like, um, oh, this is actually my fifth Christmas sober, um, but I only have 20, min 
20 months continuous sobriety. So okay. I have been going at this for about five years. Okay. And um, yeah, the first few Christmases were pretty tough. Like I wasn't doing all the things. Like I didn't have a sponsor because I was having trouble with trusting people. Right. So it took me a while to really fully integrate into the program and to build those relationships because I had such a difficult time trusting people. Right. Um, so I think that that really was not helpful for me in the beginning of my sobriety because I wasn't um, used to reaching out to people the way that I am now. So when I was having challenges, resentments, all that kind of stuff, or just like, I still had the restlessness in the beginning. Right. You know, it was just really irritable and things like that. So um, I did end up drinking shortly after the first Christmas. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I got through the Christmas and then it was like December 28th and I drank. It was a relapse. What yeah. happened there? Oh, it was just, you know, it was like it, how it usually was when I drank, which was like a total nightmare. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just, it was a friend's birthday and I had, I just planned to go to her place um, to bring her a gift before the other guests showed up. And um, I intended on leaving, but, you know, I, I, she had some drinks there and I thought, well, you know, what would it hurt to have two? Oh, right. What would it hurt? I know. I had to look at you, Dustin, because I know. we, we, we it get was it. the insanity, right? Like, but I had a few months under my <clears> belt, you know, but it just, it's just so, I just wasn't doing all the things. So, um, I just thought, okay, I'll have, I'll have two. Um, and then I'll leave when everybody else gets here. But then when everybody else got there, I was like, okay, well, I'll just stay until the limo comes. And then when the limo came, I was like, I, I thought I should call keys to us, but I was already so intoxicated by that point. I wasn't even able to do that. Right. So I was like, well, I might as well get in the limo. And uh, I did. And um, it was just, you know, it was just like it is every time. Like it's a progressive disease. So like it truly tricked me to think that I mean, I guess I could, you know, just keep it casual that night, but it didn't happen. So right. within probably being like an hour at the club, I was, I was fighting with the girls that I had went with and, um, I was kicked out of the club in Toronto. And again, like I've lost my wallet, my, my purse is in the club, all the girls that I'm, that I went with, I'm, I'm like at war with now. I can't go back in there. I'm out on the side of the street in the cold, you know? I don't have a, I don't have a phone. I don't even have my phone. I don't have my, like I said, my wallet, all my kids ID. I had brought my passport with, I really wasn't prepared to go to the bar, but I didn't end up there of course. Right. right. So like I had stuff with me that I shouldn't have had. Yeah. yeah like my kids ID. Room. Yeah. It's crazy. So there I am on the street and like, it was a physical altercation. So I was, I was beat up, you right. know, and luckily there was a cab like right outside of the, um, of the club. And, I was just like, can I use your phone? Um, I don't have a dollar, right? And there's no way they're not letting me back in that club. Like I'm kicked out. So um, the cab was like uh, gracious enough to let me use his phone and I used his phone I, and I had to call my husband again and be like, I'm stranded. You know, like I'm kicked out again. I'm beat up again, you know, like, can you pay for my cab, right? And uh it's just like, this was, this was what my, this is what my drinking was like. This is what my relapsing was like. Like it never got any better. Right. So, um, I, and, and I just remember being like, I was in the cabin. I was just like laying down because I was so ill from how much, like how much I drank so quickly. Right. And, and, um, I had to have the cab roll down all the windows. This is like 
freezing, right? Sure. Freezing out. And, December, yeah. And I was sick, and I was afraid to be sick in his car. My husband paid the cab, and, you know, I was just like, back to the program. Like, I got to get this figured out because it's life or death for me. This is what it's like when I drink. Like, there's no more good times for me right. at all. Like, there's no... It's spinning the wheel of misfortune. Like, what kind of trouble am I going to get in? Who am I going to hurt? How badly am I going to get hurt? Am I going to live? Like, I just... It's... It's... Like, I, it's just, it's just no fun anymore for me, really, truly. So, um, so like within a couple of months of, um, working at the program, I, I decided to, um, commit to a big book study on Saturdays. And it was just shortly after I was on my way into that big book study and I looked on my phone and I, and I, and I see rest in peace, this girl that I was with that night, rest in peace, rest in peace. I was like, on my way into meeting to the big book study, she was the last girl I relapsed with. She's a mother like me. She's got three kids like me. She's yeah. just two years younger than me and she's never going to see her kids again, you know? And I'm, I'm heading into a meeting and I'm like looking at it up to the sky, like, oh my God, like, thank you God, like for giving me this grace that I am here heading into, into a meeting and that like my kids aren't gonna get that call that they're never gonna see their mom again, you know? So like, Thank God for sobriety. Thank God for AA. Um, you know, I just couldn't do it without the program. Even being in the program for a long time, like I it was still hard for me. You know, I was still still making my mistakes and stuff. Because I said it was it took a while for me to integrate and to get used to it and get used to trusting people and and, and get used to reaching out to people because I didn't do that before. So that you know, four, that four letter word help. Help, yeah, it was really hard. It's a thousand pound, thousand pound word. Yeah, I, I wasn't used to it. I wasn't one to help others, but like wouldn't ask for help so i want to say thank you for your honesty <clears throat> you know it was very difficult for you and very raw yeah for sure and uh and, and at, the, at the same time um earth shattering and shift there's a shift right yeah when we have these moments in our lives for me when i've had these moments in my life they, they, i can look back at them now and say that was the that was a game changer for me yeah i was you i know? was thinking that game changer like that just well, you know, like so many of those happen when you come into the program, like you have so many glimpses, you know, of like your higher power showing you like when you're on the right track, like and, and bless her soul and God bless her, you know, like, but I know that I just get so much confirmation that this is just not an option for me to not be in this program. Thank you so much, Julie, for yeah. coming today. Um, on behalf of Dustin and I in Relating Recovery, we want to wish you a incredibly merry christmas because it sounds to me like this christmas is going to be really special Definitely. you know we, we don't want to live in the past but at the same time we don't want to forget it right yeah and so that, true so that, true you gotta so use key. it you gotta so use key. it so, mm -hmm. so thank you super super much thank you and i appreciate your time thank Have you so much merry christmas thank you awesome okay it's wild yeah. thanks thank you thanks julie okay. all right Wow, that was uh, that was powerful. And the reason it was, and the reason I think that we could, we find it even more powerful is because we can identify. Yeah, you know, so many of us listening can identify similar experiences. You no, know? yeah. hundreds and hundreds of different, but the same types of experiences. Yeah, right? I have, I have similar experiences to to Julie that have helped, you know, help hammer home that desperation with me. Right. right, you know, up, up, like like she says, right? Where we don't have a choice, right? And the one I thing, don't have a choice. And the one thing we, that we we got, we got to reiterate here was that was a few days after Christmas. She didn't drink during the actual, you know, the celebration with the family and the the lead up with the stresses with the yeah. shopping and all those other things where it only takes 
you know, a, a, a thought to take us back out. She got through that. Yeah. Maybe let her guard down. I don't know, right? This disease is insidious. Yeah, but it's you know? something to keep in the, the back of your mind. Right? You know who has a history with understanding this insidious disease? Mm-hmm. Our next guest. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's one of my closest friends, man. He's, he's, a, he's a beacon of hope to so many people. Right? The, the best smile around. Oh, my him. God, his smile's amazing. Let's get him in here. All right. He's here. Hey, come on in. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming. Merry Christmas. Merry All right. Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Good to see you, bud. Good, Good to see you, too. You introduce yourself, my brother. Uh, my name is Wim, and I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Wim. Hey, How you doing, bud? Good, good. Feeling a little nervous? Yeah, a little nervous. A little yeah. hot, you know? A little hot under <laughs> the collar, yeah. yeah. That's okay. You it's know, right. that's, that's how, you know, that's just, that just means you're feeling, right? Right, right. You know? It's a good thing I, I can feel today. It wasn't always the case, No, no, right? it wasn't always like that. Right? Absolutely not, no. Yeah. So I guess you've had a, a cup, what, two or three or four, four, four or five sober Christmases now? Uh, I had one, I had five in total, but then I had a, a slip, and but I was... Uh, yeah, five, I'm almost four years uh, sober. So, Fantastic, uh, brother. Yeah. And it shows, man. You look yeah. amazing. Yeah. I feel good. It's uh, Life is good. Yeah. It's and you, fun. I guess before that, do you remember ever having a sober Christmas since you were a kid or what? Um, yes, when I was a kid, yes. When you were a kid, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the, the anxiety of, of knowing that the store would be closed, that I wouldn't be able to oh. to, to, to go and get, get something to drink. Uh, I had to make sure I had enough. And without um, putting a strain on my family so that they would see what was all coming in. Uh, so you would uh, try to hide it. And and, and you had very, uh, a lot of times that I would say, okay, I'm not going to drink today. It's Christmas. Uh, the family is going to come over. I'm going to be fine. But I would just make side trips to the, to the garage. Or yeah. To the basement, the bathroom, and, and the bathroom. Yeah, and duck under here behind the counter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh because I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's that smell? Yeah, yeah. what well, is that smell? Oh, it's, it's a new kind. Of, it's the chocolate. So I was eating the black diamond chocolate. You know, and before the kids would go home, I would be already sleeping. Like, sure, yeah. You know, I I had already or not enough, but I would I would fall asleep and I would just separate myself from the whole. Festive festivity that we uh, we were having. So yeah. What's it like today? Today it's just so different. How oh, how so? Uh, today I am uh, aware. Uh, my grandchildren are, are a very big part in my life. They, uh, you know, they they love to be there and and just to see their faces when they open presents and and just the whole uh, Christmas feeling is just so different. It's. Uh, it's I, I'm blessed I'm blessed to have my grandchildren and my family all together at Christmas and, and uh, it will be different this year but it's it's the other Christmas so far has been very good I'm dying very to good. say this I'm dying to say this they're blessed to have you this Christmas yes yeah, yeah they are too yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. You know, what do you think are, are the challenges that you're facing? Um, you know, this COVID Christmas that may not have been present in the past in sobriety. In sobriety, the challenges is uh, well, some of the kids uh, you won't be able to see because they go to school, and uh, it's a little difficult because my wife is more vulnerable of getting the. Uh, so there's all conscious. You have to be conscious of of how you're going to do it and. 
but everything is in place and I think we are going to be okay because the kids are going to be off school and they're going to be in quarantine for 14 days and then we're just going to have the Christmas at the end of the month uh, or, or maybe in January right so that we can all still all get all together right so yeah it's it, it's a different Christmas but um no it's uh I don't see it as a problem what do you do what do you do to, to prepare yourself for the holidays in these types of environment like uh, COVID or not COVID what do you do when there's you know there's going to be um there's new stresses there's extra stressors there's more feelings that come up we like Glenn mentioned earlier in the, in the show today that we attach a meaning to this stuff and you know, and I think Alex touched on it too. Like, what what do you do to prepare? Uh, to prepare is, you know, you um, make sure, like, when we get groceries and everything in the house, you make sure that you, instead of booze, you make sure you have your your food and everything uh, in place. And then, uh, yeah, it's uh, everybody gets excited, so you're planning now already when you're going to do it because it's. You have to consider that the, the, the kids from my daughter going to school, they are going in quarantine, so you're going to be having Christmas in, right. in January. So right. it's, is it stressful? No, I don't think it is stressful. It's just, it's like, like Joe we T's, have no other, other choice. Joe T touched on it this morning, just, it's, it's just different this year. Yeah, it's we just, just say, different. We have to just adapt, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and since I'm sober, it's, it's easier to adapt. And, and to make changes. We just consciously know. Consciously we know that we have to make and, and, and we just make those changes and it seems to be easier for me. It, before it would be a real big big uh, ordeal. Like I, yeah. would, I would make the thing bigger sure. than it really was. Mm-hmm. Out and out of a molehill. For right, sure. Right. Yeah, we can complicate a, a two-car parade. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? yeah. Glass of water. I can complicate that, I tell you. Yeah. No doubt. No. Yeah. No <laughs> so, doubt. Yeah. So, you know, I, if you had a message right now, you give the newcomer um, or somebody that's even got 25 years sobriety, what would your Christmas message be going into the holidays um, in recovery under today's climate? I, I you know, uh, to be patient, to be patient, to stay patient, and, and we're going to get through this. And, and I think we can have still a very good uh, Christmas in, in 2020. Love it. And for, for everybody. And... The suffering alcoholic or addict still out there uh, please come and come and talk to us amen come and join us you're not come alone and join us you you're know? not alone we you know we we can help you you know you can find uh you can reach out to whim through uh, the facebook group relating and recovery okay. uh, you can find that on the website www.relatingandrecovery.com yeah. okay. and and uh myself and jay as uh, well as us of course yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wim, thank you on behalf of everyone uh, here. You're our, welcome. Our man, thank you for coming out. Merry Christmas to you and your wife, Cecile. Thank you. Uh, thank how you. is Cecile doing? She's doing good. She's right. doing send her my love. Yeah, I will. Send her our love. Send her our yeah. love. Thank awesome, you, buddy. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you very much. Awesome. All right. All right. So um, we have our next guest in the studio. Uh, if you want to come in. Oh, introduce yourself. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, well, because of your voice, we'll have to get you to talk right into the... Oh. All right. You want to introduce mm-hmm. yourself? I'm Leslie. This is... Uh, so, Leslie, you were um, you were together with uh, my brother Jay for yes. a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so we have, uh, you know, some, some interesting stuff that we could, we could touch on. Um, you know, cause Jay got sober four years ago. Yeah. Uh, it was just after Hall- Halloween, right? And, um, so you were with Jay, his first sober Christmas. And so yes. obviously things were, were pretty hard prior to, to that. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Some pretty rocky Christmases, right? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah that was challenging. Like, uh, if he didn't get his way, he didn't get his drink. The tree came down that day, and it was Christmas Day, and I'm like, ah, it's okay, it's okay, and now it's done, we don't have to do it later. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Trying to, like, you know, let the kids know it's, yeah, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Look how fast he did it. So you were trying, like, the, during that time when Jay went, was in active addiction, you were just trying to, to hold it all together, right? Yeah. Definitely. And so... So here comes, Jay finally finds the program, uh, a program of Alcoholics Anonymous, and he gets sober. And so his, his first Christmas, what, what was that like? That was amazing. Yeah? Yeah, because the tree was done up nice. There's proper gifts. And uh, there wasn't any worry of uh, disaster control. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't have to worry about having to take care of him when he passed out or anything. And, yeah. and uh, he was like awake for the whole day. Yeah, amazing, right? <laughs> so, so one thing I, I want to touch on is that you and Jay, in, in, since Jay's recovery, you guys have, have become friends. Have yeah, become, yeah. Become allies right in, in taking care of noah and, and parenting noah yes but it wasn't always like that was no it? no so he, it was uh you guys were at odds for a long time yeah or? he would have his like supervised visits and whatnot and i'd be very careful of when he had him and go get him the odd time um but now i have no worries and there's no set schedule when he can have them he can if he wants them come get them and he always just comes and gets them whenever amazing and would you say your 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 friendship and your relationship with him has improved throughout throughout the last four years yes we were like frenemies for a while frenemies yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then... and now we're just friends and we parent way better now with Together. Being sober, yeah. Together, yeah, yeah. Because like I, I didn't, I didn't know Jay four years ago. I, only, I met him about two and a half years ago, and it's always been amazing to me to watch you guys co-parent Noah together, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's always been said to me that that's a byproduct of of recovery. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because because it wasn't always that way, right? Oh no. Wow. <laughs> so you you've been through a lot over the years. Yeah. And and you know. One thing I could I, I could touch on, like you know, you you come to our meetings too. Yeah. Every once in a while, right? Yes. And so, so I, I have the meetings been beneficial to you as well, I, and like personally or. Um, I like going to them the odd time, like here and there. Uh, but I think it's what I was suggested to go to is Helena. Yeah. And that was suggested by Jay, and he was like, because then he could work on forgiving me. 
And that is, like, stuck in my head now. And I'm like, dude, I carry this heavy burden and I have to learn how to forgive him. And I have to figure that out. But I'm proud of how he is right now and stuff. But I didn't realize I didn't forgive him yet. And I just still, I don't know, go there. Well, yeah. And so is that is that something that you that you like you plan on going to more meetings or are you just I gotta figure out how to do that, yeah. Yeah. To learn how to forgive him. Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> sure. That's okay. But uh, I think it's a good step. Yeah. And uh, if you were if you were gonna talk to maybe someone else that was in your position when when you were uh, Jay was still in active addiction. You know, if there's someone out there struggling right now, the way that you were, you know, what what could what would you share with them? Well, because I wasn't raised in that environment, and I wasn't aware that drinking too much was an issue. I actually Googled it, and AA popped up. So I figure if you have any questions about it, you can Google it. Yeah, just. And then they give you a number. And uh, it was funny because when I did it to Jay, it was Sunday morning. I had somebody come over, and it was kind of like an intervention thing because it was before the beer store opened. <laughs> 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 so, so you called the like the, the a line, a line, okay. And he does it. that. He does that. Phone waits for the calls to come in, and I say, just grab a page out of the white book and. Call, start call, call, cold calling. Wow. And so, so it, you were his first connection to that, right? Yeah. And you just got him to call and somebody came I to visit. I called him. for him. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> huh? I, uh, yeah, no, no, that's, uh, that's incredible. But yeah, like I didn't know he would ever quit. You didn't expect it? No. Yeah. No. Wow. And how, how amazing how, how how different life is today. Oh, for sure. And he looks different. Like, his face is different. He looks healthier and better. And still talks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. That was oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing with us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, I give you a hug. Okay. All right. Thanks, Les. You're welcome. Let's go. Very last name, so. That was, that was awesome. Was uh, it? Yeah. I had to step what? away be so, because I was the I was who she was referring to. We yeah, gave her a little chance to be honest, eh? We were talking about you, yeah. Oh, yeah? It, it, was, uh, it was really cool. She threw me under the bus for real? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You know what? I, you know what? I, I, I should have been. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a... It wasn't pleasant, you know, for many years. Yeah. And you know what? I think it, there's some, you know, the whole idea of experience, strength, and hope, right, is is she can share her story and maybe give someone else hope hearing that, right? That, 
that she's that she's made it through that storm and that right. that things now today are better than ever right, right? i mean and i remember just, throwing the, the christmas tree off a balcony and all these goodies you know yeah, she mentioned that actually mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah. yeah so um you know uh i guess this is uh the, our last guest of the day last but I, certainly you know, not least I, you know right? what this is like this and it's funny because he was probably the second person here at like seven this morning right? oh and now it's nighttime here in uh, in this in in uh, his home in the living room. <laughs> He's been behind the camera all day, working so hard for yeah, us. And it, yeah. It's uh, it's time to have him on. Yeah. Now entering the ring. Jordan. What's up? What's up, brother? Yes. Introduce yourself. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. Yes. Who are you? Uh, my name is Jordan. I'm a, a drug addict, and I have a whole bunch of other problems that you don't want to hear about. Oh man, I, I, yeah, I, I kind of want to hear about every one of them, every single <laughs> one. Get them talking about these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been said that we like to talk about ourselves. No. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. My wife would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah your wife's amazing. Yeah, and your and your ex said you didn't stop talking even when you got clean. So. <laughs> I talked more. So, <laughs> so, so here's an idea. You've been uh, you've had a different angle on this whole this whole day because you've been behind the camera. Yeah. What I, you know, what I, what have you thought so far? You know, some powerful sharing going on today uh, about the you know the the disease of alcoholism addiction and recovery you know it's uh i think it worked out pretty good eh? yeah it was great there was uh everybody seemed to talk about something different um you know uh, a lot of different uh life perspectives uh people's addictions codependence uh people affected by uh it was it was really great mm-hmm. um i was thinking while i was listening uh you know in relation to Christmas, you know, how that related to my life. And, you know, and, and what I was listening to a lot of people, they were talking about, you know, the triggers that happen for people in early recovery, things to be wary of. But what I was thinking of was a little opposite. Like, so when I got clean, I remember, you know, I missed all these Christmases when I was using. Right. And uh, I mean, I was there, but I wasn't there. I was at my family dinners. But when I was at the family dinners, I wasn't present because I was just thinking about how when am I going to go get high? When is this going to be over? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when am I going to get the card? How much money is going to be inside of it? Oh, I can identify. You know, and when I when I got clean, I'm thinking back to all those crappy ones, and then I'm like, well, what's Christmas going to be like this year when I'm not using drugs? And then I started thinking before, right? Like, what happened before I started using? And I'm thinking back to this one Christmas with my grandma. And my grandma was like a devout Christian. And she, she did regular Christmas, but then she did Christmas in the summer. And she always did, I don't know, I never really understood it, But she always said, oh, Jesus was born in the summer or something like that. So where the star of David was or so she had some theory. So every summer she would take us camping for like a month uh, across British Columbia. When she took me and my sisters, every time she took us, uh, one of the days she would send us down to the lake. We never knew what day it was going to be. And we'd come back and she'd have Christmas trees set up at her like campsite, like a, like she, an RV that she'd hid this thing, like this tree in the, in the shower or right. whatever and right. set it up and had presents and did this whole thing. And she's like, happy Jesus day. And, um, <laughs> Jesus take the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember Shout out to Ryan. being like exhilarated <laughs> and this thing I'm looking forward to and this excitement. And 
And I'm like, well, that's that's the feeling I'm going to have at Christmas when I'm not using because that's the feeling it was. And, right. and then Christmas happened, and I didn't have kids at the time. And, I mean, Christmas happened, and it was okay. It was clean. My family was happy that I was there. But it was somewhat anticlimactic. <laughs> and I think I put a lot of expectations on what something's supposed to be based on my past and what it is. And the problem with that is that, you know, when a moment's gone, it's gone forever. And yeah. In recovery, it was a really dangerous thing for me to try to relive moments and experiences that can no longer happen. Yeah. And, huh. you know, so instead of me looking, you know, encouraging people that are new in recovery to, you know, try to have great Christmases or be excited because they're clean, you know, it's, it's about, you know, this is a new year. It's a Christmas that's never happened. It's a day that's never happened before in your life. Yeah. We're not recreating something. When we get clean, we're not recreating our life. We're not recreating experiences that we had. We're making new ones. We're yeah. completely different people than I was yesterday. Wow. And Definitely. and so Christmas can be anything that wants. You know, my family tradition was doing fondues. I don't do fondues with my kids. I do I do something completely different with my kids. Right. You know, and and it's an Anderson family tradition instead of a Scott family tradition, which is what my, my parents had. And and it's really great because there's no expectations because nothing, it's never happened. Yeah. If it's great, it's great. If it's not, it's not. And and it reminds me of my sponsor always says, you know, uh, you know, a, a good day is when every, you know, or sorry, a great day is when everything goes my way. And a good day is when every, or sorry, a good day is when everything goes my way. A great day is when everything turns to complete dog shit and I don't pick up. So yes. no matter what like my Christmas looks like, I'm on the right side of the dirt. I got good people around me. Yeah. You know, whether I get great presents or crappy presents or dinner, you know, turns out really great or I burn the turkey or, you know, or, or whatever happens. It's it's a pretty amazing experience because it's an experience I've never had before. Amen. With people in a moment I've never had before, in a time I've never had before, you know, and, and as long as I stay on that, it's... It's a really beautiful thing. And I think removing that expectation of what it has to be in recovery really helps people because uh, the basic text of NAO says, or says that an expectation is a predetermined resentment. Right. And, and, you know, maybe against myself, maybe against the holiday. And one thing that stood out to me today was Glenn uh, was talking about the attachment. Yeah. And, okay. you know, and to yeah to a day yeah. which is funny because it, it's a day that's never happened before yeah it's christmas 2020 yeah not christmas you know right. 1982 right? Right, right this is a brand new christmas so right. attaching something to that you know is is almost like getting into another or into a new relationship and then putting all the crap and baggage from your ex onto your new partner before the relationship starts and yeah. being like, let's start with this mess, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let, like, let's just make it a new Christmas. And, yeah. you know, and if I have good people and <clears throat> I have a sponsor in my life or I have a, a, you know, some decent plan, I don't have to worry about getting high because it's just another day. All I have to do is make it the next 24 hours on Christmas Day until I go to bed and I'm good. The same plan that I had the day before yes. and the day before get yes. up pray connect with other people do something to spiritually ground myself you know and, and and i should be okay i don't need a big intricate plan i just need to do what i did the day before thank you so much for simplifying that yeah you know yeah. for these people that were listening just now to that that was that was incredibly uh, amazing man thanks yeah 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 no it's uh it's it's amazing like that just 
it's it's a uh, we touched on it earlier in the season, season talking about perspective right and i think we 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 had well it's it's based in expectation right you know society's telling us one thing you know it's like is this is going to be the best christmas ever you got to get you got to go to best buy you got to get this you got to get that yeah. you got to you know do all these things but what do we really have to do right for us guys i know we, we got to stay sober right and and we got to be in the now with our family right yeah. and, and having that change like just the way you said that it shifted my perspective my perspective it was just like you know i haven't seen this christmas yet i don't know what it's going to be like yeah right and so as as it relates to today right COVID 19 you know who says this christmas can't be the best christmas yet right? i love it yeah. Well, yeah, my will. kids will be home. Yeah, yeah, because they can't go anywhere. <laughs> right. I got a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. On Christmas Day, he wants to open his presents and then take off with his friends. Normally, sure. right? right? This yeah. year, I get him. I got him on lockdown. <laughs> right? I got all my kids on lockdown. My yeah. family's all there. We're gonna have time together regardless because of COVID. So yeah. sometimes it's a you know, I mean, it's easy to take something that's not. <laughs> That, that seems like a deficit and turn it into an attribute. And we do that in our step work. Yeah. We do, percent. you know, Absolutely. all the yeah. time, right? Oh, so, uh, oh, you were a drug dealer. No, no, no. I was a pharmaceutical representative. <laughs> I was a ghetto entrepreneur, right? <laughs> what yes. skills did I learn in that job that I can take forward with me? We learn how to flip the script. So Christmas, yes, will be under COVID. It'll be under, under lockdown. But, I mean, that's going to have some really amazing things. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. As long as everyone stays safe, it's going to be a great Christmas. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's sweet. I, I love the way you put that. Hey, me too, man. That was yeah. great. So yeah. um, on behalf of Relating and Recovery, brother, uh, and Dustin, myself, Ryan, Warren, you know, Merry Christmas, bro. Merry yeah, Christmas. Uh, Merry really. Christmas, man. It was a great day. Yeah. It was a great and, day. And Merry, Merry Christmas to that gorgeous looking mustache as well. Yeah. It's fancy. <laughs> I had to wear a mask just to like, Make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I have another, and another, and another, and another. I, I've seen all of those. There you go. <laughs> Today. Right on, guys. I love it, brother. Thank you awesome. so much, man. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. Might as well just keep this rolling. We'll do our closeout, man. Like yeah. this was because this, the reality is, is uh, we just got through like what? 19, 20 guests. Man. What a day. What a day. Powerful day. So many different guests. So uh, so much connection. So much hope. All Ooh. wrapped into one day. Brother, uh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you did an amazing job. You did great too, bro. And, uh, you know, we just had a, we just had a, a day that, that was with so much hope and so much opportunity for people to connect. We've, um, we've dropped out the website a couple times. It should be on the screen again. Reach out. Yeah. You know, reach out. You're not alone. Yeah, you're not right. alone. This is for sure. do we we recognize, and this reason we do this is we identify um, with how cha how challenging it feels, right? And uh, the minute we isolate and try and do this by ourselves, we're in trouble. Yeah, we heard some uh, you know power te powerful testimony today, right? Of pe people staying sober no matter what, using the resources that 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 we've been given through our our respective fellowships, um, you know, and and utilizing new new uh tools like social media groups like like relating in recovery um zoom meetings you know put it all on the plate use use it at you know at, to the best of your ability and mm -hmm. stay sober no matter what no use. matter what and when all else fails man like like glenn said pick up that phone Def definitely yeah. and just so we've i've mentioned it twice today we will be having a uh, relating in recovery uh 24-hour 
uh, Zoom uh, connection meeting uh, from noon December 24th to um, noon December 25th. Awesome. Um, go to Relating and Recovery Facebook group in order to get the information in order to zoom to zoom in there. Uh, we're also going to be holding a gratitude meeting on December 23rd at 8 p.m. Again, the information will be in the, the, the Relating and Recovery Facebook group. And if you can't find the group, one more time, the web- website is www.relatinginrecovery.com. And the link is there. I'm beat. Yeah, I'm beat. I'm too. feeling lit. I'm vibrating, but I'm beat. It's a real combination of different stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go kick up my feet right now and thank, thank God and thank, uh, thank the program and thank all of you for, for my sobriety. Yeah. You know. Uh, awesome, Jay. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas, brother. Done. Awesome.